previously on Masks of Nyalfatep. Recap. In Shanghai, Matteo has met with Narice and has a copy of the Black Rites book, and that Van Huvelen is now in her custody. The cats also declare that Bast is happy with Matteo and they will aid him. Matteo requests one of them to search the city for the missing Hugo. Talking to cats is apparently normal now. Walter suggests Rebecca and Thomas both learn the spell of iron like darkness. In the asylum, Jack and Chai overhear Dr. Brown arguing that they'd be let free, but he is restrained by his colleagues. Dr. Carmichael checks on Jack to get a point of contact for him. He gives Walter's name, but he doesn't know that they've moved from the hotel. Chai complains about the room service and gets a sedative. Hugo arrives at the Henshen Hotel and receives the message from the asylum and learns Walter has checked out. In his absence, Hugo is asked to go to the asylum in the morning. Meanwhile, he spends the evening in the spa. The following morning at the house, the house wonder why Chai never came home. We agree to visit the asylum after meeting Jack Grady and meet Mr. Lung. Meanwhile, Hugo visits the asylum and Dr. Carmichael. Having been separated from the group, Hugo is fairly powerless to free them, but he is permitted to visit them. Given both Jack and Chai also don't know about the moving uh, from the hotel, their confusion is further adding to Dr. Carmichael's diagnosis of psychosis and electroshock therapy. Mitch, Thomas, Rebecca and Mateo arrive at Mr. Long's house and meet Jack Brady and get an update on Grey Dragon Island. Uh, He has been collecting a force, but thinks we will need to invade the island. The cult have some allies, but their identity is unknown, but the surviving reconnaissance went insane at the sight of them. There is a cave within the island where they are constructing their device. We think perhaps flying in will at least evade the sea creatures, perhaps with a seaplane to land on the beach and then take off again from the sea. Jack also suggests boarding the new ship ferrying from the island and the mainland. We reveal Jack, Cady and Chai T and Hugo Dawson are missing, so Mr. Long a seance to determine where they are. Thomas remembers that they have an anti-scrying device, so they get that out so as not to interfere with the seance. We locate Hugo in the city library, but when searching for Chai, a sort of portal opens and we briefly see Aubrey Penhew, the pale viper, for a moment before he vanishes. He was aware of our scrying, but he doesn't know where we are. We determine Chai is also in the asylum with Jack. In the asylum, Chai is taken to Dr. Carmichael's office and she convinces the doctor she was playing along with Jack's insane claims to keep him calm. She visits Jack and is told he is not receiving any further electroshock therapy. During his next session, Dr. Carmichael is happy to release Jack into Chai's care and Dr. Brown's notes uh, are considered a misdiagnosis. The pair finally return to the house and Chai is reminded she can use her newfound riches rather than mind-bending magic spells on everything. Jack acknowledges that there are lots of cats at the house. The others arrive at the library, which, cat, which a cat confirms Hugo is inside learning mathematics. We take him back to the house and find everyone is all back together again. Hooray! Recap! Hugo works out he can glide a plane with the engine switched off in order to be covert as possible when approaching Drake, Grey Dragon Island. We also determine we need a little more power to cast the Eye of Light and Darkness, but also the blood of the innocent. We travel back to Mr. Lung's house and convince Jack Brady that our ex-cultist is trustworthy. He has managed to identify the sea creatures aligned to the cult and shows us a photograph, which Re- Rebecca recognises from Cat's spellbook 
and Matteo recalls them as the Deep Ones. They are aligned to another cult and potentially rendering the Eye of Light and Darkness less effective against them. Chai reckons Penhu struck a deal with the Deep Ones and that we could potentially strike one with them ourselves if we summon one. Thomas and Jack Brady feel this is risky as it may blow our cover, but we can provide a soldier to us to provide innocent blood. Chai also recalls we don't need the full moon so long as we have a different belief such as Lady Bast's blessing. We arrange to uh, land our offensive in a week to get a new to get a new plane, practice flying said plane, acquire food and supplies, and Matteo to contact the cats for assistance. Before we leave, Jack recalls we need to start the ritual at sunset. So if we fly under the cover of darkness, we need to fly in the night beforehand and camp out for a day. Matteo consults Rebecca and suggests they talk to Norris at the Royal Asiatic Society. Higo is about to go to the airport, but Chai recommends no one leave the house protected by cats without the anti-scrying device currently on Matteo's person. In the meantime, Walter can make phone calls to get most of the equipment, so Mitch and Hugo assist him, while Chai and Thomas read books and Jack has a bath. After consulting Norris, she gives Rebecca a statue for the ritual and to take at least six cats along with them too. We must carve the Eye of Light and Darkness, place the statue, and then cast the ritual in that order. Norris also blesses Rebecca to be able to read Egyptian hieroglyphs uh, in the Black Rites. On Thomas's first instance of reading a book, it goes horribly wrong, and a large flash of light saps his body and mind and hurls him into the garden pond as Dr. Huston appears, extremely pissed off to see the man who shot him in Australia. Recap. Thomas scrambles out of the pond and demands everyone get outside to face off with Dr. Huston. Jack emerges from the bath in his towel, creeps past the door and sends a mind blast at him as the cats begin to swarm. Huston attempts to draw out the blood from Thomas, but he resists. However, the cats are not immune and they explode, erecting some kind of magical field around Huston. Walter, Mitch and Hugo discuss scurrying around the outside of the building to get the guns while Chai and Thomas get into position. As Jack tries to follow, a cat paws at him and restores his magic as Huston gestures at Thomas. Hugo has not gone for his gun but is instead preparing a spell as Chai unleashes Kung Fu. Jack attempts another mind blast but it blows up in his face as Rebecca and Matea arrive back from visiting Nerisse, blissfully unaware of the chaos but quickly realise what is going on. Hugo launches his spell and shatters the shield and immolates Huston. This is followed up by Chai using the same spell used against her and drains Huston of his power. As Thomas bumbles up to a cat and breaks its neck, he has been dominated. The sight of the spell by Chai almost triggers Jack to attack her, but he restrains himself, focuses his mind and fizzles his spell again. And definitely didn't roll a 100. The cats continue distributing MP amongst the party, whilst Huston, absolutely livid, uses the blood-draining spell on Chai, while Matteo stealthily approaches. Chai staggers, but successfully lands a blow on Huston, just as Thomas snaps out of his mind control and also launches an attack at Huston. The sphere of blood is still gathering and pulsating above Huston, and all the cats are running away, so Rebecca follows them. Huston is dying, so he condenses the blood ball and grabs a hold of Thomas and Chai. Matteo realises what is happening and demands everyone flee as if a bomb were about to go off. He, Mitch and Walter hightail it while Hugo attempts to dream him and someone else away, but it fails so he simply flees on foot. Chai utters the curse of Azazoth. The sphere of blood turns black and opens briefly and reveals that which was named. 
Thomas and Chai fling Huston into the sphere, spaghettifying him as the sphere implodes and vanishes. The high priest of Nialatotep has vanished. Thomas and Chai are very fragile, having looked into the epicentre of everything. They need a psychiatrist and a doctor. Recap. That evening, Walter has summoned a doctor to see Chai, who is rather pale and cold from blood loss. The doctor says she needs urgent hospital treatment or she will not survive the night. As Rebecca informs the others, she wonders if we all need to go to hospital or some of us can stay here so that we are not scried on. But Matteo wasn't aware the house was warded. But the cats confirm those aligned with evil cannot see or enter the house. Everyone convenes in the courtyard while Jack enters Chai's room. She is already in a coma, courtesy of the unteeth critical failed role of the day. Mitch pulls down a driver who can't speak English and we get Chai into the van. Jack and Mitch jump in with the doctor with the anti-scrying device while the rest of us anxiously wait. Chai arrives at hospital clinging to life and is taken into theatre. She's given a myriad of drugs and fluids. She's given a chance to survive the night. By midnight, she is still breathing. So Mitch calls the house to give them an update. All but Thomas are able to get some sleep. While Whilst holding vigil over Chai, her breathing almost stops. Mitch plays as a last-ditch effort a song in the hope of providing Chai some hope and luck, and in doing so, summons Lady Bast herself. Her mere presence is calming to the room, and she pats Jack on the shoulder, casting out the remnants of Nyarlathotep from him. She sits by Chai's bed and holds her hand for a moment, and then declares that she would live, but warns that had she died, the other would have also. Huston's essence was absorbed by Chai and Thomas, and they are now soul-linked. If one dies, so does the other. Bass offers this service for free, but further requests will come at a cost. She departs, informing Mitch that when they reach Kenya, they must reach the House of Isis in central Mombasa, where Nyarthotep's child will be born. If this happens, it will certainly be the end of days. In the morning, Chai awakens, as if nothing had happened to her. She is revitalised and ready for the day. Welcome back to the Masks of Nyarlathotep. 
It is Friday, the 4th of September, 1925. Uh, After some exciting shenanigans where Chai nearly died and you defeated one of Onyarthotep's chief lieutenants on Earth by accident. (laughs) I mean, okay, defeating him was intentional, but actually having a fight with him was accidental. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Thomas. You're welcome. Uh, you currently have three days until you're due to leave. You need to fly. It's currently the 4th. You're leaving uh, in on the evening of the 7th to fly to Grey Dragon Island, glide gently to a halt on a reef outside the island so the deep ones don't detect you. Brackets, we think this will work. Close brackets. No, we 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 we, we tested it with models. It'll be fine. And then you have to camp out for the entirety of the eighth without being seen by anyone on the island. Then during the night of the eighth, perform the Eye of Light and Darkness without being disturbed or seen or heard. Then camp out for the entirety of the ninth of September and wait for the moon to come up to see if the Eye of Light and Darkness turns on. When it's been said like that, does anyone else feel like we're making a terrible mistake? Look, it's look, a fucking sound plan. Look, I, uh, the way Arona uh, Arona said we practiced with models made me think that at some point we've constructed an elaborate Doc Brown style model, <laughs> complete with the whole. Uh, and at this point, the plane glides into a thing, and we just flick a thing, and the plane just careens into a rubbish bin, and we're like. Don't worry, it's just a model. <laughs> I'm absolutely staggered that this is our best plan, but it is. <laughs> uh, you have arranged most of the equipment you require, except for one very important thing, which still needs to be sorted out. Hugo needs to go and look at the seaplanes. And actually practice flying them. And That's take a point. If they don't to... actually have a seaplane here... Uh, he has tracked down four seaplanes, okay. but he doesn't know much about them. He needs to go and see them to see if the, any of them are any use. You go uh, need to see the seaplanes. Jack is going has departed to assemble his uh, new China rebel soldiers yep, onto I've done a that. boat. Not you, Jack Brady, the competent Jack, <laughs> the non-evil Jack, not the jackass. Oh, <laughs> I'm feeling very attacked. <laughs> Does anyone else feel that at some point over the next day or so, we really need someone to try and find some sort of way for us to bug the fuck out of there when it inevitably all goes wrong? Oh, you want a plan B? Yes. I think this is plan B. I think you kind of need a plan Q by this point. <laughs> Ah, Q, the letter that comes after B in the other. (laughs) B and Q. Anyway, if you. Uh, Hugo needs to check the planes. Uh, Jack has preparing his um, rebel soldiers to storm the island after the Eye of Light and Darkness is in effect. Because your plan is once the Eye of Light and Darkness is up, 
all the evil cultists will have no ability to call upon the Arlthotep's evil powers, and it will be easier to storm the island. Maybe. <coughs> hmm. We've also asked Jack Brady's crew to kind of harry the island for the days that we're there, haven't we? No. Not, not engage, but... No? They're not coming anywhere near it because of the deep ones who will just surge out of the water and drag their boat to the watery depths. They're going to be sailing past in the distance as a sort of, yes, we're just scouting the place, but they're not doing anything to the island. Yeah, that's what I kind of meant. Right. I just okay. kind of classing the whole thing as the island. How do we? How are we signaling them once we've um, uh, saved the approach? Well, the uh, Eye of Light and Darkness should open on the 9th, and uh, then Jack will invade that evening. Yeah, basically they're going to be attacking at that point, regardless of if we're deep one fodder at that point. Yeah, you, you have no way of communicating with him. Bear in mind... If we don't succeed, we're not going to be alive enough to care if they're going into a funeral <laughs> battle. I would, I, I would say, don't we have radios? But this is a Call of Cthulhu game, so the second we go within, like you know, fifty miles of the island, all radio communications just going to be. I mean, you'll have to check to see whether your seaplane has a radio. There's or, or, also the fact that the cultists will have radios on the island, probably, and just go, oh, look, people are chatting near us. What, what, what usually happens if you use a radio in Call of Cthulhu is you'll get a pre-recorded message from Noel. Um... <laughs> now, now, the uh, uh, was it? Bert- Bertram Hawkshaw radio show was a stunning success. <laughs> Uh, I was just reading through my spell list to see if I got anything useful, and there's there's this great one, right? Like it sounds fantastic, but it is so awful. <laughs> so like it's it's a magic spell that you cast, and it makes it makes everyone around you sort of ignore you, right? Like so you, it's you're not invisible, but like people don't notice you, so you can get up to shenanigans as much as you like, right? Um, but the problem is, um, it takes twenty, um. Uh, yeah, it it takes seven days to cast. Seven days, yeah. seven days to cast. You can only cast it at night under a full moon, so that narrows down the days you can cast it to like two <laughs> in a month. Um, and uh, it affects everyone, so all of your friends and family yeah. will ignore you for a month. <laughs> I I very nearly decided to actually cast oh, Liza. It's so awful. I love it. Like, like anyone who wants to talk to you or even notice you, like, like if they know you exist, they have to pass a hard power roll to be able to talk to you, to remember you exist. That seems, yeah. that seems like one of those spells that, like, you've made uh, an NPC who can set it, set it all up out of game time because no player would ever go through the faff required to make that happen. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. I, I can't... I, I can't imagine a situation where you'd want to be completely unnoticeable to every to every human being for a month. Didn't Gwyn have a spell very close to this in Deadlands? Uh, yes. I had Pro- great fun with that, I think. Probably that. wasn't for a month. It wasn't. It was for like a couple of hours. Yeah. Anyway, oh, wow. um, so it is the morning of the 4th of September. We will just check where everyone is. Chai, Thomas, and... No. Chai, 
Mitch and Jack are still at the hospital, and everyone else is in the breakfast room at the little house, except for Rebecca, who's... Oh, no, where's Rebecca? You're all in the little house that you hired in Shanghai. Uh, There are cats ambling around the place, doing cat things. Yeah, that checks out. Stealing your kippers. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Walter is also around. So, uh, are there any preparations or things people would like to be preparing for before you depart? Hugo, I believe, will probably want to go to the airport. I figured as such, I kind of want to, you know, test glide the planes a few times. Actually practice the manoeuvre. Uh, who are you taking with you? Uh, uh, remember, co- the, the house is warded. Anytime you leave the house, you are not protected from being spied upon by dark forces. Unless you I, have the conch. I am merely going to the airport as a as a pilot. That is what I am doing. Like, and people can't. People uh, and I am going up in a plane. But you can't magically spy on me unless you're in my plane. Um, what? I'm not sure that how, that's how it works. That is not how it works. It the fuck's wrong with you, Nido? It, you know what I mean. You can't overhear my conversation if I'm in a plane. Um, yeah. They can spy on you flying a plane around, though, and go, hmm, why do they need a plane? A seaplane, no less. Because <laughs> I'm a pilot. And here I am on my secret volcano island lair. Hmm, why might they need a plane? Regardless, Please, Nido, you're, you're doing this. This is all academic because I still need to go and do all this. <laughs> yes, but you should so... probably take Matteo with you with the anti-skying device. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Don't guess I guess be scried. I guess I guess Matteo can come along as well then and be a. a passenger on this test flight. Sorry, what? what's this plan? Uh, um, I'm taking you on a death-to-flying test flight. Hugo needs to go and pick a seaplane for your cunning plan, and therefore he needs someone who, you know, you, you or you need to hand over the anti-scrying device to someone else to go with Hugo. Can't I just take the anti-scrying device with me? You could, if Matteo wants to give it to you. If, if I'm allowed to hold it. It's probably a good idea for us not to just wander off by ourselves. If we get I'm not going off by myself. I'd probably be taking my um, co-pilot with me, wouldn't I? Um, oh, your mechanic. My mechanic. Uh, possibly. You left him in the other hotel, though. <laughs> You'd have to go get him, then. Right, what was uh, his name? I, Robert? Nido's got it written down somewhere on his character sheet. One would hope he knows who his NPCs are. Anyway, Walter is like, uh, it's Matteo or um, Rebecca, do either one of you want to go with, or do both of you want to go with Hugo to the airport? It's probably safer um, that we go around in um, a group. A group of three probably is safer than a group of two. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind going. Miss Rebecca? Uh, yeah. Um, Unless you have something else you want to do to prepare. Uh, 
Well, I'd just be reading and I can read when I'm in a plane, I guess. Okay. Uh, Thomas, um, did you want to stay here or do you want to go to the airport with them? I didn't suggest you initially because you've kind of just been hurled into all of this crazy nonsense without uh, much choice. Yeah, I, I I don't answer for a moment. I'm just sort of spooning my cornflakes, staring into them. Gently cuddling his cornflakes, that's yeah. a bad sign. Okay, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll stay here. Oh, you've got your MP back, by the way, Flinty. You've slept. Oh, okay. Everyone has slept now, so restore your MP well, uh, hopefully, Mitch and um, Jack will be back shortly with an update on how Chai is doing. Um, but we probably can't wait for them to arrive. So um, as soon as everyone finishes breakfast, I'll arrange a taxi to take you to the airport. I uh, will ask... Uh, I'll ask... Um, who's, uh, sorry, when you say... Sorry, which which NPC were you being there? Walter. Walter. Uh, I will ask Walter if he can give my engineer a call and ask him for me to sit at the airport as well. Um, why isn't he here with us? Why did you leave him behind again? Uh, there were some shenanigans, as I recall, with people dancing around, going to different locations, and I couldn't keep track of everybody. Because I disappeared for a while. Which started with you just randomly going off. <laughs> yes, yes. We, 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 haven't we all casually run away in the night at some point? <laughs> Um, okay, uh, well, I will give Raymond a call and uh, ask him to meet you at the airport. Plus, plus he knows plus he knows nothing, so he's had a bit of a weird thing where we ended up in Shangri-La. That's the only instance of weirdness that he's directly exposed, I believe. You took him to Shangri-La? Yes, mm. it was a lovely side jaunt. He's a little confused, but he's not entirely sure how we got there or why. He's not been exposed to the Wibbles, as far as I know. Well, um, his his bosses were sorcerers. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name again? Raymond. Japanese blood is still useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ticking the box. I'm ticking the box. <laughs> new allies are friends, not harvestable resources. <laughs> it's not really new anymore. He's been with us for ages. Doesn't matter, it still counts. He's still a friend and he's still not a harvestable resource. Ah, <laughs> uh, isn't he though? Right. <laughs> no. Breakfast comes to an end. Uh, Rebecca, Hugo, and Mitch, not Mitch, Matteo, uh, you get in a taxi to take you to the airport. Matteo, the Mitch of the seas. So that's Matteo, Hugo, Surely. Rebecca. Surely the Mitch is the Mitch of the season. Yeah, I think Mitch is the Mitch of the season. <laughs> Literally the same. Yeah. <laughs> same as uh, you head off to the airport. So, uh, you have left. You have. No, you're staying. You yeah, have yeah, traveling by man. You have left. Um, Thomas, what are you doing? Walter is going oh. to wander off and continue making phone calls about supplies. Um, You're all alone in the house except for a bunch of cats and um, Walter, who is on the telephone. Uh, I'll probably sit in the garden. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, I'll probably just sit in the garden, um, just quietly, maybe petting a cat. And I'm just, I'm just staring at where it happened. Yeah, I forget what terrible thing happened to last uh, week. 
Uh, you tossed Huston into a portal to Azathoth. Um, <laughs> and Chai and Thomas saw more than they were meant to see. <laughs> oh, so much. I mean, um, it can't have been that bad. Thomas's sanity is 91. <laughs> yeah, we lucked out on those sanity rolls, I seem to remember. You both did. You both rolled mm. critical successes. But you still saw things that you... Okay, Thomas, you're just kind of decompressing, and I will... Um... I thought you were going to say decomposing. <laughs> we all are, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, meanwhile, at the hospital, Chai, um, Hello. the doctors are astounded by your recovery. Um, uh, there are several doctors and a couple of senior doctors. None of them quite wanted to believe it at first, but, yeah, you are as fit as a fiddle, and they can't see any reason to not discharge you. Uh, apparently, they're really good doctors. Yeah, so Will good. I, Will Wonderful. I, oh, oh, no, yeah, she got better. That's fine. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they thought you were going to die. They gave you all of the various treatments you give people who have suffered severe blood loss. and um, It worked. It worked. In China in the 1920s or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was what, like rhino husk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we rubbed our strongest poultices on her. I like yeah. so I like, many needles were stuck in me. I like I like the idea that we're slowly going around the world ruining medical science by them thinking <laughs> that these various treatments that they're doing to us are actually successful. Um, so many essential oils. They uh, suggest you might want to use the bathroom to freshen up, uh, get changed, and uh, they'll discharge you. Uh, they'll just go and tell your friends who are in the waiting room the good news. Yay! I use the bathroom and freshen up. Uh, Mitch and Jack, you've been shuffled off into a waiting room whilst the doctors were examining Chai, and uh, the young English doctor comes in and he's all like, um, Mr. Cady, Mr. Jarvan, um, sorry to bother you and leave you waiting for so long, but uh, good news, uh, Miss T has made a miraculous recovery. Ah, excellent work, Doctor, I say. (laughs) Um, I love it when doctors say miraculous. (laughs) Um, I want to keep her in for a couple of days, but she was quite insistent that she just wants to rest at home. So are you able to organise transport? Uh, Oh, yes, I'm I'm sure we can pick up a rickshaw outside. I might suggest a car. Keep her out of the open air because it, it's very dusty out there and full of oh, sulphur. Good, good, good idea. I'll, I'll, I'll go and call a taxi. I am such a fragile flower. And uh, which one of you is taking care of the bill? Oh, um, <laughs> pat my pockets. We will ask me. We. we... <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, otherwise do the washing up, Craig. <laughs> In a hospital. I will make you paralysed from the neck down. Um, Again, hospital. We'll write you a check. How about that? Is there somewhere you want us to forward the invoice to? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I, um... Uh, God. Like... Roll your intelligence for me. I don't, I don't think God's going to pay for it. Remember who we're working for. 
Well, yeah, I, I understand that, that ultimately we can send send the bill to, to the Vanderbank, but um, <laughs> like I, I'm having trouble even remembering which of the dozens of safe houses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you can just take the invoice and be like, yes, we'll get this paid. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that's that's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, uh, he gives you an invoice. I'll just I'll just give it to Walter. It's quite a steep invoice. You're oh. really glad you're not paying it. Well, oh, I was amazed considering they didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> it's her life as far as they're concerned. Yeah, that that lets you uh, that lets you add a surcharge on top. Yeah, how good couple, we were. Couple of extra zeros for excellent service. Uh, Nido is turned to a fluffy protegen. That happens. Hmm. Okay. Um, after the paperwork has been filled out, Mitch and uh, Jack, you're allowed into Chai's room where she has, is looking. She's looking really good. Considering hey, like guys. last night, she was like white as a sheet, practically on death's door. Now she's all rosy cheeked, bright eyed and wearing her usual outfit. What are you dressed in, Chai? Mm, hadn't really given it much thought, honestly, recently. Uh, <laughs> probably... Um, uh, when I'm on the expeditions, I'd normally be in fucking khakis, which would be really, really frowned on and unaccepted in most modern, I say modern, most areas in polite societies. But um, Are you just in a dress? Yeah, I guess. I've got my khakis on underneath it, though. She's in a really pretty silk dress in Chinese style. <laughs> and... Uh, Talk to one another. So, we can go now, right? How are you feeling? I am feeling perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope that's a permanent affectation. Um, (laughs) uh, Yes, uh, we've we've just called... I'm just going to go and call a cab, and uh, then we can return to the house... It'll be safe there, I say, desperately. <laughs> it was so safe there yesterday. <laughs> yeah. God, this all happened just yesterday. <laughs> yes, e- everything will be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will be maybe when we're done. Let's not, not lie to ourselves, though. This is far from over yet. You pile into a cab. It drives you back across Shanghai, and you arrive at the house. As you arrive at the compound, uh, there are several delivery trucks and various uh, uh, delivery drivers unloading boxes and bags into the porch. And Walter is ambling around, like, accepting deliveries and checking things off a list, and he's like, ah, you're back. Oh, hello, Walter, I say, passing him a bill. He, he takes it's like he looks at Chai and he's like, Well, considering Chai nearly dead, uh, well done, doctors. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did their best, I say, um, <laughs> in a very flat tone of voice. Uh, he looks bye. at Chai again. Well, Chai is up and about and walking and not dead, so clearly they did, and that's all I want to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thomas is in the garden. <laughs> Everyone else has gone out. I think I need to go talk to Thomas. I'll, yeah, um, yeah. I, I check Chai for like baseball bats or. 
she, I mean, she's a walking yeah, jujitsu machine. She doesn't <laughs> need baseball. <laughs> I, re- I re- realize it's futile. Um, <laughs> uh, is anyone trailing after Chai when she goes to look up Thomas? Um, no. I mean, she seems fine. Um, he. We don't really know what caused the whole hustening incident, do we? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I was I was in the bath when it happened. <laughs> yeah, you, you had to fight one of the high priests in the uh, in a bath towel. I came out in a towel, and there's like this gigantic sphere filling with blood. Uh, <laughs> dead cats everywhere. Yeah, dead cats on every. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Who's had a party? Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, where are you going then, Jack? Are you going to go and maybe have that bath that was interrupted? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ruined now. <laughs> no more baths ever. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to start reading some spells out loud out of a book that I've not read before. What, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, excellent! This will be great. I'll um, I'll go. Grab we never, that. never, ever get into Grey Dragon Island. Um, <laughs> What would I be doing? I'm I'm going to go and prepare myself mentally for um, all of the stuff we're doing. How are you going to do that? Uh, I'm going to sit quietly somewhere away from everybody else. <laughs> In the bath? Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> just, just an empty bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mitch, what are you doing? Um, I am uh, probably a uh, big hedgehog. You will need a bigger bath. Why is it so big? <laughs> what? Why are you so huge? No, no, go back on the map. Oh, <laughs> I uh, fixed it. It's time to Godzilla. Because <laughs> Rosset doesn't know how to drag the um, which which of the handles to drag on the. Uh... Occasionally, I catch like the little blue, make them larger. Um, widgets rather than the actual token and then you drag them and then suddenly they're huge. You're like, ah! Uh, the technical term <laughs> for that is the embiggenment handle. What are you doing, Mitch? Beyond being scared by giant jacks. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to help just load the trucks and stuff with the stuff. Which... Okay, roll me your cooking. Uh, ah, that's the wrong one. <laughs> oh, thank God, yeah. <laughs> um, Flinty, just a small point of order. You sound like you're a thousand miles away underwater. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't get the right microphone to work, so I'll try and find an alternative in the break. Welcome to us live from the radio bar. <laughs> <laughs> we got another live to our correspondent from 1921. <laughs> Do you hear us? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you're on the old time radio, Flinty. Well, no, it's, it's because it's because the microphone is in the ear, so my voice is going this way, but the microphone's up here. Yeah, yeah. No, Flinty, Flinty, the problem isn't the problem isn't like the the, the distance the microphone. The microphone literally sounds like you're coming through at like eight kbvs. Like the microphone <laughs> quality is way too low. It's good. It's good. Uh, Flinty, yeah, I find with Google Meets, if you plug in a new microphone, you need to close the call. Plug in the microphone and then rejoin the call, and it will find it. Okay. Um, am I likely to be in a scene in, in the next two minutes? No, no, you've got some time. I right. leave the test. call and then plug everything in, and then rejoin. Flinty, you're unbearable. Recording as well, just to check what it sounds yeah. like. 
I'm not going to lie, I've been sat for the last minute listening to this, thing, dreading. I've just gone to talk to this fucking twat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pull it out. <laughs> uh, gone to talk to him after he's been like like trapped in some sort of void. Okay. Flinty, are you okay? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right. so rise thing. to talk to Thomas. No. <laughs> Don't make me! Uh, Mitch, you are helping unpack, and you really don't like the camping equipment, like the camp cooking equipment that Walter has ordered. You think it looks like shit, and you tell him so. I'm right. And you order, you, you practically make him replace it all. Like, the, the food and supplies are okay, but um, you're like, no, I can't cook on this shit. What's this? This wok is not seasoned. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I've got, cook, you can do that yourself. Fuck's sake. I've got a new wok. Who wants to come and season it for me? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> this is the weirdest dating service. Seasonmycookware.com. I got a new wok for Christmas last year, but it's got some sort of weird coating on it that you need to scrub off first. And then you need to season it. And I'm just like, oh, I need to invite Chow around and accidentally be like, oh, Chow, my wok needs doing. Would you do it for me? And he'll well, do it. So what you're pointing out is you've got a wok for Christmas and you haven't used it in nine months. To be fair, the old wok. To, 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 be, to be fair, like, you know, the reason one needs a wok is for cooking a large amount of food. And that hasn't happened recently. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like, I, I was reading the instructions for how to prepare the wok for use and was like, this is like a seven-page document. <laughs> but anyway, it's really uh, not that hard. Well, Craig, Just... you can come and do it then. Well, I'm not even vaguely close. I'll bring it with me. To get on with it. Yes, get on with it. Uh, Mitch, you are helping Walter with the stuff. Jack is lying in the bath. Are you reading any books in the bath, Jack? Or are you just... Uh... Oh, I've, I've had a fucking day and a night. I just want a nice, relaxing bath. You have a nice, relaxing bath. Roll me your luck. <laughs> you drown in the bath. <laughs> the water is scalding. You burn 90% of your body. Drowning in the bath is what happens if you pass the luck roll. <laughs> oh, gee. What? Oh. Did you mean to roll contact yonks at all? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you've done. <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, I have to take your first roll. No. <laughs> this isn't a game show. I just have a dodgy mouse. Hey, look at it this way. It doesn't matter. You're not atop a stone or metal tower at least 10 yards high. You're in a fucking bath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bath could be on those little kind of like metal pedestal things that they had in that era. So it could be considered some kind of tower, really. 10 yards <laughs> Though <laughs> it's a very tall bathtub, who put this bath in? You. No, I roll my luck. Why am and I no... climbing a ladder to get into the bath? It's deep. I don't roll any sort of contact anything. Uh, you are having a nice, relaxing bath, and you've just settled into the water when the door there's a knock on the door, and water uh, slides a tray in for you. Except water slides into the bath. Hello, hello, water. I didn't realise we had this sort of relationship. No, he has sent tea and actual fresh baked crumpets. Wow, with lashings of butter and jam and peanut butter. 
and there's a pot of coffee and an orange juice. And it's just a really nice little breakfast tray. He's he's had Mitch put together for you. Yay, food! <laughs> Probably just get get Mitch away from him. <laughs> stop stop trying to explain the difference between light cast iron and heavy cast iron cookware. <laughs> he's like, yes, Mitch, go in and go and prepare um, a breakfast tray for everyone. But it was a fail. Ow. Uh. Yes, yes. Mitch has Mitch has not noticed something very important, um, okay. and neither has Walter. But yes, Jack, you're having a really nice, long, relaxing bath. You're like, <sighs> and you've got crumpets, and there's tea, and there's a little picture of the king for you to stare at longingly and salute. You know the sort of things that British gentlemen requires when having a relaxing bath. I'm not sure. I'm not sure every relaxing bath requires a photograph of the king, but all right. <laughs> okay, uh, Chai, you find Thomas just idly petting the cat lying in his lap, sitting in the garden by the pond. Hey, Thomas. Thomas. Thomas is completely zoned out and staring at nothing. Flinty. Oh my oh, god! Oh, oh, worse. How is it worse? How is it worse? <laughs> oh, we love you, Flinty. I can't hear you in here. It's coming out of there. I don't know which mic is working now. I think you are on the moon. Um, <laughs> oh shit! No, the moon landings had a clear connection. <laughs> Uh, I guess you can't see anything in the settings, Flinty, for the Hangout Meet. If you click the three little dots next to the Hangout button, there's a second. And there's no drop-down menu to pick other options. Okay. It sounds okay, like hold on, a Bluetooth, hold on, hold on, because um, this is a right ah. problem. Okay, I I will do stuff via text message to Flinty because like we can't hear. <laughs> I'll go and be the other people for a little bit. Good idea. <laughs> I mean, you sound, you sound amazing, Flinty. You sound amazing. <laughs> Oh, I feel sorry of him because he's clearly getting a bit frustrated. But it's hilarious. How is it worse? How is it worse? <laughs> uh, currently, we're live from the bottom of the ocean. Here's our correspondent, Lindy. Right. Rebecca, Matteo, and Hugo. You are in a car that Walter has hired for you. Who's driving? Oh, we're in taxi, aren't we? Uh, no, he's hired your car because um, okay. he does. You don't want lots of people coming to and fro to your um, secret safe house and seeing you, so he's just hired you a car. Okay, I can drive. Hey, Rebecca, drive. I drive good. Yeah, you, you do drive good. You don't murder everyone on the drive. This is good. Yay! You drive out of Shanghai. You have to drive. 
across the river through the Hokkaido district and out to the uh, airport, which is outside the um, city. It's a it's a quite a nice airport. The British have clearly spent quite a bit of money on it, um, and it's run by a British company. Um, and it is up against the Wang, the Wangpu River. It's a great river. Hmm. Um, uh, you arrive, uh, you head into reception, and the uh, young gentleman behind the reception desk smiles at you. Uh, good morning. Uh, welcome to uh, the airport. How can I help you this morning? I believe I put in a call ahead of time to set up this thing where they show me the sequence and then, then tell them that. Um, I need to remember my surnames. Huh. Hi, I'm um, Mr. Dawson. I'm here to uh, take a look at your seaplanes this morning. I believe I had an appointment. Uh, ah, yes, here we go. They are down at the uh, plane launch dock for you. Uh, there are four, as you, the four that we currently have uh, here that are available to hire. Uh, so if you would uh, care to head on down. Uh, one of our engineers will show them to you. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Um, has um, Raymond arrived as well? No. Uh, Raymond is indeed waiting for you. Ah, yeah. Say hello and ask how he's been. Uh, very confused, Hugo. I mean, you all moved out of the hotel and just left me behind as if you'd forgotten <laughs> I existed. <laughs> that certainly did not happen. <laughs> Um, no. So why uh, why are we looking at seaplanes? Um, well, we're going to be doing some rather exciting aeronautics, I, um, involving a glide maneuver. Um, and I need to see which is the best seaplane to do that with. Okay. Well, are you go- this is uh, Mr. Bambino and Miss Causey. Nice to see you again. Uh, Raymond is a young 20-something-year-old with shockingly bright ginger hair. And you've met him before, obviously. He's uh, Hugo's plane engineer. Uh, And he leads you out. You all head down across the airfield, down to the river. And there are four planes, uh, like, floating off this seaplane dock. Um, roll me your aircraft maintenance, Hugo. Okay. Uh, just by looking at them, uh, the Chung Hung, the Chinese-made seaplane, only has two seats and no cargo capacity. That's too small. The IVLAA Hansa, the Finnish seaplane, also only has two, two seats. There is a okay. Roback Row 4 flying boat, which is more than large enough, but um, you know from reputation, it's really difficult to fly, like really properly hard to fly. Um, and you su- suspect trying to glide it safely uh, to a gentle landing with no engines is not going to work. These things are notoriously difficult to control. Even the fourth with an engine. one. 
The Saunders Kickywake, the British uh, sea boat, has enough space for seven passengers and has four integral cargo planes, uh, cargo bays. Okay. I guess, well, we'll immediately need to... I, I think um, we're going to have to focus on this one as the potential one. Um, I, uh, can I, I guess, have a chat with the um, airfield engineer to see how the see the state of the plane? For a full inspection. Yeah. Uh, roll uh, aircraft maintenance with three bonus dice because you've got uh, Rebecca, Matteo, and Raymond wandering around with you, also looking it over. The, uh, okay, so that's successful. Let's see. I've got three bonus dice. The, the major downside to this plane is that um, it, it has a system that automatically plays those magnificent men in their flying machines whenever you're in the air <laughs> continuously <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> Okay, well, we technically got an 18, 18 there. Yeah. yeah, the 18 is more than enough. That's a... Is that an 18 or an 8? It's an 8. Is it yeah, a, it would be an 8. Oh, yeah. Oh, I rolled a, t- oh, yeah, I rolled a 10. Is. Yeah, 8. Yeah, but yeah. it's a... Extreme! extreme success! Uh, the Saunders Kittywake has more than enough cargo space for your cargo. The problem is... It only has seven seats, and there are seven of you, plus Walter, plus your new China um, companion, plus a basket full of cats. Would we bring Walter? Walter probably will stay in Shanghai, uh, but you won't be able to take the aircraft engineer with you, or your uh, soldier with the innocent blood. We have time. I would like to see... But I'd like to do... I'd like to see if we can prepare, have, have, have some ground crew get ready to add <coughs> additional seats into the cargo base. Um, because generally speaking, that's something you can do um, and add additional, uh, like screw additional seat. You know, it's not it's not like modern day, it's not like modern day aircraft where they all have to be very carefully like go through. I mean, checks. no, just screw the just screw some seats into the cargo bay. It's fine. Yes, um, sometimes <laughs> they can just screw a bench in as well. I mean, it's yeah. not like you know. Yeah. Yes, he can. Uh, Raymond has a chat with the uh, engineers here at the air. Well, we can replace a couple of the seats with benches, but then you're going to have a weight problem. Um. Well, Remember. how much cargo? Uh, what's the maximum? What? How? What's the maximum amount of cargo that this thing can carry versus how much we want to take with us? Because it's not like we've weighed the amount of cargo yet. Yeah, well, exactly. You don't know. Mm, we might just have to leave a few things behind. Um, you're going to have to work that out as you're loading it. Choose, yeah. choose which of your limbs is your least favourite. <laughs> Left <You're> leg? Only... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't split people in half. Okay. Um, but no, we'll, we'll work that out in terms of like how many, how much stuff we can bring versus the amount of the, I highly suspect we've over-prepared in terms of the amount of cargo because... This is a 1920s called Cthulhu game. We always bring like 50 pounds of jam with us when we don't need to. So, um... <laughs> hey, one of these days that jam will be useful. <laughs> one day, <laughs> but not today. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll have to work that out. However, I think the most important thing is we need to do a shakedown test of a unpowered landing. Um, and Raymond uh, stares at you and is like. Why are you doing an unpowered landing in this? 
you do realize how difficult that's going to be, right? This thing is made of wood and iron spars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are going to, this is going to be, uh, like I said, uh, aeronautics. <laughs> well, I um, will make sure you're all fit and ready to go, boss, and I'll <laughs> wait with you here at the airport with Mr. Partridge. <laughs> look, no one no one has to go up with me per se, this is a test flight, I may bring a parachute um uh, Nido, we can't hear you if you walk away from the microphone I, oh, hold on I thought I'd switch the I thought I'd be on my ear no, every time you walk yeah. out the room yeah, when you walk out the room Clinty, you sound like a normal human being problem. you fixed yes, it welcome back Flint Thank you. Um, did I miss anything for recap purposes? Uh, they've, they, they've picked a plane that can fit you all in and not the two-seater little hobby plane. Okay, I joined, I joined in time for that. I just wondered if there was anything between that. <laughs> oh, uh, nothing really. exciting. I had a bath. Okay. There you go. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, sorry about that. It, just, it, it popped a little message saying, we've switched to your headphones. Only for listening, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wandering away anyway? Because I'm walking around, Craig. It helps me think. Um, okay. He's got the, the fidgets. The so yes, I, I'm basically thinking that, like, for safety reasons, anyway, I should go up and just do this as a test flight. Um, a simple thing, basically testing an unpowered landing with this plane. Um, while it's unladen, but still. Um, Raymond frowns and is like, are you really sure you want to try an unpowered landing okay. in a plywood and fabric covered seaplane? Okay. Um, is it just us or are the air, or are the airfield people still around? They're still around. Okay. Can I, I, can I ask for a private word with Raymond then? Um, I mean, they're, they're preparing the plane. They're they're currently working out which seats to remove to add benches. Yeah, I, I have a private word with Raymond, which is um... well, Rebecca and he, Mateo are here. Are you sending them yes. away? I mean, no, they can come. They can come with. I'm just thinking about how to explain this to Raymond. Um, okay, look, Raymond, the area that we're approaching, we have to do so silently. Um, if I can't exactly explain right now, but um, I've I've been asked to take part in this. I shall we say clandestine uh, affair, um, right. in order to deal with some unpleasant people. Okay, um, so I just want to make sure you're fully aware. This is the Saunders Kitty Wake. Okay. It first flew in 1920. It made several test research flights and then was scrapped in July 1921 as not being fit for purpose. Oh, good. This is here in Shanghai for a reason. <laughs> mm. Is there anything we can do? What, what, why, when they say not fit for purpose, what, what was the purpose that it was not fit for? Like um, the answer is flying. <laughs> I'm going to be coming across landing in the sea safely. Oh, okay. On the plus side, we're not exactly landing. It's more of 
dipping. Um, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm, I'm there, aren't I? So. Yeah, yes. here, if, if I may, well, there seems to be a lot about this one plane. There are still others? I, I indicate those are too small. Okay. That one is the size of a small moon. Yeah. This is the only one that's the right size. I mean, we could try the Rawback Row 4, but it's... Well, come over and have a look at it, and you'll see what I mean. Let us inspect this giant monstrosity of a plane. Uh, hang on, I've lost the picture of it. All right, this is the actual definition of a flying boat. It is a boat with wings on it. I'll send you what it looks like in Telegram. Oh, Telegram, I was looking at Raw <laughs> a boat with wings on it. It is uncovered. You sit in it like you would a speedboat, and it has wings and two massive engines. Very little cargo space. Mm. I'm not entirely sure it would carry eight of you. It might carry eight no. of you. <laughs> and, and there's no cover, which I'm not sure is going to be very popular with our passengers. So it's made of metal. It does land safer on the water. Um, it's just massive, clunky, has no cover, and doesn't have the best cargo capacity compared to the Kitty Wake. So you're really going to have to decide what you what is more important: landing yeah. on the water or. Um... Do you have a photo of the Kitty Wake, the other the other plane? Because I haven't seen that. Yet. Yeah, on it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Looking at this thing, that anyone is going to be that excited about flying that particular plane, especially me. <laughs> not really a plane. No, it's a flying boat. Mm. I was expecting something more like what was it? Ducktails? Or well, not Ducktails? Yes. What's the other one? Tailspin. Tailspin. Yes. <laughs> Everyone wants the sea duck. The sea duck is fucking magnificent. Yeah, the, the sea I duck mean, would be lovely, but uh, isn't invented for another uh, sixty years. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I was picturing something more like the sea duck when you said seaplane. So, yeah, we're not <laughs> quite there yet. It's nineteen twenty-five. There aren't many seaplanes to choose from. Do we have a time spell? Some kind of time travel spell? Um, oh, oh, you want to travel through time? All right. <laughs> yes, yes, you do actually have a time travel spell. I'll go forward to get one, drive it back. What's oh, um? Yeah. What, what would be what would be less suspicious than us turning up in the fucking spruce goose, <laughs> 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 the biggest plane ever built? <laughs> wow! I mean, if you're going to travel back in time, you could fill the spruce goose with bombs and just carpet bomb Grey Dragon Island. <laughs> okay, well that's a good plan. No, we um, no, we can't travel into the future because um, if we go more than about six months into the future, there's nothing there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a paradox! Is it? Um, so hang on, but how does time travel work? Is it the paradoxical uh, time travel, or is it alternate uh, dimension time travel? I'm I'm going by um I'm going by Doctor Who's Pyramids of Mars rules. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> where if you if you don't fix the problem and you travel into the future, then Earth is just a dead planet. Uh, I would say it actually has to be Bill and Ted rules because I watched both of them over this weekend. <laughs> Bill and Ted rules basically saying that we're allowed to pull anything out of our backsides at any point as long as we at some point in the future go and put it there. Yes. that's that's definitely how we role play. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, that's fine. Except for us, it's going to go and ask a road to fetch those rules from that game, which specifically has a rule yeah. set designed for that. Was, where we will was... then just implode on ourselves. Then when we start being too jammy, I was just thinking about <laughs> continuum. Yeah, like um, you could you could do stuff like that. Like uh, the like the example in the rule book is like um, you reach down, you're feeling lazy, you reach down to next to you in the chair, and you just drink the cold beer that's there. Um, and you accumulate one point of like frag, and uh, <laughs> if at some point in the future you don't put it, you don't get it from the fridge and put it there. You keep accumulating frag until the universe just erases you, rather than <laughs> rather than have you cause paradox. You just never were. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You can open the time portal. I'm sure the time puppy and the furious Egyptian queen won't. Yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm like, we've got to avoid time travel at the moment because um, we've we've really pissed off everything that could possibly go wrong if we do. It. I like I like the idea that Arona is being hounded by time puppy. So we've got the chrononauts problem. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Raymond is like, if you want a stable gliding landing. I suggest the seaboat. Mm. It's, it's it's not pretty. It's uncomplicated, but it will let you glide safely to a landing. Whereas if you try to glide to a landing in the kitty wake, you're liable to crack the plane into three pieces when you hit the water. <coughs> because it is made... It's not designed for powerless landings. Is there anything that we can do to strengthen the plane? before attempting this like add more I, I mean it would reduce the carrying capacity but like add additional struts <laughs> I've played Kerbal Space Program <laughs> you really don't understand how planes work do you Hugo no you I don't, don't because I'm a role player in the 2021 I don't know how planes work my character does let him decide whether or not this is a good idea yeah, one of one of the, one of those seaplanes. It's got it's got those windows like on the Dreamliner where they uh, they have like polarized LCDs in them to make them uh, make them dark rather than a little curtain. I would I would like I would like to either roll my aircraft maintenance, maybe combined with my maths to work out if I can work roll out a way to strengthen the plane. Your mathematics at hard. Mm. We're all going to die in that plane. Oh, <laughs> hard success. Okay. Um, you uh, find a drafting board and throw it badly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> throw it. I don't need this at all. Uh, you take the plan for the kitty wake and sit down and start doing maths. Uh, Rebecca and Matteo, uh, Hugo and Raymond are having some sort of engineering argument about the kitty wake. Uh, what are you two doing? This all seems to be very like, um, from the sounds of it, Hugo is is like, look. If we just do this, and Raymond's like, oh, I guess that might help, and he's sounding baffled at why Hugo is suddenly a savant. Um, what are you doing, Rebecca, Matteo? Uh, if it's not 
anything to do with electrics, I'll probably just get to some reading. Okay, you're going to read a book. Matteo, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't think I want to get involved. I mean, I can offer to help if anything needs, like... Punching? Fixing. (laughs) Uh, But I'm not... I'm only... I'm I'm very much an amateur in that area, so I can't do much. Okay, you're just going to sit and have a nice cup of coffee and read, uh, read the news and just let the engineers get on with the engineering problem. Yes, keep. I'm, I'm keeping out of it. Okay, uh, Rebecca, what are you reading? Uh, I am continuing my skim read of scrolling of scrolls. What scroll? I need the name of the book. Oh, the Black Rites of Lovecraft. It's not called the Black Rites of Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I heard the Black Rites of Lovecraft. So <laughs> of Lovecraft, yeah. <laughs> okay, roll me your Egyptian hieroglyphs. Okay. It's the Love Crab. <laughs> No, no crabs. Uh, okay. Uh, you are translating hieroglyphs. We will mark off a day of skin reading. Oh. As you're sat there, eventually, Matteo, roll me your electrical repair, please. Uh, do you mean... Not electrical repair. Your... Mechanical repair. Yeah, that one. Operate electrical machinery. I uh, did you not. Get a, you get a bonus dose because you're working with like the uh, aircraft, the airport engineering crew. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you can tick it anyway, though, because you're working with them and you've offered to help, and they've mostly got you handing them tools. Uh, I've been practicing. Sure. They are disassembling part of the flying boat and removing the fabric panels from the kitty wake and like following Hugo's rather ingenious uh, design work to incorporate the um, metal plating from the front of the flying boat into the front of the kitty wake so that when it hits the water, it will be sturdier. It is going to reduce your cargo capacity, essentially yes. removing an entire cargo bay um, but it will make it uh, sturdier to land in the water without the engines on. We'll need to... Um, I kind of feel like I want to do a practice run with some weight on board. Do they have well, uh, ballast things that I can use so that I can actually do the practice landing with the ballast on? No. Mm. No. They don't just keep heavy weights around for crazy aircraft inventors to fill their planes with. <laughs> Two uh, elephant seals. See, see, see. I mean, two minds here. One, we have this one plane, and if I break it during the practice landing, well, <laughs> at least I've only killed myself, uh, and the rest of you can continue the mission. Two, uh, I don't do a practice landing, and it all. And then if the boat sinks, well, at least we're all in the right location this time. <laughs> well, there, there is there is something they would have that you can test a practice landing with that's heavy. People. Barrels of fuel, <laughs> and you'll get rid of any evidence. Yeah, oh. they will have loads of barrels of fuel, so okay. you can, you can test how successful the landing will be. But I, I'd advise you to really get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like pressure. <laughs> I uh... roll me your luck, please, Hugo. Oh, oh. no. 
Uh, it'll just be whether or not there's anything to use or whether or not I have to do it an un... Not fit, un... Thing uh, not lucky. 50-50 chance. Yeah, the, um, they get you some empty wooden crates. It's not the best weight, because they're mm. not very heavy, but it's the best they've got lying around. Okay, well, we'll try and we'll distribute those evenly across the plane. Um, that'll be something else to work out when we load up. We'll need to make sure that we actually distribute the weights because if we're not fit, we can't have like you know two cargo bays at the front completely full and one empty at the back. It, it's not going to fly very well. Um, I would also suggest you take um, Raymond's size. I guess I'm going to have to come up with you and see how this thing handles engineering wise. <laughs> Mm. Uh, how, how much am I being paid for this again? It's just like, hang on, hang on. I just need to call my wife and kids. <laughs> I, I tell him, I tell him the Vanderbilts are funding this. Yeah, I'm going to want a couple of thousand, <laughs> maybe more. Um, Magnificent man in their dying machine. <laughs> Miss Corsi, uh... Mr. Romero, are you coming up with us? We could probably do with the extra weight. <laughs> Are you saying very fat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like the fact that like, uh, now that they've finished helping re-engineer the plane, Rebecca and Matteo are just sitting at one of those little iron tables with the umbrella. Like, <laughs> we've got a picture of iced tea, and they're just like, nah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> are you going up with the test flight? Um, it's what very exciting. Mate- what is Matteo doing? Um, I was probably going to go along. Yeah, I will indeed stay with the anti-scrying device. (laughs) (laughs) You're just running the calculation in your head of, like, which is more dangerous, being without the scrying device or being in In this this plane? (laughs) Oh, that reminds me, Hugo. Um, Roll me a D20, please. A flat D20. Oh, interesting. Where it comes up. 12, okay. whatever that means. Uh, if you look on your backstory tab, Nido, in a moment... There may be trouble. <laughs> okay. Uh, is this under the section, yeah. which is now quite large? Yeah, at the bottom. Okay. The bit that says solved. Oh, okay. Okay. You've cool. been doing maths. Okay, okay. Cool. Slowly goes up. Okay. Um, okay, you are ready for your test flight. You're all on board the Kitty Wake. Um, Raymond is sitting in the co-pilot seat, flicking switches to start the engines, and he's like, well, um, it was a pleasure flying <laughs> with you, Miss Corsi, Mr. Romero. Let's see how this holds together. Meanwhile... Uh. <laughs> Chai, you finally got Thomas <laughs> out of the uh, um, radio booth where he was. Uh, it sounded like he was a, uh, or maybe he had his head stuck on the water in the pond. I don't know. Uh, but yes, you find Thomas sitting in the garden with a cat in his lap, slowly petting it. Hey, Thomas. Chai, you're you're okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm good even. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. What how about that yesterday, huh? Bit of a doozy. <laughs> yesterday, yes. 
So, <laughs> what happened while I wasn't here? Uh, nothing. We just waited for you to get better. No strange sensations, no visitations. No, no one came here. I, I, it was, I, I couldn't sleep. I, I was too worried about you and what, and what we saw. Well, things might be about to get better or worse. You might. Let's get you some tea and we'll sit out here in the nice surroundings and then i've got a few stuffs to tell you oh okay better or worse does cover most of it (laughs) yeah Yeah, roll your luck roll in my luck gonna roll my luck luck there it is extreme okay it doesn't start raining wonderful <laughs> i did I, when you said yesterday i just suddenly heard you know yesterday by the beatles playing over the scene as flinty is there staring into middle distance <laughs> so yeah i get tea and stuff we sit down uh, so you remember when we sort of accidentally devoured a servant of nyalfatep's soul <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I, kind of sort of remember that, yeah. So the first thing that might not be great, but then again it might, I don't know, is that if one of us dies, then the other dies too. Vanity check, please. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're taking that well, that's good. I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit concerned when I heard that. But I think we might be okay. The next thing, because our lives are so intricately linked now, when I did nearly die last night, we both sort of got forever bound to being the goddess bast servants for the rest of eternity. Sanity check, Thomas! She's one of the good ones, by the way. Is that why all the cats are friendly now? Uh, you can't help but look up, Chai, and notice that there do seem to be, like, five cats just lounging around you now. In feline, I just go, oh, hey, guys. Uh, there you go. Meow. Yeah. Turn back to Thomas. <laughs> yeah, that that's probably why, um... As much as she did us a big solid, she also kind of likes us because of it, because there's also the whole problem that as much as now if one of us dies, the other dies, if Bast's corporeal form is ever endangered to the point of death on the physical realm, then to keep her alive, one of us will die. Another one, Russet? Yeah. <laughs> I like okay. that better. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know how this has happened. <laughs> At least I'm getting it all out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing that makes me concerned is the fact that obviously you're still very new to all of this. It's now in my absolute best interest to make sure you are prepared 
for everything that we're about to go up against. I um, think Thomas, something that hadn't really clicked now clicks with you. When 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 Chai said hello guys to the cats and the cat said good morning, you understood them one hundred percent perfectly. Yeah, so I, I, I sort of just sort of phase out of what Chai just said and I just look at the cat that spoke. Like what what did you say? Uh, said good morning. How are you, Sir Thomas? Um, a bit shell shocked. Mm-hmm. Would it help if we turned you into a cat, and then all you had to care about was lying in this lovely sunshine? Um, oh, I don't think Lady Bast would like that, considering our little arrangement. I mean, you're both cats anyway. You're just stuck in them. Oh yeah, Thomas, by the way, that might be a thing too. I wasn't certain about that, but I guess that's confirmed. Sammy check, Thomas. <laughs> uh, I like cats. We've got one back at home. So that's okay. Well, you better like them even more now. <laughs> Reduce your sanity by 17, Thomas. Oh. But, sorry, say again? By 17... Jesus, okay. <laughs> a serious amount. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you are learning some crazy shit here, but you have passed them all, so uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not as bad as it could be. Now roll me a d10. I mean, it, it sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, can, can I cut in right there? With what? With a new spell. Uh... You can't right now, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thomas seems to be shell-shocked and retreating further into himself. Now you can cut in. Okay. I cast, or attempt to, this is a first cast, obviously. Eh. Hard success. Please. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, cast Bliss on yourself, Chai, and disappear uh, no, into No, no, not on myself. On Tom. It permits the caster to escape to a mental refuge. The drawback is if the, that the spell's target, if not the caster, is unable to move or defend. Okay. So it implies I can cast it on someone else. It does. I'll permit this. <laughs> the implications... Uh, yeah, Thomas, uh, Chai whispers some strange words and you kind of just find yourself floating in a, almost like a perfect nirvana of calm, gentle, just relaxation and ah, there's no cares left in the world. You're just kind of just sitting there, staring into your tea, comprehending the complex geometric patterns in the steam and just... Completely chilled out. Good. I needed that. <laughs> it's going to be very awkward to role play for the rest of the day like that. <laughs> no, you have to pretend you're like the best hippie in the world. You'd be like... <laughs> That's a point. How long does it last again? Well, oh shit. Three weeks. <laughs> Forty years. <laughs> it doesn't like duration. It doesn't say. Infinite. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess it's a bike, Mr. Tom. Sorry. How long is it? <laughs> no, no, seriously, I can't see a duration. There's a bit that says that you're unable to move or defend themselves physically for the duration of a spell, but nowhere does it say the duration of the spell. Okay, but that doesn't imply that it is a duration. It does imply that, yes. Yeah, it, three magic points per minute of bliss. Hmm. Oh, right, in that case, yeah, I, li- I spent three points, so you've got nine minutes of bliss. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> in nine minutes. Oh, three magic points for a minute, One so no, minute. you get a minute. A minute of bliss, bliss, no longer. (laughs) 60 seconds of ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you eventually come back out of your quiet, harmonious bliss and kind of blink, and you've got a cat on your lap, and Chai is pouring some more tea, and you feel calm. You did feel like you were about to have some sort of maniacal violent outburst and probably lunge at Chai and scab her neck. But no, you, you, you chilled out instead. You were like, whoa. Hey, you man. To, you definitely want a bit more of that. You're feeling I, calm. I feel, I feel like doing a magic spell to counter the known system for uh, too much sanity lost at once is a little bit metagamey. <laughs> it's a spell that Chai has. Problem is, Chai has to be ready to cast it because once they've started going crazy, it's less effective. I mean, she uh, was can expecting I... Thomas to go bonkers because, she... anyway, what are you doing, uh, okay. Chai? Right, uh, at this point, unless Thomas is going to disagree with this, I would probably start teaching him every spell I know to try and increase his chance of survival. Thomas, do you agree to learn Chai's mystic wisdoms? Um, Does it involve that book from yesterday, by any chance? Uh, What book from yesterday? Uh, The... The gods of reality, the one that actually nope. caused this all to happen. It does not touch that book. I have not read that book, so Good. I don't know anything about that book. Good, then, is... then that, that's fine. I'm I'm happy to go along with that idea. Chai, what spell are you teaching him first? Uh, I'm guessing the last four on my list he does actually already have from the whole bastoning. Nope. No? Okay, just me. Uh, oh, he wasn't see. there when she oh, right, downloaded right, okay. knowledge into your brain. Yeah, the, the Wi-Fi connection hasn't been set up yet. Uh, I will go with the one that's supposedly very rare and looks pretty fucking OP, uh, even though I haven't cast it yet. Uh, I'm going to go with Blessing of Bast. Roll me your intelligence chai. Rolling my intelligence. Oh no, it's a dump stat. I clicked it. It's there. It goes. Okay, roll me a hard intelligence, Thomas. As you sixty nine with chai in the garden. Wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah. You start teaching him the blessings of Bast, but he's still a little shell shocked and not really taking it in. That's fine. We've got. Days to prepare for this, in theory. Okay, uh, Jack. Hello, darling. Uh, you have had a really nice bath and mm. a really nice breakfast. You've even had a little nap in the bath, 
It's getting on for about noon, and you're a little bit wrinkly like a prune. Mm. What are you going to do with the rest of your day? Remain in the bath. You you empty the bath and refill it with hot water <laughs> and uh, relax back into the bath. Uh, oh, this is annoying, see, because I, 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 I feel like I should be doing something to prepare, but um, I'm certainly not going to read spells arbitrarily from a book. Uh, because of how that went last time, Flinty. Um, but, <laughs> now, now, the chances of a spell exploding in your face are very rare. Yeah, it's only one in a hundred. You not... could turn yourself into a dog and hunt the cats that are filling your house. Um, I can actually turn myself into a cat as well, so I could, I could do that and troll Thomas. <laughs> Why did you let us die, Thomas? <laughs> I did literally break their necks. Why? <laughs> Why did you sound like a lamb? I'm, that... I'm the ghost of the cat you killed. <laughs> oh. And now you know this. And now you know their sentence as well. <laughs> oh, oh. What are you oh, doing? I like that look on Fincy's face. Uh, I am. Th- Thinking. I'll go uh, be Mitch then whilst you think. Yes, please. Mitch, <laughs> um, roll me cooking. See, you've taken the supplies that Walter has procured for your trip, and the thing that has occurred to you is that it's going to be really difficult to cook healthy, wholesome meals whilst <laughs> you're like hiding on a reef, being splashed with spray and water and the tide coming in. So you're you're kind of like turning the fresh food into stuff that will be preserved and easy to heat back up and like essentially turning them into edible rations and you know a couple of nice meals that will keep and you can just heat up on the stove rather than having to cook from scratch. You might as well cook the meal here in your fully equipped kitchen and then the only thing you have to do on the reef is heat it back up. And then you can be really impressive for everyone when you're like, here is dinner. And they're like, oh, my God, how did you cook that out here on this reef? <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah, so you are actually doing a really good job at preparing the food. And uh, chopping veg, cutting up meat, making pies. Uh, I'm going to assume that this is what Mitch has been doing the entire time whenever he's had those miraculous meals out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, this is what we've actually been experiencing at all. And my, just micro-made. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's doing the Mrs. Doubtfire thing. You know, he's ordered a takeaway and then uh, served it up on Passed plates. Really nice. <laughs> yeah. yes. And that's um, why it always matches the, our lo- location, right? I always, China, Chinese in China. You know, yeah, I know. I mean, these steamed hams are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to go fully traditional and use some traditional Chinese street meats? Absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's all these cats around. No one will miss one or two, right? Ah, you're right. Yeah, and in fact, most of them are in parts, so I already have to cut it up. Oh my god! I've just been scraping it off of like all the surfaces. <laughs> the dead cats have all mysteriously already been cleaned away. Yeah, into my cook pot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Mitch, that's what you're doing. You are preparing. Is there anything else you would like to do whilst cooking? Um, I feel like I should learn something, but I don't really know what to learn. So you could learn one of your new exciting musical songs. I mean, yeah. the last one you played worked out really well. Exactly. It's- so by a hundred percent success rate, hundred percent good. So what could go wrong? 
Oh no! You could play one of the songs you know, or you could learn one of the ones you don't yet know. Uh, go on then. You're going to learn a new new. Yeah, song. I'm just just going to my spells. Which ones I've got? Um, see, song. Hmm. Hmm. I think which ones sound like they ought to be useful. I mean, soaring jigs sounds useful if I don't like someone. Do you want to try soaring jig and see what happens? I don't want to try it. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, don't want to say that's going to kill us all. It's uh, always the ones that sound the most useful, the, the most useless, and the ones which sound the most useless, the most terrifying. Uh, I still remember when Flinty was all like, I'm going to summon the Sultan and have a nice little chat with him. <laughs> okay, I'm, l- I'm going to learn Pipe Song, but without playing it. Do you want to learn the music for Pipe Song? All right, let me look it up. What does this one do? Oh, okay. Roll me a, oh, o- a harmonica roll, please, at hard. A harmonica? Hey! And now roll me an intelligence roll. Hey, I'll add that to your spells. I've got a terrible feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's already on your spells. Are you saying you've got a bad feeling about this? Mm. Pipe song. Spell learned. There we go. See? Yeah, that's, that's really <laughs> useful. See? Uh, I think the Games Master is very nice. Cost two MP. Um, one D six, and uh, we give you four Cthulhu Mythos, <laughs> which reduces your maximum sanity by four. Which is okay because I've still got a sanity of ninety nine, so down to four is like you know ninety five, right? Yeah. There's no way you could have a sanity of ninety nine at this point in the game. I'm a fucking sailor, mate. Nothing scares me. And um, Arona did that thing where he got you all sanity and power back. Yeah. Or was that in Act on Cthulhu? I think that was in Act on Cthulhu. Okay. Can you, uh, can you do it again, please, Arona? <laughs> Arona, uh, Mitch, are there any other spells you would like to learn whilst you're uh, you're learning some spells? I don't want to push my luck. You want to push your luck. <laughs> that, that's probably wise. Um, okay, uh, you have a nice afternoon tooting on the harmonica and cooking. So, Jack, we come back to you. What would you like to do? Well, here's the thing. The only book I have that I can learn anything from is the one that I lent Thomas uh, that he uh, he created uh, quite some excitement with last time. Um, I just don't know, really. I, I don't know what I'd do to prepare. I mean, all I can do is is wander around and see if there's anywhere I can be useful with something. So I um, I, I, uh, I, I, I floss my genitals dry with a towel, um, get dressed, 
and uh, wander out to see if there's anyone who needs any help with anything. Okay, you can see Chai and Thomas and a small horde of cats mm. sitting by the pond. They seem to be in deep discussion with each other. And you can see Walter variously sorting camping supplies and tarpaulins and sleeping bags and stuff. And you uh, can hear Mitch tootling his harmonica in the kitchen. I'm staying out of there. The <laughs> 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 uh, the last time he did that, he summoned a god. Um, and saved someone's life. I didn't say it was bad. I just like, I, I'd like the afternoon off from gods. Um <laughs> I, uh, I I I slidle up to uh, ow, sorry. Uh, I I slide up to Thomas and Chai. Hey Jack. Hello Jack. Uh, it it is I Jack. <laughs> yes, How are it you is. feeling today, Jack? <laughs> Have you had your bath finally? Ah uh, yes, uh, it, it was very good. Thank you. Good good. I am very relaxed. I had several minutes of bliss. Oh, lucky. <laughs> uh, I'm not Definite. convinced his bliss was the same as yours. Definitely, yeah. definitely more than one. So, um, question, Jack. Have you ever hurt a cat? Um, the, the answer to this is going to be definitely yes, isn't it? Because I was a cultist for a, for a cult that doesn't like bast, right? You might have sacrificed all sorts of our animals. Yeah. You might just never have got round to a cat. Uh, uh, what, roll me what, 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 hard luck. What, what do I roll to see if I've ever murdered a cat? <laughs> hard roll, luck, apparently. Hard luck. Oh, uh, dear. Uh... Yeah, cats are cheap and they're full of blood. <laughs> so they're really good to, you know, slice them open and use them in the dark sacrifices to Nyarlathotep you used to do. Might have, I say okay. evasively. Okay, we're kind of having a little, so you might be a wizard now, head-to-head chat here. Uh, let's change the topic of our discussion, though. Uh Let's see. Um, um, do you, do you want to join us for our little spell off? Our little knowledge share. Now, uh, are you are you talking about the lady bast? I say, dropping my voice a little bit. Well, there are some things I learned from her. There are some things I've found from other stuff. So, I, basically, long and short, is I'm I'm trying to increase Tom's chance of surviving. Oh, that that sounds useful. Um, I think I, I think I might have been let off with a warning by her. That that's good. I mean, I I was unconscious for most of that bit with think, those two and Bast, wasn't I? Yeah. yeah. I I I think I think I'm going to have to be very nice to cats from now on. I say, reaching down to pat one of the cats. It I moves think that's out of the a... way, so you can't touch it. Oh dear. <laughs> I think it's a terribly good idea, but you'll need to give them some treats before there's any chance they'll let you start the reparation. All of the cats that are now surrounding uh, Jack uh, all start g- mowing in unison, and Thomas and Chai, they're all going fish, 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 fish. But Jack, uh, Jack, all you hear is... Mow, 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 mow. In Jack, yes. Go to the kitchen, get the freshest fish that you can. Get 
one for each of his cats if you can then come back probably deserved i say <laughs> i wonder <laughs> off. uh the, the the horde of cats uh follows jack <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I tell, try and tell the cats, he's going to bring it back. You don't have to follow him. <laughs> no, no, they're following him. Okay. Well, I'm not <laughs> the boss of them, so. So, do I just, as I walk <laughs> off, do I hear Chai just going, meow, 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 meow. You do, yeah. Okay. Mitch, Jack pops into your kitchen. I, I stand in the doorway, seeing as I am surrounded by hundreds of cats. <laughs> hello, hello, Mitch, I say with a faint, desperate edge in my voice. What's, what's wrong? Uh, you, wouldn't well, have, you wouldn't have, say, 18 to 20 fresh fish around that I could have, would you? Don't have to be cooked, it's fine. Uh, let me look in the cupboards. I guess please. I, can... I say desperately. <laughs> uh, uh, let me have a look. Um, um, what's it? Do I have any? Or the what... problem is, you've turned all of the fresh food into meals to be <laughs> preserved, and you've pickled all the fish, or you've cooked it into this risotto, and you don't have any just fresh fish lying around anymore. Please, Mitch. <laughs> Um, sorry, I, d- I don't have any fresh fish. Um, I mean, do they like anything else? I don't know. I say, looking down at the cats. I'm sure we could, like, maybe One call of the our cats. supplier, but it's going to take a while. One of the cats headbutts you uh, <laughs> in the in, in the ankles, Jack. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I, I'm going to the fish market, I say, with a, a, an increasingly <laughs> mad tone in my voice. Yeah, like, like the fish market's got lots there. Like, uh, like, uh, like, it's where we get all our supplies from. I, I turn to the cats and I'm like, you'll have to wait here. They don't let cats in the fish market. <laughs> the cats scatter, uh, but you definitely get a sense that they're watching you. <laughs> <laughs> do I, I maybe mean, have? Do I have maybe some of uh, some of the offcuts from fish, like fish heads and stuff um, like that? The problem is, is you turn those into delicious ration type food as well. Oh, remind remind me not to eat one of the fish head bars. Great, lovely. <laughs> and you've boiled down most of it into stock. But roll me your luck, Jack. And there's this one that he's turned into pemmican. <laughs> I quite like pemmican. I got some for us to try. I picked you? up this uh, recipe in Sweden for uh, pick, uh, for uh, fermented fish. Sustrumming <laughs> uh, all around. That's, yeah. that's the only thing he's made for <laughs> as rations. <laughs> Even the cats are like... <laughs> Roll your luck, Jack. And the Jack came back the very next day. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, um... Mitch does have like a bucket full of fish heads and fish tails and stuff. He kind of offers you that. <laughs> Thank you, I say desperately. I'm like, uh, I, I, I wander back over to uh, to Chai and Thomas with a bucket full of fish heads. <laughs> mm. And how how warm is uh, Shanghai at the moment? Quite in the high thirties. I could, ma- I could oh. make it. I could make it warmer if you like. No, I can make it colder. 
Cron Cross. Um, I can make it cold. The, um, the um, I, I like. I like. Please speak to the cats. Ask if this is fine. I say. Um, I say straight back to you. I'm pretty sure that will do as an appetit. But let's get some proper fish ordered here, because otherwise, I think you're going to have a cat in catty mutiny, a catastrophe, a catty lynching, a catastrophe. You're going to have. Oh, a I'm avoiding that. <laughs> uh, yes, the cats inform you they will accept the fish heads as a token down payment whilst he goes and gets them some property. Oh my god! Yes, exactly what I just said. They'll they'll have it as an aperitif, but. There must be fish. I uh, um I I I I gently lay out the fish head bucket on the floor, slightly further away from uh, uh, Giant Thomas, um, and I, I go to call the fish market. You go and call the fish Jack. Market. We do appreciate that you are trying. <laughs> You've bought yourself time. <laughs> I just don't, just don't want to be nibbled to death by cats. <laughs> Wait, wait. If if those two are cats as well, do they have any inclinations towards desiring fish now, or is it more just on a subconscious level? It's a spiritual thing. Um, mm. you, okay. <laughs> just checking. You, um, Jack, you um, find Walter bemusedly watching this all from uh, the perch, and he's like, um, "Having a cat problem, are we?" <laughs> I put my hands on his lapels and I'm like, please help me order like a hundred crates of fish. Um, I'm not going to even ask. <laughs> <laughs> this way. He, he, he takes you into the kitchen where the telephone is and uh, orders you a crate of a hundred fish. I'm like, hello, yes, fish, please. How many do you have? Yes, that's fine. That'll do. All of them, sir? <laughs> All the fish in the bay. I order a barrel of fish. Yep, you order a barrel of fish. Uh, it arrives in about an hour, and uh, you are able to then... <laughs> you set it up near the cherry tree, and all the cats wander over and take a fish. I'm just I'm just handing them out, like, <laughs> see? See, I'm good now. Uh, Chai, one of the cats turns to you and Thomas and is like, we will allow you to keep your pet. We will not... <laughs> Endeavour to extract retribution for his crimes as long as he helps you defeat the dark cult. I think he's going to be a good boy now, but thank you, and we understand your um, ire. He yeah, used he... to sacrifice us to Nialtotep. Yeah, I had a good see... feeling that was the case. And it doesn't just kill the cat. It kills their soul and gives it to him. Oh, Yeah. He was a very misguided person. But, bear in mind, uh, I don't know that, do I? No. I'm, I'm a lot better now, I say. I've got a certificate. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he does mean well now. Yeah, Jack, it's slightly freaky when Chai and Thomas are just meowing at the cats. <laughs> This this by far isn't the weirdest thing I've seen. <laughs> yes, but you are feeding uh, fish to cats who want to eat you. Um, so whilst this was all going on and he was ordering fish, Chai and Thomas, you can roll me uh, intelligence again. Chai first. Intelligence. Do, 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 do. 
That's a success. BRB. Not success. Did I need to get a certain? You could luck it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you need a hard. No, I'm ah, not okay, no, no. Uh, yes, uh, you are talking, um, Thomas, through the spells you know, letting him know what they do. You haven't quite mm-hmm. got to teaching him how to do them himself yet. I've never done a spell before. It's taking me a little bit longer to that's do the fair. first one. <laughs> There's no rush and no judgment here. Well, that's not true. You have done one spell before. It summoned up to Um, (laughs) I didn't know I'd done a spell. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) That was an accidental Okay, Mitch, uh, you you can roll me cooking again and harmonica again. There's no judgment here except the judgment of Pencross. (laughs) And roll me listen. Yeah, thankfully you haven't spent most of the afternoon listening to your friends meowing <laughs> in the garden. You've been singing some jolly sailing songs about the girl you left in port and some other she sea sea shanties. Sea shanties. Yeah. <laughs> it's been quite good. I have a little question. So I know um, Craig's like Latin was so high that he now thinks in Latin. How high do you, does a foreign language need to be before you start thinking in that one? Basically has, higher than your own. Oh, has, good. I, I, yeah. I, I, it, has think repl- it has to replace your own language for you to start thinking in it. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> okay. my cat is not higher than my English, which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, over time, as you use cat more, you might start to find yourself to- talking in it more. It's going to be great when Mateo's back and you're all three of you are just chatting, uh, chatting around the dinner table in feline, and Rebecca, Mitch, and Jack and Hugo are like, are they talking? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of throws a boot at one of you. <laughs> Walter, they're doing that thing again. <laughs> right, uh, I'm just going to run to the bathroom and then we will return to the airport where we are going to try and not crash your modified seaplane. Fuck's sake. Oh, God. Look, it's fine. We now have maths on our side. Yeah, but they're your maths. Which means I can calculate the exact angle at which to to hit the water to ensure a painless death. Yes. (laughs) It's considerate. Sure. I have fried bread. This makes me happy. Sounds good. Well, I barely ate anything yesterday. I was a bit dumb. <sighs> right. Uh, Hugo. Rebecca and Matteo, you're in the plane with Raymond. Uh, The plane is on. It is ready to go. Uh, Rebecca and uh, Matteo, there isn't much else you can do other than strap yourselves into some seats. I do that. 
Unless there's any magic spells you'd like to cast before you launch. Parachuting out of this isn't really an option, is it? Um, That's the there's pirate. a problem. If you were high enough, it doesn't go high enough. <laughs> it's a... Uh... Okay, uh, roll me aircraft to take off, please, Nido. Piloting. The plane takes off. The kitty wake sails into the air. Um, it's really loud. It's incredibly noisy. You can barely hear each other if you talk to one another um, because most of the plane is still made of a wooden frame with fabric stretched over it, except for the now metal front bulkhead um, and underside. It's a little sluggish. It's quite difficult to control. Uh, but you're up in the air, Hugo. Circling Shanghai. You have a wonderful view of Mount Krankos, um, the large lake of lava in the middle of Shanghai city. Uh, the Wangpu River. You can see the house you all live in. I can see my here. I let them enjoy the view for a bit while I also, um, I kind of want to practice standard maneuvers with the plane first. Um, oh, me, your aircrafting, your pilot aircraft. Just slowly build up familiarity with the plane. Yeah, yeah you fly, you circle, you zoom, you go. So far, Matteo and Rebecca, the plane flight has been quite uneventful. You're circling Shanghai. Are you doing anything on board? Uh, if we are just flying and about, I've seen the view. I might do some more reading. Okay, uh, roll me Egyptian hieroglyphs as you read your book. I'm good. You are good. I will mark off another day of skin reading. The Black Rites of Louvre Calaf. A good book. Yeah, you're continuing to translate the Egyptian hieroglyphs and make sense of what this book is all about. It's um, going on. Well, Matteo, are you doing anything else whilst you're having a pleasant sightseeing tour about Shanghai? You're muted, by the way, honey. I believe I will maintain a state of cat-like readiness. With cat-like treads. Oh, not more <laughs> yeah, you took the words out of my mouth, Russet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Hugo, uh, hour has passed. The plane is a little front-heavy because of the metal um, plating you've attached. Um, and it doesn't have the full weight capacity. Uh, roll me your aircraft maintenance. Yep. And this is going to reduce both your maximum speed and your maximum height. You're not going to be able to get as high as you would like. Mm. So you're going to have to turn the engines off sooner to approach the island. Mm. Roll me your mathematics, please. Okay. Uh, it's quite a simple equation. Engines off, drop rate, 
which will tell you how far you can travel with the engines off whilst dropping. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the new um, weight at the front, uh, you are going your the unaltered maximum weight of the Kitty Wake is six thousand pounds. With the new alterations, and you want to be able to turn the engines off close enough to the island that you can reach the reef safely and not just land in the open ocean. Um, you are only going to be able to take about half of the supplies that everyone was talking about. Or else you're going to turn the engines off and then you're not going to reach the... You're not going to plump, but you won't have enough glide distance to get to the island. That's fair enough. Because you, you, like, you, you shut the engines off, you test how quickly you're falling, you read it on the altimeter, mm. and how far forward you're going, and then you turn the engines back on and resume spinning. Mm. You're able to work out the maps. Yeah, I um, yeah. I uh, make notes as we're going along. Um, when we're ready to do the descent, as more of a skill practice than anything else, um, I um, start to bring us down low and um, take us out to a slightly clear area, um, free from any traffic on the sea or the sky. Um, and then I signal to everybody that we're going to be doing the test landing, the test glide, shortly. Talk to them. Tell them what you've learned. <laughs> wave and get everybody's attention. <laughs> this is your captain speaking. I call you all through to the front with hand signals. Um, well, I'm going to do the uh, test glide now, so if you all want to get strapped in. Okay. Uh, right. You'll find the sick bags under your seats. Oh no! <laughs> I wait till everybody's secure, um, and then I take us down to the off altitude and power down the engines. Okay, roll me a hard. Aircraft pilot roll. Don't kill them, Nido. Don't fuck it up. Oh. Please don't fuck it up. He hasn't fucked it up. <laughs> it's incredibly difficult to glide this plane, and it's not properly loaded. Um, but you are able to glide safely down into the river by the airport and roll up to the dock. Uh, successful test flight. Silent as a ghost. But Hugo, you are well aware that once you load this thing, even with only a third of the supplies you want to take, and all the passengers, it is going to handle like a flying brick. <laughs> well, hmm. it's uh, it'll be difficult, but uh, I feel I feel like it, we're in better stead now that I've actually had a practice go at it. And I'm aware of the dangers than having um, than just going, sure, I'll just do that on the day. Um, I well, Basically, I think I would then spend the rest of the day, once everybody's off, uh, off the plane, um, rechecking the engineering details. Um, I'd probably ask one, someone to go and call home and say, we're going to need to take less supplies so that they can prepare more. 
succinctly for that? Um, and then, that's what I'll be doing. Rebecca, Matteo, who's going to go call the house? Um, uh, so I, I, I guess I can call them. You call the house and you get through to Mitch. Mitch answers the phone because it's in the kitchen where Mitch is currently frying uh, pavlova. Cool. You fry a pavlova? Not convinced you do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's that, um, experimenting <laughs> with experimental baking goods. That that traditional long-term ration dish, fried pavlova. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes it last longer. Because <laughs> no one wants to eat it. <laughs> it's already meringue. No, pavlova's not meringue. Then what is it that Temi calls meringue, then? Oh, no, uh, no, uh, yeah, pavlova. pavlova does have meringue in it, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fried the pavlova. As you do. Yeah, exactly. It's 1920s, everyone has weird stuff. They haven't invented aspic yet. Coming. I was, I was going to say it's going to be fried pavlova in aspic, isn't it? Everything's in fucking aspic. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, Mitch, Matteo, talk to one another. Uh, hello. Muted. You're muted, Mitch. Mitch is. I am muted. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? I hear you. I'm speaking now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, What's up? <laughs> Sorry, just role-playing awkward 1920s phone call. <laughs> I mean, the line is like, "Hello, can you hear us?" Weren't you um? Weren't you supposed to start with like, "Ahoy, hoy"? Ahoy, hoy. Hello, hello. This is Nighthawk. <laughs> Nighthawk is a joke. Okay, I'm going to continue saying words now. Um, Excellent. Over. Uh, the the test flight was successful but difficult that's good to hear like I've been getting these fried pavlovas ready for everyone (laughs) could you uh, pass on that there may be some weight considerations to bear in mind we need to travel Light, very, very light, as light as possible. Oh, okay. Like, what? What kind of? What? Any, any numbers? I mean, I know light is light. But... I, w- I would have given you a sheet of numbers that uh, worked out. Perhaps about half of what we'd originally planned. Ah, which was? Um, I give the numbers. <laughs> Yeah, it's less than a third of the food supplies camping. It's less of a less of a less than a third of the the weight you can take before, which means you, uh, know, you okay. have to work with uh, Walter to work out what the bare minimum is that you can take with you. Yes, apparently it's not really going to work unless we can get down to that sort of ratio. Well, okay. It's going to, I guess, the pavlova, these fried pavlovas are well over it. I'll put those in the bin now. Sorry to disappoint. We're, yes. um, we're, we're reaching the weight limit on the plane where we're going to have to make sure everyone has a big poo before we take off. Yes, we're going to need wafers, just only wafers. 
Yeah, there's pink time. Uh, yeah, everyone's going to have to take some laxatives an hour before flight. <laughs> an hour before? They take two hours to work. <laughs> It'll make it more exciting. <laughs> well, that will be extra propulsion. <laughs> <laughs> oh carpet bomb the entire island. Oh. <laughs> be brown dragon island by the time we're finished. Wow. Oh, I have a sad now. <laughs> you started this. It's going to go on the soundboard now. <laughs> is that on the bingo sheet? I don't think it is. Um, no. <laughs> is, that, is that on the bingo sheet? We aerially bombard an island with feces? No, it's not. <laughs> Do you want it to really? be? I can add yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's in free space. That's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it doesn't count. <laughs> um... Excellent. Well, I'm going to let everyone know uh, the, the news and tell them to start preparing for a stripped-down expedition. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've forgotten. Was there anything else I was supposed to be re- re- relaying at this point? I... No, that was about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just... Uh, Re- Rebecca, make me a hard intelligence roll. Actually, make me a spot-hidden roll first. Okay. No. Okay, uh, you don't notice that happening. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, Hugo, roll mathematics again. Um, right, Mitch, who do you go and talk to? Um, <clears throat> I guess Jack might be. Oh no, Jack's at the market, right? Uh, Jack's back by now. He's currently standing in the middle of the garden, handing out fish to cats. It's two hours for some. Okay, we'll pause for a break then, as. Uh, the airport gang have successfully tested the flying death trap, and it's not a flying death trap, as long as yeah. Hugo so, flies it properly. Hard success, by the way, on the maths. Oh, I'll uh, write that down. And uh, everyone else has had a cat day. Mitch was yeah. coming to talk to Chai and Jack and Thomas in the garden. The cats have mostly been fed and are starting to wander the fuck off. <laughs> Fair. Right, They've had their food, now they're going to have a lie down. Yeah. Yep, so, uh, hey, uh, hey guys. Um, hey, Mitch. But, hi. <laughs> so, got details about the test flight. Oh. Well, they're alive. That's a good start. I know, it was 50-50, I guess, but, you know, they're alive. You're an um, optimist. Uh, I try to be. Um... However, there are some limitations, some quick quo pros on what's, what we can do. So they set up our weight limits, basically reduced to a third of what it would have been. Oh, so you can't take me or Thomas anymore. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, guys. <laughs> no, no, there's plenty of room for one of you. No. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is just sat here sweating bullets the entire time. Uh, do go on, Mitch. There's enough yeah. space for all of the passengers. Yeah, so um, we get we have to find a way of like loading our load and uh, um, yeah, like uh, I, I'm gonna try to. Find, I've already thrown away my pavlovas, which I was cooking. Uh, Why did you throw them away? We could have eaten them still. Just yeah, before we left. It's a good point. 
Scoop them out. Waste <laughs> is criminal, Mitch. It's too late. They're, they're in the yeah. bio-reactor. I mean, I was frying them for some unknown reason. I just like felt compelled to fry these pavlovas. Like, I was standing in my kitchen, and then like God came into me and made me fry them. <laughs> it's been a hard journey for all of us, Mitch, and I guess it's just taken us all in different mm. ways. It has. It has. And you like the idea that Mitch is standing there with perfect pavlova, the meringue is perfect, the filling is great, and he just drops it in the frying pan and is like, why am I doing this? Maybe I've got, Scot- maybe I've got Scottish ancestry. Uh, you know, I'm like, I've got to fry them. It's, it's, it's more, I, I just have to do the line of, um, Russet is not God. Are you going to tell him or should I? <laughs> You can have an argument. I'm not. <laughs> I know what side my t- my bread is buttered. Um. <laughs> so, for those of us not really involved in the logistics of this mm. whatsoever, what what's the upshot of this then, Mitch? I I don't really get it. Well, so that's already too they heavy. Me. So, I mean, I'm just in the kitchen making my food, and basically, yeah, they, there's this plane or whatever hasn't got the capacity of what we thought it would, and it's like. A third, so like, I don't know. Like, so we need to leave the ceremonial bunting. I think it's more than a bunting we're gonna have to leave behind, my friend. What you mean, the the big pine trees we were gonna erect? Also, what about the baubles? We need to put the baubles. Baubles, there are no go. There are no go. Well, in which case, I don't know what else we can leave because I don't even know what we're taking. Water size. Um, (laughs) If you ask, Chai, I can tell you. Please tell us what we're taking, Walter, you fine gentleman, you. Well, I think the best plan is we empty your bank account into cash, and then we push that into the ocean so it all dissolves. We're not taking my bank account with us on the plane, so that's a completely irrelevant point, Walter. Normally you're much better than this. I'm disappointed. I joined in the the gaiety over the baubles. Okay, well... How many of the baubles can we take, do you think, Walter? We're probably going to have to leave behind the individual tents, and you're all going to have to just rough it behind the tarpaulin cover that's hopefully going to hide you from prying eyes. Yeah, I've done worse before on my expeditions. Uh, We'll probably have to leave behind most of the heavy iron cooking gear. Yep, makes sense. So it's a good thing Mitch has already cooked it all. I have. I've cooked some things, but I'm also like, mm, yeah. I was already concerned about the idea of having open flames or steam wafting around anyway, so I'm pleased by that, honestly. Um, I'm not sure uh, what else to leave. You're going to have to just travel light. No, No complicated travel trunks full of 12 types of change of clothes. That's normal for me. As in travelling light. Great, I'm not the problem. Me neither. <laughs> I go back I, to I, the I literally it. don't have any belongings. <laughs> yeah, it's great how we're not a problem, isn't it, Thomas? I always well, liked you, Thomas. Well, with um, the food, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pa- I, we're going to pack light. So I'm thinking that uh, I've preserved some food. And, uh, you know, it's high-calorie, low-weight yep. food. Survival stuff. Um, um, we could leave the cats behind. That would save us some space. That would not be an option unless we want to die, probably. 
What about your giant cat statue? He points at the giant heavy That cat. is not giant. It can sit on my lap. Have you picked it up, Chai? Uh, I go to pick it up. Well, strength. <laughs> wow. It is actually really quite heavy. It's made of some sort of really dense stone. It is quite heavy. Hmm. Well. I assume you want to take the um, stone carving equipment still? Yes, we need that. But considering a literal goddess, or was it was it high priestess? Neris or Bast? I can't remember who told us to take this cat statue. I think it no, was... Me- yeah. Considering the high priestess of the goddess that saved my life told us to take this cat statue, we're taking a cat statue. Well, in that case, we need to... Mortar looks at his papers and shuffles through them. Well, we don't need to refuel the plane, right? No, once we get there, that's it. We can always be picked up by Jack's goons afterwards. So that light is a load. We won't take any spare fuel. Uh, that doesn't mean, however, um, oh, you're going to have to leave behind the batteries and the electric light, uh, heaters. As long as we all snuggle up, well, our body heat will probably keep us warm under the tarpaulin. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bit improper, but I'm not really cared about proprietary now, do I? What's the Rebecca weather? might be another here? question, though. Well, the weather... Currently, in the South China Sea, is wet and windy. So you may have to take at least one electric heater and a couple of batteries. But the batteries only last for 12 hours. Mm, We only use them when we need them, then. I mean, I I had enough batteries here and two heaters to last you for the three days you'll be on the reef. Um, But if we need to drop the weight that much, then... I would. He fiddles with his papers and does some calculations. You can probably take one of the heaters and four batteries, which gives you twenty-four hours of electricity. Which, if we use mostly at night when it's going to be coldest, do we really need these heaters? I mean, we could go to the market and get some, <clears throat> like fishing yellows and stuff like that. They're like water. They're, they're a thing. The yellow. <laughs> You know, like, just get the sailor's gear. I mean, that, that keeps us warm. You know, I've been out on all, all weathers. We well, do not want to be bright yellow, though. <laughs> My friend, of course. Oh, do you, could always do do you have like... this in stealth mission black? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the problem. There's, al- there's always the option of, like, doing some stretches and on-the-spot exercises to keep, keep you warm. I'm going to love it when the... Um... The, the deep ones spot you doing jumping jacks on the on, on the reef. Yeah. Because surely these batteries are going to be like... I mean, they're lead, surely. They yeah. are. They're massive, great big batteries. Uh, Walter shows you one of them. They're huge. Um, oh, that's what I could have been doing this time. I invent the lithium polymer battery. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Okay. Uh, Skipping... What were your advanced physics? Skipping, skipping four generations of battery technology. 
I'm uh, I'm I'm more amused at the thought of uh, the the deep ones looking up uh, looking out at us and going, "What are they doing? It looks it looks like the forces from the King in Yellow are doing some kind of war dance at us. <laughs> We're all there doing jumping jacks in the fishing nets." <laughs> Oh. I mean, I bought you all like waterproof clothing and jackets and hats and such, and waterproof boots. I'm saying that it's it's better to I think pack to keep warm than take these massively heavy things. Like like we're we're, we're in China. Like yeah. you know, to the north is Mongolia. To the to the west is the uh, the mountains. Which I forgot <laughs> the <laughs> the mysterious mountains. The mysterious mountains. Yes, thank you. Uh, you know <laughs> that famous range, the mysterious mountains of Tibet. I mean, I mean, ten out of ten, I couldn't have told you where anything was in relation to China, uh, and I'm looking at a map of it. Um, Do you mean the Himalayas by any chance? Himalayas, exactly to the yes. west, and you got him. You got the Himalaya. You got the Mongolian deserts. Which get very cold at night, so we must be able to get something close by. Let's keep warm. I mean, I bought you all like waterproofs and clothing and blankets. You could leave the heaters behind entirely yeah. if you want. Because it because it because it sounds like the problem is weight, not space. So yeah, the extra blankets and clothes might take up a bit more space. But <laughs> okay, then we'll leave all the heating equipment behind. Uh, I mean, you're not going to be intense anymore. You're just going to have these um, rock-coloured camouflage tarpaulins erected to hide under. Hey, like you said, we'll just rough it up for a few days. If if everyone agrees, I don't know what 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 does what do people say? I don't think we have much choice. Jack, what do you think? You seem. Um... I'm not here. Yeah, you are. Am I? Yeah, I thought I was. This is happening in the garden after the 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 fish the fish. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was happening in the kitchen. I, w- I would have been more useful. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, Mitch no, came Mitch came up, up the... to us. Yeah. Um. What do I think? Um. Look. It's going to be very difficult out there on the reef to um, cast a thing. Anything that we can do to make ourselves more comfortable while we're there is going to be great. Um, we're probably going to have to compromise in some way. Well, it sounds like the compromise is more blankets and clothing and less um, giant batteries. Batteries. Mm. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch had the right idea. I think with with waterproof clothes, like you say, Walter, um, we could probably see if we can get like extra layers to wear under them to keep us warm. Otherwise, we're going to die of hypothermia. <laughs> I mean, don't you all have to stand around in a circle holding hands, chanting for twelve hours? Well, yes. yes. That's going to make you very, very cold if you can't move. Yeah, uh, it's it's all right. You can wiggle your toes. There's nothing in the spell against it. <laughs> you can keep clenching your buttocks, keep the blood flowing. Who knows? It might make the spell more powerful. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, um, go rearrange your luggage. Then more jumpers and um, scarves for everyone. Ah, uh, I mean, this is this is a terrible idea. It's just that we don't have a better one. Well, if we go yeah. to the fishing, if you go to the, the docks, they're going to have fishing gear, which is waterproof, mm. like some waxed, fish, which keep us dry. If I mean, we keep dry, we're going to be okay. That's what I learned on the boats. Yeah, Walter said he'd already got us some. So, so let all right, me and Mitch will go to the docks to look for 
more waterproofness mm-hmm. things. Okay, um, and uh, Chai and Thomas, if you're done communing with the cats, could you give me a hand repacking everything? Uh, yeah, we can help with that. Uh, we do have somewhere we need to go a bit later, but that's fine. Where are you could- going later? I just want to follow up some an idea I've got. Okay, Chai. Well, okay. Uh, Mitch and Jack, you get a taxi to the docks. Where Where is the conch right now? The conch is with Matteo in a plane. Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, I mean, oh, we'll just have to risk it. You'll probably be safe there and back again. Yeah. <coughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> nothing. 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 Nothing can go wrong. You could summon Felix to make you another conch. Uh, I've already accidentally done that once. You never summoned Felix. I pressed the button earlier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Mitch and Jack, roll me your. Um, oh gosh, you sure it's raining? Yeah, it was hailing here a little while ago. Sorry, I've been distracted by the rain. It'd be dry here. And I still can't get used to the fact that there's a tree missing directly oh, outside yeah. that window. Well, put it back. I can't put it back. The tree people turned up and mulched it. What, the Ents? <laughs> yeah, them. Go on with it. Uh, okay, Jack and uh, Thomas, I need you to roll me your shopping. For I'm not shopping. Appropriate... Oh, Jack and Mitch, even. Mitch, roll me your sailor skill. I don't have sailor skill, even though I worked on a boat. I mean, you were the cook. You weren't actually a sailor. That's true. Yeah, but all, all of them all of them have some degree of training, right? Otherwise, they fall off the boat and die. <laughs> Roll me your survival. There we go. Roll me your... Um... Desert survival? Um, I, um... Roll me your... To the oh. sea. Swimming? <laughs> I can swim, but I don't know anything about water. Yeah, you don't have any skills for actually being a sailor. No, I just lived on a boat all my life and never went outside the kirk. Like, I was born in the galley and I stayed in the galley, never looking outside the door once. <laughs> it's uh, it's Plato's allegory of the cave, but for cooking. All right, roll me your a natural world. That'll do. Oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, there it is. Hey, uh... And, um, Jack, you roll me your credit rating. With a bonus die, because you have the Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt credit card, essentially, on you. Uh, huh? Thirty-five. Yeah, okay, it takes you, uh, you, you find a, a um... Yeah, oh, 30, uh, yeah. You find a, um, supply shop down by the docks that provides, you know, clothing for people going out to sea. Uh, on boats, I um I buy fifty tog underpants for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be poofy. Oh, oh, so so warm. Legitimately, uh, they used to be made out of wool, like because my parents, <laughs> or my grandparents had them when they were fishermen. So they're like they're like really thick wool. It's so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. 
Yeah, it's it's what they used to use for the Arctic expedition as well. They'd dress in layers of wool, um, which was fine until you sweated in them, because then the sweat would freeze and the wool would lose all of its insulating properties immediately. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell a game master this, you moron! <laughs> I think he probably... It only works in the Arctic circle. Like that's yeah. That's where this property He's... happens. He's 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 run enough uh, mountains of madness games at this point to know all of the make all of the ways to kill players in the Antarctic and the Arctic. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he did know that already. <laughs> yeah, thick, scratchy wool pants for everyone. <laughs> Yay! Guy in the shops like, why are you buying so many? I'm like, ah, oh, fetish party, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> we love the, the feel of wool. It's the Chinese opium. It, it does things. <laughs> And uh, sturdy shoes, sturdy footwear for everyone. Uh, yeah, thankfully, Walter has all of your measurements. So uh, he's provided you with these. And you are able to all collect the things you need. Um, that isn't the thing I'm looking for, but it is the disc of Raleigh, which is alarming. That's. <laughs> No, no disc of Raleigh. It's too heavy, we can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> Among other reasons. Considering we already cast a wedge of that into the Gulf of Nodens, doesn't that mean that that can never be complete again? No, it, it, it will work its way back to the oh, world. Right, okay. Just take some time. Yeah. It's, it's literally one of the most dangerous arcane objects in all the universe. It's practically sentient. Okay, Mitch and uh, Jack have gone shopping and bought the things they need. Um, so, next up was Chai and Thomas. You were helping Walter repack. Roll me your survival skills. Uh, I only have desert survival. Is this a problem? Uh, it'll do. It is I don't have a survival. Oh, well. Sucks to be you. I mean, uh, roll me your uh, intelligence then. Oh my god, we really are soul-linked. <laughs> <laughs> 48, 48, 65, 65. All the failures are building up. <laughs> They're waiting. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm really waiting for those those one hundreds on landing landing soft gliding a plane onto an island reef. <laughs> I'm sure it will all go swimmingly. Yes, very no, swimmingly. You don't want to be swimmingly, that's the problem. Send Russet manipulating the numbers. <laughs> oh, I found the cupboard of dreams. The cupboard of dreams? The Give me compass. Compass. Give me compass. No, <laughs> we're not at living for eight hours again. No, Craig, you are never being given that compass ever again. Kring with compass make good thing happen. Kring, Kring with compass com- give GM headache. Hmm. <laughs> Russ, it's like, oh no, the phone stopped working. Anyway, I'm not a dreamer at the moment, so I couldn't use it if I wanted to. Okay, um, Chai and Thomas, you help Walter repack, and essentially you're looking for anything heavy in the in the gear and removing it. 
So you dump the tents, you dump um, the batteries, the heating system. You've got these massive tarpaulins, which have got this all like dark grey mottled rock pattern on them, but they're held up by a bamboo frame. Mm-hmm. It's literally going to have to be stretched between two rocks and then draped down and weighted down on the floor. And yep. then from a distance, it should look just like more rock. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, at the airfield, you have successfully landed. Are you going to chance your luck and try again, Hugo, or are you done for the day? Hugo? Well, I, uh, sorry, microphone. Um, I've done the practice thing. I figured at this point we'd be making any modifications to the plane that I think would help. Um, there is nothing else you can do to this plane to help. You've already removed the front um, panels of cloth and layered thin metal plates from another plane over the front of it to give you some actual boat stability. Mm. There is sod all you can do. I figure then the best course of action at this point is to uh, let the engineers make their modifications to the seating. Um, and we'll head home, okay. and we'll look to pick stuff up. Rebecca, roll me your spot hidden once more, please. A spot. Now, now roll me your Cthulhu Mythos. Oh, dear. No. no. Okay, I'm going to send you a message. Uh, you are in a taxi. You muted yourself, Rosset. He does that when he's typing stuff. Oh. I'm going to go get the door. Sometimes when he's reading stuff. Sometimes just when he doesn't want to be heard. And sometimes when he pulls the cable. Crabs. Sometimes when he pulls the cable, you're quite right. And sometimes, <laughs> crabs. <laughs> Fox, have you eaten all your chocolates yet? Nope. Why, why are you fattening him up for Christmas? I don't know. Look, chocolate. I bought him nice chocolate seat. <clears throat> Shall I eat one now then? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> it did the thing. You see how easily they can be controlled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you have a message. Uh, and Hugo, roll me maps, please, as you're sitting in the taxi. Taxi maths. Okay. Taxi maths. Taxi skill. And you keep flicking. If, if you're going to fiddle with my sheet, put it back I'm on not, skills. I'm not touching your sheet. Yes, you are. Not right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need. I'm, now I'm, I'm fiddling with your sheet. I'm probably going to need some, like, you know, skill ups on this because I've been doing very well. <laughs> Double tick your mathematics. Oh no. Okay. Uh, you can also roll me spot hidden, please. Spot hidden, spot hidden, spot, spot, spot. Hidden. Oh yeah, I succeed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now roll your Cthulhu mythos. Um. There you go. No. I'm going to send you the same message I sent now. Okay. 
You notice this in the taxi home. Voila. Okay, let me have a little look at that. <coughs> Are either of you doing anything about the thing you have noticed? Um, Rebecca? Let's try... Um, yeah, because I might comment on it if I'd seen it enough. Um, so I'm going to say... Are you um, focused, Hugo? Pardon? Oh, it just seemed like you had uh, some other things on your mind. Uh, well, I've just been thinking about the prob- uh, about the problem of just trying to get there on t- uh, get there successfully. It's not exactly going to be an easy landing. I've been trying to th- think what we can do, what, anything else I can do in advance to make sure that we don't end up somewhere in the South China Sea. Well, I'm not a mathematician. It's just that don't you seem to be somewhat overcomplicated in the problem? Um, I don't think so. This 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 is a complicated problem. I say. <laughs> Are you, are you sure you're not working on anything else apart from just the the landing problem? Um, I don't know, Russet. Um, what is my opinion on the line of questioning? I'm not sure. I don't really I'm not really sure where I'm standing on this. Hang on. Send you a message. I keep worrying that my inline mute has muted me. Even though there's no reason for me to worry about it because I haven't even been speaking. There you go. There you go, Nito. Okay. Um, uh, oh, well, I've just been like, you know. Uh, it's just it's it's I'm just been like working stuff out and trying to. I've I've also been like uh, doing a few uh, maths problems as well, just as a as an interesting side activity. You have to keep the brain sharp. Okay, they look incredibly complicated. Really? I mean, I, I think I've seen those as well. I don't really understand anything about that. Um, I sort of. It, it is it is a little bit complicated to explain. Um, it's just uh, it's just thing. I, I it was just a, in, one of those interesting unsolvable problems that you see you see in the book sometime, and I just thought I'd have a have a amateur go at it. Wait. Well, <laughs> I, I suppose that's why I asked. Are, are you focused here? We've got quite an important. I'm perfectly capable of flying a plane. You'll be pleased to know I can't write. Uh, I can't. I, I, I can't use a pencil. At the same time, I'm holding a joystick. He's uh, he's up to something, and we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is maybe this is important enough that you should save the maths problem that seems about three times as complex, at least as the thing that we're actually trying to do, until a more 
I'll have you know that uh, doing maths is what I successfully enabled us to actually land safely earlier. If I hadn't, if I had been practicing these skills, I would have, uh, I, I would have probably just given up and told us we'd have to find some other way to get to the island. So, yeah, you know, psychology. Screw you. God, he's sassy. <laughs> I am having fun. You may do whatever you do for fun. Yes, well, psychology, please, Rebecca. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Why is everybody succeeding every today? <laughs> Just <laughs> not his we're going first... to die later. Yeah. Yeah, it's not his first bit of weirdy, weird behavior, so. So I feel like I think... this is justified. I, th- I think you're about to be outed, Nido. <laughs> Rebecca just turns around and goes, a witch! <laughs> Depends, because it's psychology, not psychoanalyze, remember. Oh, okay. mm. If it yeah, was psychoanalyze, I'm maybe would... No, Craig, more. you've got them wrong. Psychology is what is up with the person. Psychoanalyst oh, is fix them. All oh, right, okay. Oh, in which case, we might find out <laughs> some good information from this. Welcome to the mythos again, please, oh. Rebecca. So long as you guys don't die on the way home. Yeah. Please don't. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Damn. All right. Um, before you speak, Rebecca, um, I'm just going to give you... Rabies. <laughs> I have a question. When we do Cthulhu Mythos rolls, if you get extreme and hard, is that... Do you get bonuses like any other roll, or is it just yeah. the fact that you pass? You get more information. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, the GM has no more information to give you, in which case it's just a waste. Yeah. All right. Normally, you'll hold enough back to make their point to a different level. So. <coughs> e- 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 I'm just thinking of the song to unmake reality now, and I'm for no. Don't unmake reality, and I'll promise. Just unmake Hugo. It's fine. I mean, that would stop the Arthur Tap from winning, but it feels like one of them pyrrhic victories. Put on own goal there. <laughs> yeah, we we stopped him. We stopped him from taking over the world by ending the world. Hmm. It would be a new textbook definition of pyrrhic victory if there were such things as textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, God. (laughs) Why is there a sanity roll? Because something is happening. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now, Mal has just had an epiphany of realization about what of something very, 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 very important. Epiphany. Hmm. Over to you, Rebecca. Yes. Um. I. Yeah, um. So I attempt to just grab away the notes that I can see that Hugo is, even as he speaks to us, is still busily trying to write and work on. Mm. Oh dear. Um, sanity roll, Hugo, as Rebecca 
snatches your calculations from you. Oh, Jesus. You are mildly baffled. But you do want them back. Um, fine. Uh, in this case, yes. I think we should have a talk about this later, but let's get back first, and then we shall have a chat. It's okay, Hugo. Uh... You can just do the maths in your mind. You don't need a piece of paper. Hugo just gives you a look like he's almost dismissing you and lies back and closes his eyes and is like <laughs> clearly mumbling under his breath numbers. <laughs> okay, I just need to know. Business, business, numbers, numbers, numbers. Is this working yet? I just need to know, is this some spooky shit? Yes. Ah, great. Not great. How worried do we need to be? Uh, On a scale of... How bad is bad, GM? Um, Well, on a scale of everything is fine and Azathoth eats the planet like an apple, you are... More towards that end of the scale than you'd but, like. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. And I've seen how he eats apples. <coughs> what about pavlovas? <laughs> Thankfully, he only likes them deep fried, and you've destroyed the only deep fried pavlova that do ever come into you. Um, how how are you communicating that to me? Uh, I am. Which one of you is driving? Oh, um, <laughs> no, you're in a taxi. Okay. Oh, right. right. Okay, I was checking. Okay, Mateo, so, I remember seeing a taxi there. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite bad, but I'm not entirely sure what to do about it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's have a chat about this when we're back. Yes. Let's get it all out in the open, and then we can decide who to kill and what to do. <laughs> okay, uh, Ron, who's got the lowest luck? Hugo, Matteo, Rebecca? Um, hang on. 82. I'm on maximum luck at the moment. I have 50. Okay, Hugo, roll luck. (laughs) What is going on? This is frightening. You arrive back to find Chai and Thomas putting on their coats and hats in the lobby, preparing to go out, but they haven't left yet. Ah. As you arrive back. And there is a large van pulling up, which Mitch and... uh, Jack have just clambered out of, carrying various boxes of clothing. Everyone is back. Hey, everybody. If, if you found the, the team, luck, you missed everyone, and the oh. house would have just been empty except for a load of cats. Mm. <laughs> and Wolf. Yeah. Because oh. Chai told me she was going out with Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, Chai, it's good to see you. Oh, hey, we're just popping out. How, how are things on your, at the airport? Is it all good? Yes, the uh, plane went. Uh, the plane went very, very well. Ah, that's great news, Hugo. Good one. Yeah, we so, came down in one piece, and um, the same oh, piece it went up in. Pretty much the same piece. 
<laughs> Perfect. Jack and Mitch wander in behind you. Well, I mean, not exactly perfect. Oh, what, what, do, what do you mean? As I, as I edge closer to the door. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that we've hit a couple of snags. How, how, how snaggy? We should get everyone together and yes. have a chat with Hugo. Yes. Why did you list Hugo separately to everyone? Let's get everyone together. We don't want to have to go through this three times. <laughs> okay. All you right. Drag everyone into the accusing parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are we going into the accusing parlor? Why indeed? Who accuse Why you? Accuse you? <laughs> because it's time for Hercule Poirot. I mean, sorry, Rebecca, to do the denouement. Rebecca Poirot. Okay, uh, Walter's not here. He's sorting out the new clothing. Um, but you are all finally together. Mm-hmm. Once more for the first time. And Hugo is like, uh, Hugo, roll me your dexterity, please. <laughs> Yeah, um, there was a notepad and pencil and paper on the <laughs> table, and Hugo has just slid it towards him, and is, he's looking at you all, but he's writing algebraic formula down right up until the point where Rebecca just slides the pad away from him again. It's like, nope. But uh, it, it's not until Rebecca slides it away from him that you, and, you know you don't really pay much attention to people just writing in a little book. So what? What's the problem, Rebecca? Uh, so the problem, and I guess it's difficult to explain, but we've seen lots of stuff, so let's just go with it for now, is that yes. Hugo seems to be compulsively trying to solve an unsolvable mythos-style problem. What, what kind of problem? What? When well, did this start? I just noticed it today, um, so it could have been going on for I don't know. If anyone has noticed uh, Hugo trying to solve things. Well, we could, we could go back and try and figure out when Hugo started acting weird, but that's probably going to be a, a fruitless path. So what's the problem with him trying to solve it? How's it really very any different to any of us working on any of the various times that we've had over time? So this is one that seems to belie the very fabric of everything. Mm. He's trying to understand everything. Yes. In a bad mm. way. According How do you to... understand everything in a bad way? How um, do you understand everything in a good way? At least from the notes I've, that Kat left in her book, this seems to allow you to transcend by inviting a god into your mind, which doesn't sound like a good outcome. Um, no. Is that... <laughs> That sounds mildly familiar. Roll your Cthulhu Mythos, Chai. I'm rolling a Mythos. I'm pretty sure this is... Oh, that's higher than I remember it being. (laughs) (laughs) Would I... Would I have had 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 heard of this? Roll your Cthulhu Mythos, Jack. I mean, uh, Niall hasn't said the name of it yet, so... um... Where are you, Cthulhu Mythos? Oh, uh... Yes, uh, let me forward this to you, Arona. Hooray. 
And make me a sanity check. After I mutter what I say, I just do a shrug emoji. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. oh. That was oh, nearly no. a very big oof. Um, yeah, uh, you go, oh, Jack, and you lean over to look at the notepad that um, uh, Hugo was doodling on, and you drag it towards you. <laughs> and, and then you kind of shuffle around to sit next to Hugo. And like, no, 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 you've got this bit wrong, see? And you pick up a pencil, and you start writing down with him, completely oh, obliviously oh, ignoring everyone else. We're holding, ha- we're holding hands and doing maths. Our situation has not improved. So, <laughs> Rebecca, is there any more information? Yes. <laughs> um, this makes it difficult to talk about, I say, dragging the, the items away from both Hugo and... Uh. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, it's something called the, 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 the Crutcher equation. The what? <laughs> exactly. Now there's been an actual it. name said. Is there another mythos roll? Everyone can roll Cthulhu mythos except for Arona and Hugo, who are uh, happily now just heads together, muttering at each other. Ah! Oh, fantastic! I succeeded. Brilliant! I'm I, I, I'm loving this. I think six is the best number, don't you? <laughs> um, now, what was the equation called? Um, Krusha, uh K-R-U-S-C-H-T-Y-A. K-R-U-S-C-H-T-Y-A. T-Y-A. The Krusha equation. Crushed, yeah. Right, did anyone else pass? It was just... Uh, I passed. Yeah, Chai and Mateo, I've both sent you both a... Telegram uh, message with an instruction at the end. Radio. Does this instruction include screaming? Success! Chai oh. has not become obsessed with solving the Christian equation. Well done, Chai. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the thing. Okay, I know what I'm doing now. Matteo is very no, not going to become obsessed with the weird, creepy mythos thing. Yeah. Uh, it's fine, it's not like it's uh, evil. Arona, roll intelligence. Hugo, roll maths. <laughs> Stop trying to solve this! With the two of us working together, we should solve this in no time. I'm gonna... Oh. In no time! <laughs> no. Uh, I'm Stop gonna... Take the uh, equation solution attached on Nido's character sheet. Yeah, dra- drag that slider along to the red bar labelled destruction. All right, it's now 25% solved because Jack's all like, no, 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 that's a Q. So that means uh, it's J. Uh, you see, this is, this is, can, this is why sometimes can you I do a thing. What do you want to do? I want to do two things, actually. <laughs> I want to cast... Do the actually no technically four things the Vorish sign followed by dominate 
followed by the Vorish sign, followed by Dominate. <laughs> so only I'll have just... To do the Vorish sign once. It yeah, lasts. you only have to do the Vorish sign okay. once. It lasts for a time. It's not Oh, just syntax error when I click it, but it's basically a freebie thing, isn't it, anyway? Syntax so... error! As well as you've already cast it once, yeah. Yeah, no, I have but... previously done it, so of course, Dominate... This isn't, isn't going to look good, Chai, when you're like... Mystical sigils! I don't care. The dom- I'm Dominate. You do not want to solve the Khrushchev, whatever it was, equation. <laughs> yeah, equation, yeah. Roll power at extreme, Chai. Oh. Power at extreme? Fucking hell. Even oh, because you. it's first oh, Yes! <laughs> uh, who are you casting it on first? Uh, the mathematician, because I'm guessing his roles mean more to this. Okay, uh, roll pow in response to Chai, please, Hugo. You want to not win this, Nido. Uh, that is uh, nothing. Uh, okay, you dominate him to not, and as you do so, his eyes turn black. Oh, and no. And oh, a noise that happens. bounces. You feel a presence trying to deflect your dominate back at you, Chai, and you're, you manage to resist, and like, no, fuck no. But yes, you can't seem to dominate him to not. It only lasts for a second, and you're the only one who sees it, because you're looking into his eyes. Uh, it's like, just for, as you dominate him, something deflects the spell. Right, that didn't work. Hmm. What, hmm. what did you just try to do? I tried to make them stop trying to solve the formula. <laughs> Equation, whatever it's called. I like this bit because the numbers look like puppies. Did it work or did, do you need Something, to try again? Some force tried to bounce it back onto me. I'm not going to be able to use that spell to do, to end this. Okay. Uh, did not even on Jack. <laughs> I'm fairly sure. Actually, no, you're, you're right. It might work on Jack if a main compulsion is on Hugo. But if I screw this up, this could be bad. <laughs> Just well, doing some well, Do I well, have any idea help. if it will have the same effect on Jack? What? Would your Kazumi Mythos roll? Where was it? You got just I a success. I got 24 out of 38, so it was a regular success. You don't know any more about it, can't we? Well, uh, Jack, I'm going to try on Jack yeah. then. Jack only just got... Um, kind of <laughs> fixated on it so maybe his hold isn't so great. That's why I'm hoping. Mm, be quiet, I'm doing maths. Jack and Chai, roll pow. Well, pow. aren't you glad I brought this up? <laughs> <laughs> that was also a critical success on a pow roll. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that, doesn't that mean something? Yeah, You can choose to Drain power, but I don't think not in this drain case. power. I think you do a power improvement roll, but considering I can't roll over my power current, oh, yeah, I don't think it'll work. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh, Jack uh, Chai stares into your eyes, and she makes this a lot simpler and just says, "Stop doing maths." Nah. <laughs> no math for you ever again. And Jack, you snap out of it, and are like, "Why the fuck am I trying to solve a deadly?" Deadly equation that's going to invite a mythos god into my brain. Oh, 
I say. Yeah, Back we de- room, Jack. We definitely shouldn't be trying to solve this equation. No, no that, that's no, what I shouldn't. Thought. So, wait, what are you doing with all this discussion about your lovely math puzzle? I think they're all being very, very ridiculous and over the top. Well, math, you go. <laughs> wait, Jack. What, what, if you know you're not supposed to be doing this, what? What did you feel? What what made you compel? Compo- com- I don't know what the word is. Compelled to start figuring it out. Mm. Well, it's, there's probably it's like a smoking, s- isn't it? There is probably a specific god which is causing the compulsion to be invited in. You um, you know you shouldn't smoke, but it just tastes so gosh darn good. We probably need to try and work out which god is causing the compulsion, at which point we might be able to do some sort of ward, maybe? Oh, um, I can tell you who it is, but I won't use their name. Oh, it's him, isn't it? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Hugo, you're literally on Team Evil at the moment. Please stop. Who do you think you are, Well, uh, uh, well, that's not you the... Know Jack, sorry. Sorry? Who do you think it is, Jack? I, are you asking me in or out of character? Um, in ca- oh, no, I'm not there. You're not there. You're <laughs> the yes, GM. That's, that's what I'm trying to understand. Are you role-playing an NPC, or are you just asking me? No, I'm just curious as to who you think it is. Um, I think it's the regular bad man that, we, that we're always... Uh, he's a naughty boy, and we don't like him. The one who yeah. likes masks too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good guess. Good guess. Got a strange collection of hats. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing? Hugo is um, grumpily, grumpily doing maths in his head. Would you like to check your Mythos books to see if you can work out who it might be? Yes. For sure? I would. Then mm. pick a Mythos book and roll its Mythos rating. Okay. okay. Let's have a look. What is the mythos rating on this bad boy? I gingerly grab the gods of reality again. <laughs> uh, oh, <so> God. 21%. <laughs> yes, yes that's why you're looking at that book. Uh, uh, no. I need to find that one. So this one. <laughs> I like the fact Thomas has got this book at arm's length. And he's like, I don't want to look at Not even close. Not uh, even close. Kisira. <laughs> The Mythos rating is the same as my rating. <laughs> wow. It's high. No, it's low. <laughs> yeah, not, not every book has a good Mythos rating. I've got nothing in here, which is a shame, because this one literally had the word gods in the name. But I never, haven't finished reading it yet. Never trust the title <laughs> of the Call of Cthulhu book. <coughs> right. Uh, you have more than one book you can check. <coughs> I don't, because I've only read one book. Oh, that's true. I could check the other one I've got. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's in, there's something in there with a rating <laughs> 33. Which book are you checking now? Oh, the Black Rites of Olivier Carraf. Uh Okay, yeah, you get a note. Do not drink sarcophagus juice. Hisses with joy. <coughs> oh, okay. Yes, Jack's right. 
That was a big shock. <laughs> I see more typing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, so, oh, <laughs> he does have the cutest sleeve. He does. It's like a <laughs> oh my god, big box. Okay, so I've had a look through this book, and yeah, it seems like it is likely our uh, fateful enemy. And we could either... My former employer. (laughs) Your former (laughs) employer. We could either look towards psychiatric care or cast the Eye of Light and Darkness with Hugo nearby. Right, so if we just continue on as if nothing's happening, as long as he doesn't have time to complete it... Yes. Um, I've been reading about a revolutionary technique in the field called an ice pick lobotomy. (laughs) (laughs) Will he be able to fly a plane after it? Uh, He won't be able to wear trousers after it. That's a no, then. Fair enough. (laughs) Maybe afterwards, though? I've always wanted to do one. Maybe. I'm pretty sure... Actually, are they actually around at this point? I thought they were... No, no, they're, they're, they're no, another thirty-four yeah, years, yeah. isn't it? Not not that long, but uh, but soon, yeah, long enough. You could check uh, Hugo into the asylum for some electroshock therapy. <laughs> he, he keeps well, no the we... shock his balls. <laughs> there's no guarantee we can get him back out in three days. <laughs> well, there's no guarantee if we go in there, they'll start committing us all automatically again. So I'm um, not in pretty we... mad to me. Not if we wave enough money round in the first place. We've just turned up like random people before. I'm not made it quite clear how influential we actually are. Good point. Yeah, remember, rich people who go to asylums are essentially just having a nice spa day. I would like to point out that I'm still in this room. Yes, yeah, but, but you're, you're too obsessed with your maths right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're mathsing so hard you don't know that we're coming at you with the ice pick. Stop so- maths debating, Nido. Uh, oh. oh, Rebecca, you go ahead. That's a potentially, and we just want to continue on as normal. And is that the, our option? The, the mean, problem is, is if our esteemed mathematician does too well, we have what is it? Three days until we're on the reef doing the eye, or is it four days until we're doing the eye? Three, three, three days to the flight and four days to the ritual. Right. Yeah, so you've got two days. You're, you're leaving on the evening of the 7th. So, yeah, you've got three days left. Because it's the evening of the 4th now. And how, what happens if he complete? What happens like when he tries to f- fly this plane? Like, he's not going to be concentrating on the plane, mm. is he? I can well, he concentrate he, on the plane. He managed to do it earlier, didn't he? It was difficult, though. Mm. I use. I don't know what the answer is. Hugo. Yeah. When did you find yourself so interested in solving this little riddle? Uh, I need to out of character reminder. Actually, Russet. Um. Um, when, When was it? When did this palaver start? This palaver started. Hang on, I just... This fracas, this rumpus. Uh, remember when you had Mialthotep in your brain very briefly I... as you go? 
I don't actually remember it being him. I remember it being definitely not him. Yeah, you thought it was definitely not him, but it was him. Um, yeah, it, it was <laughs> like it, it happened in Australia and it's been going on since the city of the great race. Wow. Uh, but what? no one, uh, every time I've asked people to notice you like idly doing maths, they've, they've not noticed. Well, I, I'm trying to remember there was some kind of thing that I had to do where it was like you get this in exchange for something else. Yeah, you, you, you got the evil wibbly nonsense out of your brain and he just left you with this exciting math problem to solve. Mm. So he's managed to fly us all the way here from Australia. With this going on. Mm. He just shoots him and get a new pilot. I've got, I've got to admit, I did think we could just shoot him and get a new pilot. Mm. Well, Nido, would your next character be a pilot? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mathematician? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just out of spite. <laughs> I mean, what if we will then find this problem and be like, ooh. Days. You, yeah, look, I think it's... I, 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 oh, I can't wait in here. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> Is are you finding the compulsion growing stronger, staying the same? The scale of one to five. <laughs> How mad are you? It doesn't feel like a compulsion to you, neither. You're just doing some fun math problems. I, okay. I really don't know why you guys are so like worried about what is just a brain teaser. Because when you solve it, the world ends. Do I have an opinion on that, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I mean, the main I mean, thing. They're probably I mean, talking nonsense. Because we'd re- we'd really rather than that not happen while we're trying to stop that happen. Yeah. If you just go and uh, more than every other character becoming an avatar of the Alpha Tep Nido, that would be great. The all uh, the all ice pick lobotomy Nido. I mean, as I, it's sort of, uh, as ever, this is sort of the issue of um, my character doesn't per se share. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to really play this at the moment in terms of like, I don't care. That was a little what, 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 <laughs> I, want, I want to solve what the problem is. Um, uh, we could sedate him until we need him, I say. That's basically what I just suggested a minute ago. I don't oh, know if anybody heard me, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. Ah, yeah. I said he could just have a nap for a couple of days. Ah. <laughs> Time for sleep, Hugo. Time isn't, for sleep. Isn't he... I, I don't know if I understand it right. Isn't he one of those dreamer thingies, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop I mean, I mean, I'm very sad when you remembered that. I was hoping you'd date him and I'd be all like, Hugo, you're in the dream world. Would you like to imagine up a astrolabe of mathematical wonders? Um, solve this problem. I'm I'm going to call in a favor from the Migo uh, and have them just whip that thing out and put it in a jar. Um, then he's just a brain in a jar. He just continue doing maths. No, no, the brain the brains in the jar have an on-off switch. We'll just turn him off for a bit until we need a pilot. And then he'll be like, where are my arms? And we'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> the real Unless question you... is, where's your torso? 
Unless you guys have got a better idea, I don't think we've got a surefire answer to definitely stop him solving this before we do the Eye of Light and Dark. Is there is there any way we can research this? Any occult libraries or anything in Shanghai? I look around at Shanghai and I'm like, there must be. <laughs> I actually have... I was about to go somewhere to follow something up anyway. There might be an answer there. Hmm. Ah, what if we all go along with you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, this counts as a visit to a library. Depends where she goes. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to count as knock- meet a fantastical king by the end of this. There's a <laughs> knock on the door, and Walter slides the paper door open and sticks his head in. How did so, you knock on a paper door, Walter? He knocks <laughs> on a wooden the, frame. The wooden, wooden frame. frame. Like that. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, I finished repacking your supplies. Um, everyone has appropriate clothing for your adventure now stored in your room, so you can change before you leave on the plane. Um, is there anything else you need me to organise? Otherwise, I'm going to go and update Mrs. Vanderbilt. Uh, oh, how quickly can you book a lobotomy, Walter? Uh, quite quickly. Uh, I can uh, do it myself. <laughs> it's on page one. Lobotomies. Well, basically, our pilot has a little bit of a brain problem, but we still need him to be able to fly in Christine, three days. I think we all have a little bit of a brain problem. No, no, his is worse. Uh, um, he has one of those, you know, cursed brains. No, I don't know. Uh, I'm one of those, <laughs> he might end the world, but it's not strictly speaking his fault, cursed brains. Oh, yes, we, we've dealt with those. Uh, shall I go and call Mrs. Vanderbilt? Please. I, I was just going to let her know how we were getting on, but maybe she can help you with this problem. That is a great suggestion. Thank you, Walter. We don't like escalating things to cat if we can avoid it, but um, if she's got input on this, that would be appreciated. I mean, I imagine she's at home busily... Um... Preparing her emergency escape plan in case you fail. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. <laughs> wow. The van or something. What? Why is Cat levitating away? <laughs> That's, the escape plan. That's our escape plan. <laughs> Just levitate off the planet. <laughs> yeah. How long can you hold your breath? <laughs> exactly. She's got space <laughs> need, so. Um... Oh yeah, fair enough. Mm. Mm. Is there anything in Cat's list of ridiculous spells that can help? <laughs> Not sure she has got space meat, you know. I know Liza knew the recipe. She's got a spell called uh, Disintegrate Pilot. Uh... <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> For that one case. Where... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got a bunch of books that she took, so... Didn't expect it to come in so handy so quickly. And so often. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yes! No. Ah. Ah. (laughs) Wow. um... There you go. Hey! (laughs) Extreme. Uh, Walter comes back. uh, Walter is on the phone for a little while. Uh, What are people doing whilst Walter is on the phone? Uh, I guess I'm just trying to talk to Hugo to see if I can distract him enough, slow down his uh, 
calculations. Uh, like when you talk to him, he does stop and he looks up and he chats back to you. But um, yeah, so talking to him, as far as he seems to be mentally aware, it's just a fun brain tease that he does when he doesn't have anything else to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I just like try and do casual conversation. T- tell me about the plane that we're going to be flying in. Oh, uh, I I go into some detail talking about how it's basically a really bad plane. <laughs> like, like we really shouldn't be flying this plane, but it's quite an interesting, exciting plane for all of these reasons. So basically, we need to distract him with busy work. Yeah, yeah. And maybe more practice with the plane. There's several days, so it can't hurt. It can hurt. It, could. It, hurts a lot. it can't possibly hurt. It hurts a lot. It hurts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Hugo, uh, Thomas and Rebecca are currently distracting Hugo with the aid of Matteo. Uh, mm-hmm. Chai, what are you doing? Are you going out to your mysterious assignation? Uh, well, I was going to take Thomas with me, but um, I'm starting to think... As, as long as somebody's talking to him. If you need me to come along. Uh, seeing as how we're inextricably joined, I feel more comfortable when you're in my presence now, so I know something isn't murdering you. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, if you want to stay here, I was going to uh, show you how to juggle knives. Like that. Chai, wait for me! <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, Thomas, you need to juggle these sticks of dynamite that I've lit. They're just candles. Are you familiar with the chainsaw? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, why, why are we trying to kill Chai and Thomas now? I'm just nervous not, about it's it. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll just ask somebody else to just keep talking to Hugo. Okay. Okay, so who is on Hugo distracting duty? I'll keep talking to Hugo. Matteo, are you helping? Uh, yeah, sure. I what feel like it would Mitch? be best if I didn't. <laughs> are you helping distract Hugo? No, I'm going to go to the kitchen. I'm going to go and try and make some like lighter but like calorie dense sort of survival food. Okay, you roll me cooking, Mitch, with a bonus die because you've got a full kitchen. Uh, Matteo and Rebecca, roll me your appearance. Oh, oh my! Small talk. Um... Roll that bonus die, Mitch. Hang on, hang on. I've lost the window. (laughs) (laughs) Well, put Uh... it back. I am beautiful. How do I do a bonus die again? Roll a d10. There is a button that says bonus you can click, but it often just doesn't work. Much better. Ah, no, it isn't. No, is it? That's no. fine. That's no, uh, that's no. Ten. Remember, he's rolled... Um, a zero and a zero. Yeah, so it's a, hun- and a one. So now he's rolled a ten. Yeah. That's no. a hundred still. No. But a that's zero. still a hundred. No, he's he's re-rolling the the ten dice, not the not the zero. Yeah, exactly, the ten yeah. dice. There isn't a zero on a d ten. It would be the ten. So it if rolling a ten is zero. But if it's a bonus dice, you always take the highest number anyway. No, you take the lowest. Okay. Depending on where it's a positive bonus or a negative bonus. I'm confused. Yeah, Basically, if you'd rolled a zero, right, it was a okay. hundred. There's a ten on it, so it'd have to. Okay. Yeah. Let's just yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... was all like, oh no, and I'm like, no, 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 Flinky's right. Oh yeah, zero, zero is 100. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm, I understand, yeah. Yeah, uh, Mitch has made, uh, I mean, what's the worst that Mitch is going to do? Burn down the kitchen. <laughs> 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 I 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a house made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> With all I our mean, stuff and the cats in it and everything. I mean, <laughs> all our stuff. Yeah. It would have been exciting if you burnt down the house. No, Mitch is making calorie dense, long lasting foods. Uh, Matteo, uh, um, Hugo, roll me your aircraft maintenance. Be right back. Sorry, you didn't mean me, did you at all? No, no. I'm, about no, to right. okay. I'm not um, maintaining an aircraft currently. I'm explaining how you maintain a car. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca and Matteo, you are not following Hugo's explanation about the modifications he's made to the plane at all. But well, you that's... are faking it like a boss. That's You're... great. I asked very pressing questions about it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you are faking it. You're asking him for more detail. You are successfully distracting Hugo from maths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, what are you doing? Are you uh, trying to follow Chai and um, Thomas? Because that's what I'm half expecting you to try and do. Uh, what? what are, they're going off to to her secret place, right? Yeah. Um. No, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna gently walk around the now empty room, singing uh, "Empty Chairs at Empty Tables" from Les Miserables. <laughs> Okay, roll me your um, performing. Uh, I don't think so. Um... <laughs> roll me your bassoon, <laughs> Oh, God. I uh, sit, sit down quietly and crack out a bassoon. <laughs> it's an okay one. Um, knack on it. Everything has everything been taken to the plane yet, or is it still just packed up here? It's still just packed up here. I'm gonna go through everything and make sure it all looks correct to me. Roll me your spot hidden. Oh, I don't have that skill. Oh. Mm. Uh, yet yeah, you unpack everything and repack it so you can assure yourself it's packed. Mm. Um, you discovered there are now no lanterns. Well, there are lanterns, but they're electric lanterns, which aren't going to work because you're taking the batteries. Or you're not taking the batteries anymore. So there's no point taking the lanterns then. Why is Arona an oval? Yeah, I was was trying to correct, I was trying to surreptitiously correct my ovalness, but I don't know how to change my shape. (laughs) I I think because Arona is an egg now. Arona is egg. Egg. Fair. What have you done to Arona? You did it. You did it when you messed when you messed with my size. You made me an oval, but I can't. I can't fix it back to there spherically. Eggy boy, <laughs> not eggy boy. It is an eggy boy. Well, anyway, while I'm apparently looming over the gardens, um, uh, I, I I go I go and hunt down Walter. You find Walter in his bedroom. Uh, no, you find Walter on the phone in the kitchen. <laughs> find Walter in his bedroom to push the door down. Walter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Walter is talking to Mrs. Vanderbilt from the sounds of it on the phone. Um, I, wait, I wait politely outside. Uh, oh, he's like, ah, Jack. And hand you the receiver. Mrs. Vanderbilt would like to talk to me. Good evening, Mrs. Vanderbilt. Uh, ah, Jack. Um, uh, no, you have to do an impression of Nor while you speak. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably that probably was the best way of keeping him as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way, I can do an impression of Nor. Do 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 do. 
Oh, I'm several dozen ferrets. Look at me. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> um, hello. So, um, Walter was just explaining to me that Hugo is obsessed with the Khrushchev equation. Uh, yeah, it got me a little bit as well, uh, but I think I'm over it now. Yes, you're probably more protective against the insinuations of Nyarlathotep's mimetic uh, obsessions than others. Um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Well, I've opened uh, one of my copies of the Necronomicon. (laughs) One of? (laughs) I I know one of, but I don't don't make a point of it. She is rich. (laughs) Uh, You know, she's picked up a few copies and the originals in scroll form. Let's not talk about the originals in scroll form. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I like the originals in it scroll form. It blew up a fucking boat. <laughs> more, more worried about what it did to the people. <laughs> My people. <laughs> well, I've been working my way through, and <sighs> there seem to be only three ways to solve this problem. Um, let me guess. One of them is a revolver round. Yes, and the revolver round would indeed solve it. The problem you have there is that Hugo, I am led to understand, is also a dreamer. Uh, yes. So, a revolver round wouldn't stop his soul from flitting off to the dreamlands. Hmm. And I'm quite sure we don't want anyone to have Hugo wander off to the dreamlands and dream up a machine to solve the equation for him. (laughs) No. No, we wouldn't want that. The other way is um, psychiatric care to break the obsession. Mm, Probably can't do that in three days. There is, however, a ritual. Oh, a ritual. I love those. Mateo will be thrilled. (laughs) He will be thrilled. (laughs) Fuck's sake, it's always a fucking ritual. (laughs) We're doing magic. Rituals. It's like it's like turning up to like you know like a concert and going. Oh, have they got an orchestra again? <laughs> we were preventing magic. No, <laughs> we're preventing magic by doing good magic. So, uh, it's a risky ritual, however. So I honestly think your best course of action might be to just keep him distracted until you do the Eye of Light and Darkness. Well, we thought of that, but he it's very compelling. Um, he if, if we take the paper off him, he just thinks about it. We can't knock him out because, as you say, he'll just wander off elsewhere and think about it. Right. Would okay. pain distract him? No. No, that would probably just make him think about it more. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> for, for Nido's character's sake. <laughs> How many fingers do you need to fly a plane? <laughs> Fine, I will be there tomorrow and we shall perform this ritual to exercise the obsession from Hugo. Oh, wonderful. You'll be here tomorrow? Yes. Ha- oh, Rich, okay. 
No, Rich doesn't solve this one. I mean, uh, Halifax. Um, I don't think I want to know. <laughs> that is the correct response. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't tell the others I'm coming. I'll, I I was literally about to say, I'll let the others know you're coming. I will I will keep my own counsel about your especially, whereabouts. Especially that reporter. In fact, send them away for approximately an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that Mitch, Mitch is just standing by the oven, no doubt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, he's listening. And I'm just like, yeah, a ritual. Yeah, yeah, we'll hurt him. We'll hurt him real bad. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, I just imagine Mitch going. <laughs> he needs to renegotiate his danger pay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, um, Mrs. Vanderbilt hangs up on you. Oh, rude. After saying <laughs> goodbye, I, I pass Walter the phone. He hangs the phone back up. Oh, um, Walter, there seems to have been some sort of oversight. Oh, what have we missed? Um, all of the lanterns that we've packed are electrical lanterns. We probably want to replace them with hurricane lanterns. Ah, yes, we don't have batteries anymore, do we? That's true. Okay, well spotted, uh, Jack. I'll go sort that out now. Ah, thank you. How are you doing, Mitch? I say, drifting over into the cooking area cautiously. Uh, you know, just cooking up these, uh, you know, these survival rations. You know, it's going to be uh, cold, wet, you know, dark, everything we wouldn't want it to be. But it's going to be that way, so. Mm-hmm. Um, anything I can do to help? You. I can lift things in and out of ovens. I can chop things. Uh, I can uh, I can I can carefully observe herbs. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm 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 a bit weirded out by having never had <laughs> your help. <laughs> Suddenly, you coming into the kitchen? But yeah, sure. You can uh, you can you can cut up these lardons. Mm. I I, I I love a lardon. How is he cutting them up? Yeah. <laughs> dice the lardons. You can get right. long ones Great that lard. need to be cut <laughs> into cubes. Right. I'm dicing them. Cutting lard into lardons. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> How Jesus, he... sorry. God. How yeah. he... you, you call him up on that, and yet Russet has him frying frying a meringue earlier. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what happens if you fry a meringue? You ruin a frying pan. <laughs> and, and a meringue. meringue. <laughs> yeah. And my sensibilities. Yeah. You have a meringue that's on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm allowed to make shit up, though. <laughs> Basically, basically, not in my a, kitchen. Basically, a fried meringue is napalm. Uh, so <laughs> do with that as you will. This is the alternate timeline where it's fashionable to just have fried meringue. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! It's like thermite. Um, I, I, I chop lardons. Okay, roll cooking with a bonus dice, Mitch. Smitch. 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 I'm here to help Smitch. You don't even need that bonus, guy. <laughs> roll, roll your hindrance dice. <laughs> 36. Okay. Uh, Chai and um, Thomas, you arrive at Miss Lin Yen Yu's. 
Excellent. Uh, roll your credit rating to get an audience with her. Rolling a credit rating, credit rating. Blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, you are kept waiting for about two hours. It's very nice waiting. There's tea and nibbles. I uh, don't even look at it as waiting. It's a relaxing afternoon. Miss Lin Yen Yu wanders in. Hey, Miss Yen Yu, how are you this afternoon? I was having a delightful soiree with some British gentlemen who have bought me some very interesting trinkets. Uh, but how can I help you, my dear? You are here to sell me some other exquisite items. She wanders over to the metal tablet. You, this tablet you brought back from the city beneath Australia is exquisite. I assume I can't convince you to give me the coordinates for its location, so I can send a team of my own. Not the coordinates. I'm still quite interested in being the one to perform the next delve down there, but in partnership with you. Well, I will be happy to accept that arrangement. Let me know when your current expedition is done, and we can talk outfitting. Of course. Now, for today's interest... um, I can't help but notice you bought me Thomas Kennedy, Olympic athlete and gold medalist. Yes, you see. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Come, Mr. Kennedy. Let us go and have dinner. Well, Tom, are you okay having dinner with Lynn? She's she's an absolutely wonderful lady. Uh, But any any friend of Chai is a friend of mine. Good answer. (laughs) While we're here, and considering we are. I did bring Tom, and I'm going to be heading the expedition for you. I was wondering if I might be able to impose a small bit on your knowledge and vast resources you have, Ms. Yen Yu. You see, myself and Thomas are going into a situation very shortly where death is almost certain. Mm. And I would rather like... If you know of any way of doing it, some sort of way to go, I don't want to be here anymore, and then not be there anymore for myself and Tom. Interesting request. There are methods I have heard of for doing this. However, I can't teach you any of them. I am a collector of Mm -hmm. items. I don't actually learn how to do the mythos um, magic, as you were. Of course, because doing so is incredibly dangerous. And very stupid. Yes. She she suggests a her collection. I like to collect the exotic objects and keep them here where I can admire them and no one else will mess with them. Except for that time when I bought that painting that came alive. Um but we won't talk about that. Let's not. <laughs> that was a headache, but I cannot teach you any ways. There are ways to make gateways, there are ways to make um Travelling boxes. 
So you enchant two identical chests, and entering uh-huh. one and closing the lid allows you to emerge from the other. I've heard tell of them from my friend Carl. Um, like a shitty stage magician. <laughs> but I don't know how to make them. I'm afraid I can't help you in this way. Do you know anyone who might be able to? Liza Vanderbilt? <laughs> She's, um... <laughs> Wait, do I actually... I'm, I'm pretty sure you have said that Chai does know what happened to her. I think they told you what happened, yeah. yeah. You, you were in town when you saw their ship crack in half and, like, Yogg-Sothoth erupted the pillow from it. You were like... Oh, fuck. Question. Do you want to know what actually happened to Liza Vanderbilt? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I shall not say it then. I do, however, know of one other person who may be able to help you if Miss Vanderbilt is no longer accessible. Not safely, that's for sure. There are two people then. Uh, Lady Catherine Shaughnessy, Nee Vanderbilt. (laughs) Your erstwhile employer might know. And, of course, Lorient de Merigny, if you can contact him. That name rings a bell, but I can't remember out of character who that is. Etienne Laurent de Demerigny. Oh, by Etienne. Of he course. was calling him by his surname. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I can give you his address in New Orleans, but whether he's there is up to chance. Hmm. Or whether he's when. I suspect yep. I'm probably going to strike out on all of those fronts, but either way, uh, hmm. Hmm. Well, here is Etienne's dress and telephone mm-hmm. number. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't help you more, my dear. I would if I could. Uh, that, that's I would... quite okay. I'm sure I'll think of something. <laughs> if I could help you, I would. That's fine. Thomas, you haven't exactly had a lot of say in what's going on this afternoon. Uh, well, I didn't want to impose. I'm, I'm basically a total stranger to Miss Lenyu. Um, well, I shall end that, Thomas. She claps her hand, and gentlemen and servants come swooshing in. And unless you resist, you're going to get swooshed off to dinner with her. I look, I look to Chai, like, we don't have to be anywhere, do we? Not that I'm aware, so you can have a nice evening. What yeah, time I I should I that. drop by to pick Thomas up? <laughs> Tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning. Oh, oh just me. Oh, okay. She's she's not interested in me, Thomas. I'm boring. Oh. Uh, oh. oh I, now, the penny drops. I now know what kind of woman she is. <laughs> Thomas, uh, are you allowing Malibian? yourself to be seduced? <laughs> oh, God. Um... <laughs> How do I say no politely? <laughs> uh, you roll your appearance and get low enough. Ah. I could be having dinner. Oh, I'm you accept <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Thomas, you have a lovely evening. You are thoroughly wined, dined, seduced, 
and have a nice time. You may have uh, eight sanity Oof. and 19 luck. Jesus. I mean, you just went and had sex with a sexy older lady who admired <laughs> your beautiful athletic body all evening. Oh, God, did I really? You totally did. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You, look, you look away for five seconds and uh, suddenly someone's been cougared to death. I mean, have you seen my backstory, <laughs> Russet? Uh, not recently. Look at the significant people. Did you just, like, um, get seduced? Well, you may have been slightly drugged over dinner, so it might not entirely be your fault. I'm sure your fiancé will forgive you for being cougared by a rich woman in Shanghai. I'm sure that, A, she's never going to know about it, and B, that might be because you don't tell, it might be because you're dead before we get back to her. (laughs) I I agree on both points, but we really need to go back to the way Russet pronounced the word (laughs) fiancé. I was hoping we could just forget it. No, no, we definitely needed to draw attention to it. Oh, well, Has someone been spending too much time talking to Fioxy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have indeed been spending a lot of time talking to Fioxy. Uh, yeah, sorry, Thomas, you get slightly very drunk and wake up in the arms of another woman. The same fucking thing happened to Harold when he became a fucking kobold. <laughs> you haven't had a forced transformation yet, so can you stop laughing? <laughs> yeah, uh, at least actually, time- actually... If if you were transformed into a kobold, that would really help my bingo sheet. <laughs> oh wait, we kind of have already been forced transformed, haven't we? Just not in the complete sense. It's fine, Flinty. Your Thomas has a lovely evening, and you got a load of sanity and luck. I back. did, you, yeah. You got laid. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whereas if, if I just got the warm feeling of helping a luck. friend. <laughs> Well, so what you're, what you're saying is is that we need to be having a lot more sex in these games in order to survive. <laughs> I, I, I have a question. Yes? Does Cat Vanderbilt count as a fantastical king? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's true anymore. Um... <laughs> She's not a fantastical king. Now, Liza Vanderbilt... As part of Yogg-Sothoth. <laughs> I have, however, ticked uh, a visit to a library because of that collection. Uh, previous PC turns up as a cameo because Cat's turning up. And, uh, uh, famous NPC, Lin Yen Yu's pretty famous at this point. I don't think anybody's had an extremely dubious gift yet. Yet. <laughs> uh, nobody's died in a stupid, easily avoidable way, but I've, uh, I've got my money on you, Nito. You, uh, <laughs> I mean, it is not a birthday game. If Which means Noah has to die? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. No, it's fine, because if Rebecca dies, Kat's here. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> Us finding out about the maths, does that count as advancing the plot? It does. Oh, it does? Um, I mean, Nido was going to quietly continue solving that until, you know, <laughs> suddenly one day, Hugo yeah. suddenly goes, hello, Jack. Oh, no. <laughs> Basically until Hugo reprised his role as Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, really, um, really, I need uh, I need Flinty to make a noise and uh, Nido to turn into a monster and we're, we're done. I, uh, well, I, think I get Flinty, a bingo then. Flinty made many noises last night. Oh, was that Thomas? 
<laughs> Considering Jack's been very specifically told not to tell us that Cat's coming, does that count as vital information being withheld? Probably. I think for you it might, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I need a GM well woad and a hole in time and space. Oh, Cat is almost definitely tearing a hole in time and space to get here. Ah, but you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's happening in the game, yeah, that's that's it means I can tick it. You'll have to wait and see how she gets here. Okay, okay. She pro- she's probably going to turn up on the wings of a fucking space vampire. Oh, uh, that's more Liza's stick. Oh god. I have brought my friend to solve the Hugo problem. You may yeah. sing the song of souls now, my friend. That's going to solve more than a Hugo problem. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the sort of thing Liza would do. Uh, yeah, well, I've already got a, a backup backup plan Please. for Hugo if I need to. <laughs> Please, I no no more star vampires. I don't, I don't want any more of those. Uh, so, uh, what do you do for a living? Questions. Uh, I don't think I can stand them. Right, so Chai has a nice time. Thomas has a very nice time. <laughs> And it's okay, Thomas, you're not married yet, so you're still allowed to... Um, that's not, not how it not works. not 100% convinced <laughs> that's how it works, but okay, let's move on. Um, well, the, the only thing I'm going to say to that is, because it's the 1920s, maybe oh, they did think right. that. That's what it I was mean. certainly much more socially accepted yeah. these days. Okay. <laughs> then, you know, it happened on a different continent. I mean, have you actually called What's your fiancé to tell her you're alive? Yeah, I wrote, I wrote a telegram. Oh, yeah, so you did. What yeah. stays, what happens in... Shanghai stays in Shanghai. Shanghai stays in Shanghai. Yeah. I'm, I'm on yeah, a yeah. training camp in Shanghai. My, my dearest beloved, I have been uh, kidnapped <laughs> by some rich in your people. Defense. In your defense, you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I mean, the point. Does this count as a kidnapping? If if uh, Tom no. he didn't resist, no. so not really. No. <laughs> mm, okay. Anyway, uh, back at the house, uh, Matteo and Rebecca, you take it in turns keeping Hugo distracted all evening, mm-hmm. and eventually put him to bed. All of you are very careful not to mention dreaming in Hugo's presence. Because he hasn't had that idea. Haven't I? No. Mm. The obsession has been not allowing you to think that way. Mm. Okay. Um, the obsession is currently anchored in your awaking mind. Don't try and help the GM kill us, Nido. I'm oh, not player still. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> uh, you, just went, you sure I can't dream to kill us all? <laughs> Nido just wants to dream. Uh, I mean, can I do that and do something fun instead? <laughs> no, because of your problem. No. Right. It is now the fifth of September. You have all slept and had a pleasant evening. Hmm. Some more pleasant than others. Hmm. When's Go Day? Is it tomorrow or the 7th? Uh, 7th is Go Day. I think. Okay. Let me check the calendar. Yeah, yeah. You're leaving on the evening of the 7th. Mm-hmm. So you've got all day the 5th, all day the 6th, and most of the day on the 7th. 
Uh, you all gather for breakfast in the breakfastorium, except for Hugo and uh, Thomas and Guy, who aren't back yet. They sent a message last night that they were staying out at a friend's of Chai's. Oh, she goes out. Thomas. Thomas Thomas and Chai. What's Chai? Okay. Breakfast. Uh, you've got two days. You've got today, tomorrow, and most of the day after before you fly out to your doom. What would people like to do today? Starting with Jack. Uh, at breakfast, I mentioned to everyone the lantern conundrum. Oh, Walter looks up and's like, yes, I ordered some hurricane lanterns. Ah, good. It was a good spot, Jack. Otherwise, you'd have been out there on that reef with no lights after dark. Mm, it's very hard to cast in the dark. Mm. Um, but uh, yes, uh, I have some things to take care of today, so I'm going to be busy. Try not to disturb me unless it's an emergency, please, says Walter. Okay, is there anything else we need to do in the meantime? No, Everything's packed and ready to go. We're just waiting for go day. All right. So we have time to ourselves to have some thoughts as to what we might do in there, unless it's a bit kind of too far in the future and we don't really know what we're going to run into. But, mm. Or we just steal ourselves for the days ahead. I think we've got a couple of days just out there on the reef. Um, well, we've got three days on the reefs as well, yeah. according to your plan. Mm-hmm. So, I guess you've got time to yourselves now. Yeah. Okay. I will be around the house. Okay. Brooding. Um, Rebecca's going to go sit on a bench and read a book. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. Okay. What are you doing with your time, Jack? I uh, um, I'm just going to drift around and see, attach myself to different people and see if I can if I can help them with stuff. Um, periodically, I'm going to go and make sure Hugo isn't doing maths. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good plan. I think you've got a anti maths Hugo plan. Walter has come up with a cracking way to distract Hugo today, though. He's rolled out a whole bunch of maps and is like, right, let's work out your route and how you're going to fly in the dark without any lights on and land in the sea on the right rock. You want me to roll navigate? Yeah. Lots and lots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think there's anything I can do in regards to maps. I mean, it had to happen eventually. I mean, you and Walter are pouring over the maps in the tea room. Um, Currently, your problem is you can look at it on the map, but you're like, how the fuck am I going to find it in the dark? So you're having to work out the distance and times, which is maths. Oh. It's, not, it's not solving the evil equation. It's normal pilot maths. So can, I ro- can I use maths? Can I roll maths to do, to do the same? N- yes, I guess you can. A regular maths, yeah. A regular maths. Is Walter assisting in any of these? Why do I have a blind spot when it comes to that? Walter can't assist, but he can make sure Hugo stays on task. Uh Well, it's probably better that he's not going to be getting better at maths. 
<laughs> yeah. He's already going to get you back. It's double ticked already. Oh, right. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. so Jack is just sort of like floating around being helpful. Uh, okay, I'll come to you in a moment. Uh, Matteo, what are you doing? Uh, I'm not sure, really. I, I guess just keeping myself handy. Uh, oh, something I meant to ask earlier. Because I, I forgot where we are with it. Um, there was a whole thing about me needing to find some cats, right? Yeah. Some, some volunteer cats. Did we do that? You haven't done that yet, no. Okay, I should probably do that. Are you going to go around and talk to the cats in the house? There are about 20 cats living here now and ask for some volunteers. I'll I'll start there. I want to explain the gravity of the situation and uh, also the chance to uh, to I can't remember the the word but there were several cats I think killed during that um, kerfuffle before they were Uh, and they would be able to um, get revenge they'd be able to they'd be able to get revenge for that by joining in with this there is some danger but it would be greatly helpful to the cause of not having Nyarhotep take over everything. Uh, roll me your cat, and then roll me your persuade. Um, feline. I succeed at talking like a cat, and then I have some other rolls. Where is Persuade? There it is. Oh, wow, I've got really bad Persuade. Um, I think I have Base Persuade. If you've got Fast Talk or one of the others, you can use that instead. Yeah, let me just see what else I've got here. Um, Charm, Fast Talk, and Persuade. I'm, I'm better at Fast Talk and Charm, can, in fact. But, but yeah, can, Fast... Well, whichever one is higher. Okay, I'll I'll do this. Uh, okay, that didn't work. Um, uh, yeah, you are wandering around talking to the cats, but so far, after you've managed to talk to all the cats here in the house, <laughs> none of them will volunteer to go with you. Their job is to guard this house. Uh, so I... they're going to have to go out into the city and talk to other cats. Okay, I want to ask them at least if they know where there might be a, uh, a cluster of cats that I can uh, talk to who may be up for such a mission. They suggest you check the uh, Nanshi district near the train station. Okay. I tell someone, anyone, it doesn't matter whoever I encounter You're going to have to do that tomorrow because you spent most of today talking to these cats. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll call it a night for then. Yeah. It's taken you a while to wander around and talk to them all. Mm-hmm. Fair you enough. To talk to them all in groups of one or two, and it takes a while. Fair enough. And you know they're cats. They're all like, mm, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. And Fair they're all like, nah, fuck that. Um, are you going out or are you staying in? <laughs> I'm staying uh, in for now. Mitch, what are you doing? 
mute. Being mute. Hello. Hello. Um, so I wanted to kind of prepare for the uh, for the sort of like trek ahead. So I kind of wanted to split the day, or maybe I can't. I don't know. But I wanted to do a bit of handgun training and just practice my handgun. Yeah, roll your handgunning. You may double tick your handgun. How do you double tick it? So you uh, just need yeah. to tick it and then make a note in the like the title that it's been double ticked. Um, ah. That's a thing I could be helping with. Uh, yeah, you can also double tick, roll your handgun too, then Jack. Uh. Oh. Uh. All the gun explodes. <laughs> You you demonstrate how a handgun works by pointing it against Mitch's forehead and pulling the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> it really works. Now, now you never want to do this with a semi-automatic. <laughs> 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 um. uh, right. Yeah, you may only tick your handgun, not double tick it. And you have to get another handgun after your first handgun. You drop in the pond. I like Walter. Yeah. This one. This one is broken. Don't ask me any questions. It's like. Why is it covered in aspic? Don't ask me any questions. Keep <laughs> <laughs> your handgun just perfectly preserved. In, <laughs> in case of emergency, slice through aspic, which we've done. <laughs> yeah, so I guess for the day, what I wanted to do was like practice handgun. And if there was time later, then also, I don't know, like uh, probably just uh, read up on some spells again, or maybe talk to Rebecca, because Rebecca's got good knowledge of spells, right? Okay, so you're going to go talk to Rebecca in a bit about spells. So, Chai and Thomas, you arrive back mid-morning from your day out and to find everyone being pretty industrious. Ah, it's like, looks like everyone's getting ready for the trip. Oh, do um, I get to read my book, or is that a bit... I'll come back to you in a oh, moment. Right. I guess we should just last. let people know we're back, and then... Hmm... What to do next? I've uh, got an idea. Well, I, I was going to say, do you want to try and teach me those spells you were trying? I'll to- try and teach you a different spell while doing it in a practical manner because it'll be my first time doing it, and I think we need to do this. Okay. <laughs> okay, you go into the main shrine. I will come back to you. So, Rebecca, read your book. My book. Yeah. You finished the skim reading. I've passed quite a few of these. You may double tick it too. Thank you. And you may now read the book. Ah. Well, the skim read part of the book. I haven't used single skill today. <laughs> I've used a single skill. Desert survival. <laughs> We're not even in a desert. I know, right? Okay. So I have to do the things. And think. Okay. Uh, whilst Nile is reading that, uh, Chai, what spell are you trying to teach Thomas? Um, I'm trying to teach Thomas at the same time as actually casting it for myself for the first time. Communicate with Bast. Ooh, first spell, extreme success. 
Okay, uh, I will transfer that across to Thomas's sheet. Thomas, you can oh, roll me. Your... I do need to call another cat in for it, though, as well. First, I'm no, assuming I'll... that's easy enough. That's very easy. There, look, there's already a cat here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one. Um, Thomas, let me just add this to your spell sheet. Um, Thomas, uh, aside from learning the spell, are there any other skills you want to practice today? Um, I'll, I'll let you finish copying that in first before I have a look. Right, there we go. It's copied across. Yeah, because... Yeah, because in canon, he, he he's not really interested in reading books after that kerfuffle. So... Uh, can he just do some general athletics stuff yeah. around the house? Roll me your athletic skills. Uh, so which ones have I got? I've got... Th- I haven't got swim, really. It's 20. Throw. Uh, you may double-tick that. Uh, what else do I have? Jump. It's, it's, oh, yeah, jump, yep. And brawling, yep. Yeah, you can tick, jump, and roll brawling. Because I guess you can practice your combat fighting skills. Uh, you can double tick that. Thank you. Um, I think that's everything. Oh, I've got climb. I've got climb. Oh, yeah, roll climb. Right. And you may double tick climb. Thank you. Uh, I'll come back to you in a moment, Chai. Uh, Cat, you are happily reading through your book and looking at these exciting spells you can now learn. Rebecca, when... even. Rebecca, even. <laughs> when Mitch wanders over and is all like, teach me spells, woman! Or maybe he says... Like, I was a massive misogynist, yeah. <laughs> I suspect You're that much... woman. I suspect he's much more polite than that. My darling, teach me your magic. Um, it's got creepy instead of <laughs> milady. <laughs> oh, um, hello. Hi. I'm just getting prepared for you know uh, journeys ahead. So like, you know, I've got this whole uh, load of like spells and like uh, song sheets, and I didn't know if you knew any of their sort of details or whether they're worth learning. I've got no clue really. And I've got, I know a couple now, but. Um, I don't know much about the songs, uh, but I've got this book, so I, I sort of show the cat's book that I've got. There's quite a bit in here that I haven't finished looking at yet. Um, I mean, there's bits in this that I haven't finished looking at yet, but it's also written in Egyptian hieroglyphs. So unless you happen yeah. to know those, that might be more difficult. No, I know uh, Liverpudlian, I know Mancunian. English, uh, no, lots of types of English, but no, no Egyptian. Um, would you like to have Cat take a look at one of your music spells to see if she can, not Rebecca, sorry, to see if she can work it out? Sure. Which one do you want her to have a look at? Well, Fool's Fading, like, what, what's, what is that? Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard of that? Okay, roll the mythos rating on. The Adventures of Trelawney Lathorpe. Okay. Uh, 
Nice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the end. I can't see anything. Pause? No. Alas, uh, you. Yeah. Problem is because they're they're in music. Unless he plays them, <laughs> you're not really going to have an idea of what they do. Mm. Don't think playing it is a good idea. It'd certainly be an interesting one. <laughs> I mean, you could try playing it without um, pouring too much magical energy into it and see if that helps. But... <laughs> <laughs> Go on, do it. Oh, GM, thanks for the help. Wow, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, um, you, you have a horrible yeah. feeling, Mitch, that Unless I do, Rebecca is going to spend a lot of time researching these with you. You're going to have to play them to find out what they do. Yeah, I, I, it was just it was just a uh, long shot, uh, and, and you know, just in case I could uh, uncover what these these might be. But uh, never mind. I mean, but if you've got anything you feel like I need to, you know, read uh, between now and uh, when we set off, and you know, I'm at a loose end this afternoon, so. Happy to look at something. Um, let's have a look at what I've got. Uh, I don't know. So with this book, it might be better if we were to look at things together. Um, like there's this one spell here that we could see if we want to have a look at. Sure. Okay, you and Mitch are going to learn a spell together. Which spell are you going to learn together? Um, and I've said that. A uh, Wrath of Pazuzu? Uh, which book is that in? Naomi. Oh, Naomi's book. Okay, uh, where is it? Uh, there it is. Wrath of Pazuzu. Uh, I should. If I want this to be cast from a harmonica because it would look so good, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so roll me your hard intelligence with a bonus die, cat. Uh, be hard intelligence. It's looking good. With a bonus die. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay, uh, you and Mitch learn. Mitch, roll me your intelligence, please. Okay, uh, you both learn the Wrath of Pazuzu and are able to adapt it so Mitch can cast it from his harmonica. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it does? It's just, it's just holding the harmonica to your lips and screaming, Pazuzu, over and over it. <laughs> just turns you into a harmonica. <laughs> no, unless you fire lightning bolts. Sweet. <laughs> from your lips. From my harmonica? <laughs> from your harmonica, yeah. It's a bit like Cyclops, but from your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Let me add this to Rebecca first. Breath of Pazuzu. Uh, I've virtually given my character sheets. I can take that. Sends a powerful mark. Does it better do? Mm. 
this is like having like a like kind of 80s style kind of like electric guitar with a laser instead it's harmonica <laughs> it's a harmonica that shoots lightning exactly it's Great. like a it's like a hipster kind of like megalodon <laughs> or like rock <laughs> Okay, let's add Raph. Oh, we're at two hours. Okay, uh, we'll just go back to Craig and then we'll stop for the break. So, Craig, Hello. you have successfully summoned Bast. Well, at least have present. Mm hmm. Uh, ah, my lady, it, it's lovely to speak to you again. <laughs> Why have you summoned me, my dear? Uh, far away across the world. Long and short, I was wondering if there might be a chance of a bit of a gift of knowledge, potentially, or potentially some direction. Um, I don't know how much you may already have heard through Neris of our plans, but we're about to engage in a foolhardy plan that's got a probably 10% chance of us surviving, and mine and Thomas's survival is kind of important to you, considering how much you've invested in us at this point. So I was wondering if you might have any knowledge of some way of pulling our butts out of a fire and at short notice, if we needed to do so. <laughs> Nothing I can teach you swiftly. If you are lost on your venture to Grey Dragon Island, I will mourn you, but fear not, I will collect your spirits and you will be safe with my children. Okay, that's good at least. I, I didn't... Hmm? There are methods, but you would... You need to erect a gateway to leave, and erecting a gateway that close is going to be noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought I'd try anyway because I'm so very interested in just not dying if I can avoid it. <laughs> I understand, my dear, but there's nothing I can teach you quickly enough that will help. That's fair. Anyway, it was lovely chatting. It was lovely we'll, to see you too. We'll try not to die, I promise. Oh, before you go, um, since it's the first time I've had the chance to speak with you i just wanted to say thank you for saving chai's life you're welcome and i'm glad you are both safe even though you have both inadvertently bound yourselves to the wheel in ways you were not expecting yeah the wheel it keeps on turning <laughs> uh i look forward to working with you both throughout the decades ahead Fingers crossed that actually happens. <laughs> and as you are hanging up, Cat uh, Vanderbilt comes wandering out of one of the bedrooms and we'll pause for a break as you walk kind of pause and look across at Cat, who's just rocked up. Catherine Vanderbilt has just walked out of uh, one part of the house and she says, as you all turn to gasp at her in shock, Hello. Uh, hello. Good afternoon. Who is she? <laughs> no, really, who is she? <laughs> well, you've Cat Vanderbilt. 
I'm yeah. guessing. Oh, 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 that. Oh. I'm wondering if there's anybody here left who I know anymore. <laughs> me. Me. Who are all you people? Me, <laughs> Mateo. Ah. Hello, Chai. How, we only met you? in passing, though, really. <laughs> also, same. Uh. How probably did remember you Walter, here, right? Oh, um, yes. you know, I just I stopped by. Um. Rends in time and space, that sort of thing. But okay, I'm ticking it. Tear <laughs> <laughs> open a rent in time and space so it doesn't count. She literally just said she did. Well, she didn't. Quick question: Is it likely to destroy the world? Because we've got quite a lot of that on at the moment already. No, it's it's safe. It, it's good. Like, um, well, I I got a call and now I'm I'm here for to help out with this ritual here. Uh, uh, Walter kind of chivies Hugo out onto the uh, walkway and is like, ah, Mrs. Vanderbilt, hmm. you know Hugo, your pilot. Yes, that's right. Um, hi, Hugo. I am. Um, I, I walk in and I'm like, I didn't tell them you were coming. Hello. No, everyone's quite surprised. Uh, I'm not sure why I wanted them to be quite surprised, but. Mm. Uh, because you love you. a dramatic entrance. Ah, yes, that's true. It's so good being out here. I mean, it's also quite good being at home with my family. But and Roger's nice. penis. And Roger's penis, which is an entire city by itself. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Roger. Tick the box. <laughs> I don't think no. anybody's got it. Not the anymore. box has been deleted. <laughs> Why? Why? Up, was it? Because we're not routinely we thinking it. about Roger Vanderbilt's penis anymore. That's <laughs> what you think. <laughs> the Vanderbilt. Now, <laughs> uh, well, I'll have a look and see how people are and how the house is. Because, well, yeah, I haven't seen anybody. I've just heard the stories. Well, Mrs. Vanderbilt, our most pressing matter right now is Hugo wants to solve the mathematical equation that might end the world. Oh, no, he really doesn't want to do that. Except that I know he definitely absolutely with every fibre of his being currently does. So let's sort that out. (laughs) I mean, I've got a selection of hammers. (laughs) I'm not sure phonology is going to solve this. Oh, I wasn't talking about phrenology. No, I was uh, just going to fall back on the consuming his soul if it came down to it. If we need to consume his soul, then I guess we could do that. Although I'm not sure then how you'd go flying. Um, but I found this this one spell ritual thing that I think could help us with what we want to do. All right. Hmm. <sighs> okay. I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> I know, Mateo, it's not your... Is, is, is phrenology really not an option? I heard some <laughs> extreme forms can turn your personality from alive to uh, dead. <laughs> that wasn't what I was thinking of, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but there needs to be dead without whisking off to the dreamlands afterwards. Uh. my suggestion of soul-consuming, if it came to it. Mm. Let's put those around sort of plan G or H, that that sort of area. We're already on D, so not far to go. (laughs) Well, it feels necessary. Mm. Oh, you're saying, oh, oh, of course I should go and do stuff on the Dreamlands. 
<laughs> Not anymore, you won't be. Okay, so um, if any, like, so this particular ritual would benefit from a number of volunteers. So if anyone would like to help me uh, get rid of Hugo's uh, universe ending obsession, I would quite like that. What sort of risks involved? Um, GM, what sort of risks? <laughs> you know, the usual ones. No one, hope no one rolls a 98, 96 to 100 on the ritual roll, and all will be well. Mm. Um, so it sounds like the fewer people who do it, the less likely that will happen. <laughs> but it's good to have more people, so... Mm. But a certain number of more people. What are you giving up? That, that's that, that's more the question that yeah. I, I, ah, I was too. trying to... Okay, uh, so it will be a bit wibbly, so uh, a little bit of um, sanity. Uh, okay. Quite a bit for the target, but that's completely unavoidable, so there has to be a target. And... This is very ritually, so I'm not entirely sure, Mateo, if you're going to want to be anywhere near it. Um, I don't want to do it, but... Um, but you have to. As long as it's not as draining as certain of the other rituals I've been forced to be involved in lately, then I am willing to take part if I must. Okay, that's appreciated. Oh, I know how you feel in. about such things. Oh, thank you, Chai. I can help out. If, if Chai's in, then I'm in. <laughs> Mitch. Might as well be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, was, that wasn't you volunteering. That was a statement of fact. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack? Oh, what, you, want, you want my help? Yeah. Sure, why not? quite helpful so far. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd love to... Uh, Love to get in there and uh, twiddle around, see what mm. we can do. Excellent, and let's have have us a good ritual. I, I don't. I'm not tending to that many rituals at home. I mean, Roger doesn't like what it does to the the, the sort of mood of the house, but and, and to the children. <laughs> oh, the children love it. I mean, it's, it's all good fun. It's like Mary Poppins. Oh, you have children. What are their names? Anna and Melissa and Etienne. Etienne's doing quite well. I didn't read up on this before coming back. <laughs> Take your message, by the way, Russell. You sneaky little shit. <laughs> okay, um, so it sounds like we're all in for some kind of <laughs> mystical randomness. Uh, it looks like we need a room with a bit of space. Quite a bit of space, actually. So if we need to clear some furniture out of the way. We do this. Yeah. Which room are you using? Ooh. This one works. The big one? Yeah. How destructive is it likely to be? Um, I think that rather depends on the source of the obsession. Which, I, well, I already know what the source is. It's not our ignoble fiend. So, so, we're, so we're thinking very, very disruptive. <laughs> yeah. So maybe close to the centre of this place, if it's all warded and safe and stuff. Mm. So, so what in the garden then? Or Ooh. everyone, roll spot hidden at hard, please. 
I do not see the thing. I see the thing. Oh, do I have a chance to see the thing? Uh, you have a chance to see the thing. Uh, uh, I don't actually succeed at hard. Did you say hard? I did. I'm hard. So, Chai <laughs> and Jack, I'm going to send you a message. Oh, wow. I do not succeed. Is Rebecca here? Uh, Rebecca is, is a here. Yeah. Hello, me. I mean, not me. Oh, Rebecca, Re- Re- uh, Rebecca have, you, have, have you met Lady Vanderbilt? You should talk to each other at length. Privately. Ah, yes. <laughs> we talk at length. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you have to role play. <laughs> right, uh, Craig and Arona, oh, yeah. you both have messages. Where's Hugo gone? Where's Hugo gone? Uh, hmm, he's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, uh, whilst you were all talking about him, he's wandered off. And um, oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> all right, I say taking me, taking out my retro phrenology hammer. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's spread out and find him. He can't have gotten far. All right, let's go have a look about. Well, no. actually, Cat oh, might be preparing God. the room while others, okay. including Rebecca, might have a look around. Cat is preparing the room with Thomas's help, hmm. and some oh, cats have turned up. Ooh. <laughs> meow, meow. No. <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, no, no, don't, don't say that. Whatever you do, <laughs> yeah, you go, uh, you go, uh, meow, meow, and they're like, don't patronize us. Yes. <laughs> What's the time at the moment, by the way? It's like late afternoon. It's like, oh, cat, yeah, cat doesn't know feline, and I look at language. Oh, I don't remember knowing those. Well, that's cool. <laughs> She's been busy whilst they, you've been away, somewhat. Do I have time to continue my cat hunt? Uh, not this evening, no. You've got, um, it's dark on the streets of Shanghai, and you probably don't want to be wandering around the streets of Shanghai after dark. Okay. You lived here long enough to know that that's a bad idea. Mm. Okay, uh, everyone who is searching for Hugo, roll spot hidden. Uh, Hugo, you know what you need to whisper roll at me. Hmm. Uh, Ooh. Oh, nicely done. Yeah. Look, just come out, Hugo. We just want to talk. <laughs> right, I'm have a look. Oh, successes all round. If you find him, kneecap him. Hey, and you all wander around, and you eventually find Hugo. He is sitting where no one would ever think to look for him in his in bedroom. Oh, which is. <laughs> I um, I feel a little put out, as especially as I, I had a great plan for looking for him. Uh, I'm just like, gently put the hammer away. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, he's ignoring you, and he's uh, scribbling some sort of mathematical symbol on a notepad, and he looks up as you wander in and all, like, peering around the door to his room. <laughs> Hugo, they've disturbed you again. Well, I'm not, like, bothered. I'm just kind of, like... Busy. <laughs> oh, I know how to deal with this situation. Just keep on saying numbers, like random numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that might that might cause a small bit of frustration. Mm. Okay, you, you found Hugo. How are you going to get him to the ritual room? 
Um, Asking politely. Use hammer with man. Uh, <laughs> um, Hugo, Hugo make it, oh. oh, no, you go. No, that's right. No, you go. Yeah. Hugo, we've got some food. And uh, so I'm cooking up a nice little meal for us to uh, make us able to think faster and think better. <laughs> yeah, otherwise. I mean, I, mean, I, I like food. Yeah, I, come, I, come I on, let's look. I've got something by, really awesome for you. I would be interested by food and wish to subscribe to your newsletter. You all kind of fall in behind Hugo and as Mitch leads him into the room where oh, Mrs. Yeah. Vanderbilt is waiting. I, I mentally review my uh, my general plans uh, because it seems like uh, hit the man with the hammer but it may not have worked quite as well as this one. <laughs> <laughs> I gesture with my arms, come this way for the food. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you could just lie down in this circle of blood, the we'll, food uh... is nearly here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring you a flapjack. <laughs> As you enter the room, you can't help but notice that Cat, uh, Chai, and Thomas have drawn a large pentagram in the middle of the room with the all-seeing eye in the middle of it. Um, they seem to have made it. They, they've, like, arranged the tatami mats and, like, scored them with a knife to actually draw this symbol into the mats. Ah, I say weakly, the snacking circle is prepared. <laughs> <laughs> the snacking Hugo, will commence. Hugo, at this point you're having doubts that there is a delicious... <laughs> I mean, I've you've never seen a plate me. before. I look at Mitch expectantly. <laughs> well, Strap him to the wine and cheese buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I was promised snacks, and I would like snacks. Ah, uh, Hugo. Uh, good afternoon. It's your employer, Mrs. Vanderbilt. Oh, I, I did see her. I did see her earlier. Like I just wandered off because you were distracting everybody with your conversation. Mm. Um. Oh. Oh. I'm just about how are you doing? Um. Yeah. I'm um, quite well. Uh. Actually, in here, we're looking to do um, well a little bit of a ritual, and I, I was hoping you might stay and help us with it. Oh, uh, another one? I thought, we, I thought that didn't happen until, like, uh, once we get there. No, th- this no. is something else. This is just something we're, we're sort of preparing in advance. Oh, I see. Uh, how does it work? Uh, so if you <laughs> lie down in the middle... Right <laughs> Have you ever played Soggy Biscuit? <laughs> I, I hold up. I hold up a finger. I hold up a finger. I say, "What is this ritual for?" <laughs> it's it's for generally sort of calming the mind and effectively helping everyone with their state of mind, including you. Um, and also, if you're if you're willing to help us with it, I'll um, double what we're paying you. So I thought that might be to your interests. All you have to do is sort of lie down here as we do the ritual. It'll take a couple of hours or so. Um, Press it. Yeah. Um, Do I need to roll anything to realize that this is a trap? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Well, Cat is rolled. or it's like the opposite re- of a trap. You're you're in the trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, cat. Uh, roll your persuade, fast talk, or charm, whichever is highest. Okay. <laughs> um, that was Rebecca, not cat. Oh, no. no, no, that's cat. 
Oh, no, so it is. Sorry, your name is still set to Rebecca. Uh, so um, I've, got, I've got West Brom again, so no one saw that. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Nido, roll me your psychology as you try to determine how sincere Mrs. Vanderbilt is being. I'm not great at this. Um, she seems pretty reasonable. You're, you've got doubts, however. You still have doubts. It's very borderline. You still have some questions to ask, like, is she going to be doing this to everyone after they've done you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically that. Basically, I'm, I'm, like, asking lots of annoying, awkward questions, like, how does this work? What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. Who's, uh, who's we doing next? Do I have to do anything? You know, I'm just drawing it out. <laughs> uh, has anyone given up the ghost and wants to just hold Hugo down in the middle of the ritual circle or allow Cat to continue convincing him to co- cooperate willingly seems to be working so I yeah. won't step yeah. in yeah, just, just noticing that Jack is behind him and he's got that hammer <laughs> <laughs> sleep now <laughs> no I um I'm 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 letting her take the lead on this one. Although I do want to hit Hugo with a hammer, I might have to do it after we get back from the island. Uh, Hugo... I'm not one of the bad guys anymore. Well, yeah, but good guys can hit people with hammers too. Look at Thor. It's true. <laughs> uh, Hugo, you are convinced after a lengthy conversation with Mrs. Vanderbilt that this is a good thing to help fortify you all before you go and do the big ritual on the island. Okay. So okay. you willingly sit cross-legged in the middle of the uh, pentagram she's drawn. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. Right, <laughs> who is taking part in the ritual? You. So, I Mitch, think I said I would. Mitch and Matteo Chai. Yep. And uh, Thomas. Yes. Uh, Rebecca is going to just watch in case you need someone to react quickly with... Um, <laughs> You know, uh, what about you, Jack? Are you gonna get in on this hot action? I'm I'm helping with the spell. You're getting in on the hot ritual action, and Walter and Rebecca are on standby in mm. case you need people with guns who aren't busily distracted by a magic spell. Right, Mrs. Vanderbilt. Hello. It's time to begin your spell. Someone is typing loudly. Okay. Uh, Cat has you all who are taking part hold hands. You're all standing at the uh, five points of the pentagram with Hugo sitting in the middle. Um, You've drawn the doors shut and the windows are boarded up and there are lanterns illuminating the room. Uh, Everybody... Mole appraise. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Everyone spend three MP. Mop. As you divvy up the magic One, power cost two, between three. you all. Now, uh, Cap begins a long, uh, almost prayer like chant in Latin. Speaking the words softly and quietly. Roll Latin, please, cat. Ooh, that's a good job I have that. Can I roll Latin to understand it? 
Uh, you can try. I mean, yeah, you could luck that by one if Russet had a complaint about it being a match. <laughs> it says success. No, no, that's mine. Yeah, it says success. Chai's passed. It's a. This is Vanderbilt who has stumbled on a couple of the. Um, Can I just correct her slightly? Uh, you do, but that means Cat uh, has to roll a power roll to not lose control of the ritual as you interrupt her and like, no, no, you say that word like this. I can power roll. Power roll, please, Cat. Or else you lose control of the ritual. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Why do you even ask that, Russet? Why? Because why do you fail it? It could fail. It could. You'd have to get a double zero. Yeah. How still... did you get that much? Cat has been busy. Basically, as soon as Ash takes someone as an NPC, he goes, "I'm going to bump all these numbers up." <laughs> Now, now, Cat has various spells that allow her to make deals to get power, and uh, has access to all the poor people of America. So, um... what have you been doing, Cat? <laughs> so if if Cat dies, then ten thousand poor people die as well. <laughs> Something like that. Oh God! Best not to ask. She actually um, causes the Spanish plague. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the flu. It's Cat Vanderbilt draining people's life force out to make exactly. itself more powerful. I mean, uh, frankly, that's exactly my plan. Once I have any time alone, practically. So, right, uh, you are all chanting the words that Cat has taught you to chant as she continues to speak the words of the spell. Uh, everyone, roll. One D six, except for Hugno, who needs to roll two D six. Uh, two flat D six. I don't know why I'm whispering. It seems you stuck on whispering mode. You can turn whisper off with a little yeah. switch. Leader. There we go. Okay. Um, everyone lose that much sanity that you rolled. Oh, <laughs> do I get a temporary? Uh, if yes, you and Mateo have both lost more than five. Great. What about what about me, Russet? We'll deal with you in a moment. Nah. Oh, I don't so like it when you raise it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flinty, roll me a d10. Lucky sevens. Uh, roll me a constitution. I need a, I need a comfort. Stream! You are overcome with the desire to flee, but then your eyes meet Chai's, and you see she's still calm. You can almost feel her calm overcoming your panic, and you take a few deep breaths and allow her calming influence to flow into you. Calm, calm, calm. I'm so Thank calm. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chai, you could feel uh, Thomas about to have a right old panic attack. That was that was weird. You didn't like that. Roll me your sanity, Chai. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, you lose two sanity just because it's a really weird and unusual feeling to have someone else's mental state almost um, 
Okay, so that's something we can get used to then. You can get used to it, but right now it's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's the first feel... few times. Yeah, I shouldn't be able to feel like the people like this. Is there enough going on for Cat to notice something here, or is she too busy? Uh, sadly, you are too busy with your arms in the air, going, "I don't care, I don't care, Ooh, I don't care," but it's in Latin. Mm-hmm. Waving your hands in the air like you just don't care. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Hmm. Should remember that. Uh, Matteo, roll me a 10. Me 10. <laughs> Just roll, roll a 10. <laughs> if you to roll a 10, you'll be one back. second. Doing the thing. Oh, no, stop. There we go. Hooray. Uh, roll me your constitution. Okay. Constitution. Never gonna agree to anything like this again. That's pretty much where you are. You're sticking this out until the end, mm-hmm. but then you're like, fuck rituals. Just no. Failed constitution. What does this mean? What does any of this mean? Uh, it means that you, Matteo, will never ever take part in another ritual unless someone's really fucking persuasive. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adding it to your backstory tab. And uh, phobias and mania. <laughs> I mean, is that really a phobia? <laughs> well, up to this point, you've been able to talk Matteo into taking part, but now it's just like his default status is nope. No, nope. Not happening. Even the eye of light and darkness. Even the eye of light and darkness. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, Yeah, I can't afford to do that one anyway because I don't have enough power to to, to endure that for much longer. Um, It's fine. Uh, But you're still chanting along and Hugo, roll Hmm. me your pow, please. Oh. Okay. Ow. Now roll me a d10. Is that a good oh, thing? Yeah, this, maybe it's a good thing. Hmm. <laughs> they said desperately. <laughs> Optimistically. Okay, uh, Hugo's eyes roll back in his head and he starts chanting weird numbers and you can literally see the air above him start to warp and shape and shift and then suddenly he stops. And your obsession with the formula just seems to evaporate out of your mind. I mean, this takes two hours. You're, you're chanting, Hugo is just swaying back and forth, screaming numbers into the air, shrieking them loudly. Um, it's like he's desperately trying to finish the... Um, like, whatever's possessing him is trying to make him finish the formula before you finish expelling it. But you are successful. And Hugo suddenly just, you open your eyes and realise what you've been up to and how bad it is. That You really, really are really glad that you've only solved 47% of that equation. Uh, do, do, I, uh, do I have any understanding of what it was for? Um, yeah, you were going to open a portal into your brain and let some dark, horrible entity um, devour your soul and take over your body and then start the end of times. So, point of order. We were talking about surviving for another four days without him having completely... He did 25% nearly in a single afternoon. Whew. Well, that's because I was helping. 
No, no, that's beyond five the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, that was that, that 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 he was already on twenty five percent. So yeah, I was like, please don't wait four days, or else Nido will just be like, and thus the end times begin. <laughs> Good. I actually think um, uh, Arona insisting no distraction is not enough and bringing Cat in was, was what we needed. You have rescued Hugo from the grip of the equation. Because the equation is pretty bad. Cause it doesn't just summon Nyarlathotep. It summons Nyarlathotep who now has the solved equation to how the universe works. Oh, so he can usurp power. He doesn't have that currently. He can execute a cool rap battle. Why, why can't he solve the equation if he's so cool? Because, uh, you know, maths. <laughs> maths is hard. <laughs> he doesn't like maths. Okay, fine. Yeah, he's got stupid humans obsessed with it to do it for him. Hmm. Probably some rules it's against. And there are rules. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid rules. But yes, the ritual comes to an end. The... Uh, the uh, Hugo seems back to his normal self. And uh, Matteo stomps out into the garden. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Matteo is done. He goes to pets and cats. Good work. See you next ritual, Matteo. (laughs) Just hugs the cat. Like They keep making me do them. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I'll maybe meditate. Which isn't a ritual, it's just meditating. <laughs> it's oh, mental no. ritual. Okay, Matteo is meditating. What is everyone else doing? Um, I will see mm. how Hugo is. She's just sat there. Um, hi, Hugo. You okay? I, I feel fine. Good. I, I guess, yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, th- thank you for helping with that. That uh, mm. Yes, it, it is a bit of that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, would anybody like me to? Would anybody like to assist me in a non-ritual burning? I say, <laughs> of quite a lot of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll look after this for you. No, no, no. no. no <laughs> Uh, Hugo goes to his room, gathers up a whole bunch of notebooks and papers, and starts shoveling them into the fire. Yes, the I'm not, I'm not going to throw. Well, I'll rip out the pages. I'm not going to throw away perfectly good notebooks, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll rip out all the pages. Rip out all the like, notes. Be gone! Oh, more, more of more of. I have to make sure where I've gone and like made actual maths. I need to keep for the flight. I just need to kind of. Oh, I need to copy that bit and then. And then that bit can be thrown away and keep that bit because it's like I've just scattered all the notes everywhere. So, right, Hugo, <laughs> anyone keep an eye on Hugo as he burns all the notes? Uh, keep a bit of an eye on him. Uh, is is Cat still keeping an eye on him as well, or has she wandered off now? <laughs> what are you doing, Cat? Uh, Hugo um, seems to be reacting normally and destroying the evil maps. I'll be there as long as I kind of see a little bit. Once I see Hugo actually busily destroying all of the notes and nothing seems untowards, then probably I'll look for Walter and, and be thinking, oh, so I, I guess now um, let's prepare for some wine and a meal. I think I'll settle down before I head away again. Very well, this is Vanderbilt. I will go. Uh, and Mitch, would you care to assist me in preparing a meal for Mrs. Vanderbilt? 
Indeed, everyone... yes. I think everyone after after today's activities needs a nice hearty meal, something to fortify the soul. Well, if you go body. and cook, I'm going to throw out the Mitatami mats in this room and set up the big dinner table. Excellent. So Mitch is cooking, well cooking, Mitch. What are you doing, Thomas? Oh, good question. That is a good question. Um I've unless seen yeah, unless unless Chai's got anything in mind, I might just uh, meditate after that. That was quite a, a well, lot, a lot of work. I was probably going to continue in my quest to try and find a way first to not all die and go to the person who I've been recommended. To try oh, of course, and talk yeah, to. I know, yeah, yeah. You're right, actually, because I, I was there when when the recommendation yeah. was made as well. Okay, <laughs> yes, let's do that. <laughs> all right, so you're going to schmooze with Cat in the garden with Chai in a moment. Um, um, Jack, what are you doing? Uh, I, I'm going to slidle up to Cat Vanderbilt. Yeah, you get Cat first, because obviously Thomas has to go and get Chai from the kitchen. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Jack, you get Cat to yourself first. Hello. How, how are you feeling after all that? Oh, that was quite good, actually. Quite spirited. I'm glad everything went well, and we didn't have strange spiritual incarnations of things to fight right there um no i'm i'm quite happy with that how are you feeling oh very good you you don't you don't feel very tired or anything <laughs> mm, i don't think so no oh, no oh wonderful i say uh reaching into my pocket and pulling out a handkerchief uh, <laughs> 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 um so we've been using this, I say, revealing the, the lure of, of Nyarlathotep. <laughs> Do I need to roll to know what this is? Roll Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, my dumpster. It's just that I can't help but notice that your power is 150. Uh, <laughs> you know what this is. Correction. 250? 260, I think it was, in fact. Uh, yes, Catherine Vanderbilt, you recognise what this is. This is the uh, allure, allure stone. Mm. I, I um, was want- you a little bit want to steal it? A little bit. <laughs> it little is bit. a power lure. It's a small, weird, oblong stone. <laughs> Seems like a good thing to have if you're going to need to cast the Die of Light and Darkness in three days' time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and I was wondering if you'd care to make a donation. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, also, I was just giggling because I've noticed that, that from the uh, the positioning, it sort of looks like Foxby's headset is just directly plugged into the wall. Um. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> What are you what? listening to? Electricity. The 60 hertz hum. <laughs> I, I hover around, hopefully. Um, it's, yeah, just I... That I, it's just that I've noticed you're a gigantic battery. <laughs> you're not a cultist anymore, but you are acting a little bit like... Um, like, a, I, would you like to make a donation to our lovely charity? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to make a donation well, to our Lord, Saviour, Nyal of the Tep? Our charity <laughs> is literally the job she sent us to do. 
Yes, I, I could certainly place uh, a little bit into this. Um, <laughs> she touches it and it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Viking. Rona is oh, gone He returns. Did you close the tab again? You're muted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's hideous. I mean, it isn't a nice stone. Mm. Oh no, it's a yin. Yes, uh, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, various plot relevant reasons may mean I can't just like. <laughs> yeah, <Bye."> I, <laughs> I'll just give you a hundred. Here you go. <laughs> yes, I, I, I assumed you wouldn't be able to just pump this thing chock full of energy, but um, I, I was honour bound to have to try. Yeah, no, that's a good that's question. A good idea. Good idea. Okay, Cat, uh, are you going to touch this disturbing looking stone? Look how weird and awful it looks. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I will do the, the tiny pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be sure to jab my hands forward. Just <laughs> you, you, you know, you know that you know you know in Wally. You know how like there's the bit where he has to charge up every morning, and there's like, and you know, every morning it's like the solar power, like woo, slowly powering up over the course of the morning. And then he opens the tri- and then he opens the solar panels right when he's going past the sun, and it's just whoop, done. <laughs> 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 but with this, stone, <laughs> just going, <laughs> okay, cat, uh, you touch the lure. Uh, would you be so kind as to make me a power roll? Okay, just don't crit fail. You don't, f- yeah. That's- Ah, You understand the matrix that powers this thing and the alignment that uh, allows it to work. You give it five permanent power. And how many magic points do you want to give it? Uh, Depends how much else I've got to do. 20? You give it 20 magic points. Gasp. And then Jack has to make me a power roll. Hang on, hang on. I'm filling in the numbers. Okay, fill in the numbers first. Uh, five perma power. That's good. Where's it gone? It's it's the power lure. Uh, there, oh, there we go. Power sink. There it is. Yeah. Power lure. Nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Uh. It's got 188 MP in it, this thing. Which, which gives it... Which gives it... 94 pow? Is that 94 pow just from the magic? Yeah, it, well, it's 94 pow from the thing, and it has and it has a base of 23 additional forever pow now. That's quite powerful. Okay. So, it's... so we're, we're sorted for the next casting, at least. Yeah, yeah, that, that should be good. Uh, make me a hard power roll, please, Jack. I don't want to. As Cat touches it with her pinky, the whole thing pulses. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <Yeah>. Christ! <laughs> As she powers it up. Uh, nope. Regular Might luck it. That's a lot. That's twenty-one luck. A crack uh. of energy. And a beam of light shoots out the top of the lure for a moment. Scream. Uh, uh, roll your dexterity to not drop it. Uh-oh. 
Ah, my dump stat. Uh, you, you do a little bit of a... But you manage to keep hold of it, and the beam of light coming out of the top of it kind of like swings down by 90 degrees and blasts across the... Uh, Garden. <laughs> Better that than a beacon to go. Look where we are. Assuming it didn't manage to do that anyway. Yeah, they know where we are. They if go. they didn't, they do now. What are they going to do? Send shadow assassins? Maybe. Oh shit, they might yes. send shadow assassins. Yes, mm. they might. Mm. It's alright, Mateo will get them for us. a spinning wheel of dark energy and strange blue light erupts floating above the far side of the pond not again um off (laughs) Uh, then the little beam of light coming up the law turns off and you're like ah I've opened a time gate fuck oh yay oh Oh, good Jesus Fucking Christ. Wait, you're being a hole in time and space? Yep, yep, you've opened a hole in time and space. I mean, nothing's coming out of it, and you don't know where it goes. Yet. Uh, I I look at Cat, and I'm like, next time I think I'm just going to put it in a bowl. Um, (laughs) You, um... You don't don't know how to make that go away, do you? I probably do. Uh, yes, the cat answered your message. Yeah. <sighs> there you go, cat. Ah, to the messageatorium. The messageatorium. I like the fact that uh, Mitch and Hugo are just <clears throat> in the kitchen, and Mitch is all like cooking a feast for the boss, and Hugo's like, "Nope, don't do this one, boss." Nope. Is Hugo is Hugo in the garden? Can he see? No, he's no. in the kitchen. He's oh, in the okay. kitchen with Mick. I like, I like the idea. Dark maths like, into the fire. I like the uh, idea. It's like, ah, a maths equation that can conveniently and easily fix time portals. Well, into the fire. Uh, <laughs> it's your law and you have to do something about it. But I'm here to help. You need to just w- close your gate. Oh, we did rip a hole in time and space. Yeah. Yes. Now you have ripped a hole in time and space. Right, I need a GM railroad now, please, Ash. <laughs> I think we've been on that for some time, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so I can tick it then. No, uh, then I can't. Um, um, so, so I've got open time gate. I don't know t- closed time gate. What am I doing here? Maybe just chant the open spell backwards. I, I look at you sort of desperately like, well, I could put a tarp over it. Um, you just have to will it closed, like, if you have the lure. Like, I, in the same oh. way that you would open a gate, will it closed. Oh, that, 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 that seems a lot easier than I thought. I concentrate on the gate. And what do you concentrate on the gate doing? Um, engulf the world for my master Nyarlathotep. Okay, that great. The other one. That's a good one. <laughs> roll your <laughs> with that in mind. Oh, no, I mean, I mean close the gate. Okay, uh, roll your pal at hard. Mm, 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 Am I able to ah, assist? My dump uh, stat. You could try to assist, but you will need to sync your thoughts with um, Jack. So you need to roll pal first, Cat. 
Mm. I suspect you're not going to have a problem with this. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jack, roll me hard power with a bonus die because you can. There's this sort of like massive, unbearable force of energy bearing down on you from behind that's assisting. Uh, luck it might for luck that. six. For six? Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. Okay. Uh, after a couple of moments... The 77 minus six is 71. Closes. Okay, cool. Uh, you have lost 20 MP, however, Jack. Uh, I think that renders me immediately unconscious. Yes, it does. <laughs> I go, ah, and then I fall flat on my face. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bam! Uh, the lure goes bouncing down the steps and lands in the grass, just kind of glowing gently. Oh, I've got. I can have the handkerchief, and I'll just go and retrieve it. For <laughs> I just like the fact you, you gather it up in a handkerchief, and then you just kind of like pop it back into Jack's inside pocket. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, <laughs> while well, resisting the urge to just keep it, but <laughs> I mean, you could just keep it. No one could stop you. And no. doom the world. But yeah, doom the world. <laughs> I mean, you'll steal, I could, oh. you'll steal it after they save the world. Yeah, let's put it back in Jack's pocket. Nothing's wrong. And then I guess I'll need to get Jack somewhere, but I can't carry. Uh, Walter <laughs> will take Jack away, and at this point, Chai, because uh, it's all happened in like a couple of minutes. Mm. Um, at this point, Chai and Thomas come around the corner to find Walter carrying an unconscious Jack away. Why is Jack unconscious? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Uh, bits of law stuff went slightly wrong. We fixed it, though. As far as oh, I can tell. Oh, law. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Kat, how much has Walter told you about our current best plan? I think pretty much everything, GM. Yep, you've been told the plan. You think it's very ballsy of them, but wish them luck. Okay, uh, wonderful. Basically, we were just wondering, considering just how ballsy it is, if we can maybe make it a bit less ballsy by if you've got any sort of thing that may be able to help us get the hell out of it if it all goes wrong. Anything? Uh, I certainly know of the boxes. Um, the boxes? Oh, Miss Yen, you mentioned those. Yeah. Hmm. I'd have to check through my notes of various things that I'm sure I must have somewhere. Mm, they're back home in your study. Ah. Cat <laughs> uh, knows how to open gateways and build gateways. Which we've already ascertained is not an option because it's too noticeable. How big are these boxes? Well, out of character... I know from Liza, you just need a single box, and it just needs to be as big as a wardrobe, and you just keep that somewhere safe, and poof. In character, I don't know that. Yeah, okay, or rather, the question should be, how heavy is the box? Uh, the, um, the box doesn't matter. Got, the box you've got to get into is, like, uh, you know, the size of a tea chest, and the one you've assigned at the destination is the size of a shoe box. Well, no, that's uh, the point. <laughs> there is only one box with that version of it. With the version that Liza shared with everyone. You just keep a box at the destination and then poof. You just disappear yeah. in a puff of smoke. 
You don't have to climb into a box. Oh, right. I thought it was two box. Oh, right. Nope. The traditional version of the spell. The traditional is two version is that. That's but... all I heard. That's that. Okay. But, yeah. but Liza knew the version that only needed a box at the destination. And she taught it to practically fucking everyone. She taught it to Felix. Hmm. Really? Not Cat? I'm sure she taught it to Cat. It's not on Cat's spell list. Oh, well, in that case, she doesn't know it then. No. I'm afraid you taught it to Felix. You never got around to teaching it to Cat because Cat was busy learning other spells and then you uh, send it to another dimension. Yep, that happens. Uh, There is one other person who knows it. (laughs) Is his name Etienne by any chance? It is. Hmm. Does anyone... Well, actually, I've got a phone number, but I'm not sure if that will work. I'll likely try and look up this, but by the time I've worked it out, it's likely you'll be gone and so gone. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you do have uh, Liza's books, Cat, but yeah, it's not one you've you've learnt yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, failing any direct, you know, get me out of here spell. um, Do you have any like I don't know protection ward like spells that can buy us time? Uh, let's see. I mean, there, there's your friend of mine, the Barrier of Naktish, but... <laughs> that was a previous character. Yeah, I mean, various, like, these are spells, I guess, they'd come up just relating to distractions, like mists and barriers, and s- nothing quite along the level of yoinks you out of a place mm. um, to the level of... I mean, I'm going to look that up as soon as I go, but again, I'm not entirely it's sure that will days get at least. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, could you maybe try contacting Etienne on our behalf? Oh. Because you're actually friends with him, whereas I've just got his number off someone that knows him. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably I have spoken to Etienne exactly once since uh, <laughs> yes, you, 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 Liza you, ascended. Yes, you've seen Etienne exactly once, and last time we saw you, he was off to Paris to have a date with her. So um, yeah. uh, you could try and call him. Wimp womp. Yeah. Um, I'll see what I can do. I'd... Roll me your luck, cat. Hmm. Doobie doob doo. I have. I'm a lucky. Uh, you uh, pick up the telephone. Uh, you dial. Uh, there is no answer. And then Etienne comes a wandering through the front door. <laughs> the person you are trying to dial is not congruent with your time frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can literally see he's parked the clock out front next to your car. Surely, surely the thing would be the number you have dialed does not exist yet. Please hang up and wait. <laughs> <laughs> the number you have dialed has invited himself around to pee. Anyway, meanwhile, Matteo, you were meditating. Yes. Please roll some meditations. Please roll meditations. Do, 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 do. Um, one second. I'm on the wrong page. 
Meditate. I I do some extreme meditation. Uh, and once again, you find yourself in that weird spiritual place mm. where the uh, Searing Lama is. He's sitting on a balcony looking over the beautiful veil of Shangri-La and he smiles at you. Hello, young Mateo. Oh. I, uh... Your thoughts have reached me here in the ineffable city of endless time. How can I help you today, my dear child? Well, I didn't quite expect to find myself here, but uh, uh, I worry about my traveling companions. What worries you about them? (sighs) They involve themselves in rituals of all sorts of kinds, and I think they mean to help, but... There are dangers involved. We've already discovered that, and I worry that they're going to go too far hmm. and bring harm to themselves or others. Do you still quest to stop the forces of the calling one? I do. Then you should consider your choices for when the quest is over. If your companions meddling with forces outside the natural world are a concern, you should consider what action you take once the world is safe from the fallen chaos. Mm. That is the path you should consider, my young child. So I should get them to fix everything, then kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean... that is an option. (laughs) I don't say that. (laughs) It's not the option me, the holy man, would suggest. I I don't actually say that. Um, (laughs) He, the holy man, basically just said it just between the lines. (laughs) The holy man would never suggest such a thing. Um... Once the threat to the world is over, you can return to your life. You can walk away from them and never have to have anything to do with them again. You can, I tried that once before. You can encourage them to not use the dark sorcery they have acquired. Or you could arrange for them to end up somewhere where they cannot harm the world once it is safe. At the same time, I find myself having to help with another um, uh, ritual of sorts. I don't think I need to take part, but I need to find volunteers, and I am conflicted about it. You must, in this instance, try to focus on the greater good. Mm. To allow Nyar to text cultists to complete their great ritual will end our world. And there will be no coming back from that. And then you'll be in the hell of endless rituals without end. Clues in the name. Mm. The greatest advice I can offer, Matteo, is when this is all over, come here to the Silver City and you will be safe and we'll never have to deal with that kind of magic again. Hmm. Well, it is nice here. It is always the perfect day here. Hmm. 
The cherry trees are in bloom. The yaks are in the meadows. And the meltwater is rushing through the river. And above it all perches the silver citadel. The temple of enlightenment. Come here when you are done, Matteo. And leave the world of dark spells behind. Or, you know... um, at the end of the last witch will hold up the stick of dynamite you've got in your jacket and go, Now, fuckers, no more! <laughs> um, Again, one... I don't think the holy man would say that. <laughs> well, one or the other, we'll see. Um, <laughs> find out. Um, find out next time. Uh, 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 yes. My advice to you, Matteo, is leave the mortal realm behind and come here to the eternal city. Mm, I'll think about it. Okay. And your meditation ends. But you do feel quite relaxed now. And calm. And open your eyes in time to see Liza's boyfriend, Etienne, has just arrived. Uh, oh. Okay. You remember him? He was quite nice. Um, more, more visitors. Is anyone going to respond, Matteo? Yes. More visitors. I thought this place was warded. How are all these people just appearing? We're inviting them. (laughs) (laughs) They're friends. Oh, okay. okay. uh, You're, um, Mr. Kennedy, right? The Olympian athlete? Uh, Yes. Sorry, I don't know you, I'm afraid. I am Etienne Laurent de Marigny, a occultist and antiquarian expert and a student of history. Pleasure to meet you. Mrs. Vanderbilt just invited me round for dinner. He I did, his, thank you. He checks his pocket watch. Yes, yes, no, no, this is the time I come round for dinner with you lot. <clears throat> you are punctual well, as always. I always try to be punctual. <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, well, uh, Miss Lin Yu said you'd be hard to reach, but uh, I'm glad well, you Mrs. Up. Vanderbilt has her ways and means of contacting me. Mm-hmm. The telephone? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We'll go with the telephone. Okay. Oh, I, I've used those. <laughs> Delightful things. Matteo, yeah. it's nice to see you again. I trust you are well? Um, uh, I've had better days. Uh, have they made you do another ritual? I don't answer. He just nods in understanding. Well, it's a delight to uh, see you all. And this would be Miss T, I believe. Hello. And, yes. Uh, ah, Mitch comes wandering out the kitchen with Hugo. They're both carrying huge platters full of delicious-looking food. <laughs> Shall we retire for dinner? Yes, dinner would be good before other matters are broached, I think. You all gather around uh, a table that has been set up in the uh, main hall. (laughs) The cats are just shooed out. (laughs) (laughs) They're quite welcome. Yeah, the cats are welcome. I just noticed that they just go pew, pew, pew. Oh, we've got a table now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Oh. I'm still in a place where I've got a seaplane. 
Oh, people should have mentioned if they weren't on the the house map. They probably didn't necessarily realise. Yeah, I didn't really know that we were mapping. Right, uh, roll me your constitution, please, Jack. This just makes me feel we're about to have a fight. Ho <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho! Jack, you have two magic points and have come round in time for dinner. Yay! <laughs> I snap awake screaming, Not the portal! Oh. <laughs> uh,. As you enter, you see Mrs. Vanderbilt and a strange gentleman you have never met before. Good evening, I say. He smiles at you. Ah, good evening. I am Etienne. It's a delight to meet you. Um, yes. And you would be? Uh, my name is Jack Cady. Yeah, well, it is a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Cady. I'm helping this group with some cult-related concerns. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Etienne, big. Rosset, why do you make them so big? They just come out of the thing so big sometimes. Actually, I should put Chai and Thomas next to each other since they're now inseparable lovers. <laughs> Uh, dinner is magnificent. Uh, Mitch has outdone himself. There is uh, somewhere he. There is there are three ducks, a lamb, various gravies, roast potatoes, four types of vegetables, mashed potatoes, uh, pigs in blankets, and um, Yorkshire puddings. For a minute. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> For a minute there, I thought you were describing the world's best to Duncan. <laughs> uh, there's also a goose. I mean, uh, there's a load of food you can't take with you anymore because you're not taking any cooking equipment. So um, Mitch has used it up. Yeah. There's also a goose. Not, not, not cooked, it's just there for display. Yeah, there's a magnificent crystal ice goose that uh, Hugo made using his <laughs> mass powers. I did not do this. <laughs> it's, it's quite a special occasion. We're all here, except for Faye, who's out there somewhere. <laughs> Faye is out there doing mysterious missions for uh, Mr. Felix Walker. Mm. I mean, you know, Mr. Walker's not about to let his property get taken away. But he's Being part of a god doesn't mean anything. <laughs> exactly. It means he, he's got even more time to arrange his affairs. But his property is the universe now. Exactly. you got to look after that. Give it a good airing out every now and then. Oh, God. Make sure it doesn't have any, um, you know, mortals ruining the woodwork. Hmm. Um, you all have a delicious dinner. Does anyone want to ask anyone any delicious questions over food? Over food feels like it would be rude. Yes. Uh, food is delicious. Everyone may have three sanity. So, Etienne, you look like you can travel in time and space. I can. <laughs> why would why would I say that? That <laughs> <laughs> mm. would explain it. <laughs> I I just say that to everyone, and this is the first time I've got it right. 
<laughs> so, uh, Etienne says, how goes your quest to thwart he who we shall not maim to avoid drawing his attention to us? Well, we're about to land a seaplane near a island and hope not to get spotted by the island's inhabitants and or get swarmed by deep ones and it's generally a terrible idea but it's the best idea we've got and well that well, sounds exciting the, yeah one of the I reasons- wish you all the best with it he raises his wine goblet and is like to your plan I'm sure it will go fantastic yeah there was well also, there was also a plan I'm not so sure, so I've spent the last two days Ooh, now. Hang on a moment, Liza. What was your other plan, Mitch? Liza. Liza. <laughs> um, Chai? Oh, no, no. I was just muttering to myself. Don't worry. I was oh, just talking about I want to hear what you muttered now. Something about another plan? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just about uh, explosive diarrhea. But it's fine. <laughs> um, that yeah, would so explain why everything's in aspic. Anyway, thank you for your food. Sorry. Oh, you know, it's all about the whisking, the whisking. Oh, you need to get the air, you need to get the air and the temperature right. Oh, well, yeah. I think they're, mwah, they're beautiful. Of course and, they are. Um, and uh, you're Mrs. Vanderbilt's cook? No, I was, I got caught up in this, this. But you're now dressing to everyone, and you just you're just going along with them. Cooking uh, yes, them well, I didn't. I, unfortunately, uh, I didn't have a boat to continue on. So, yes, I remember hearing about that boat that crashed, and then well, the boat that exploded. Uh, boats, <laughs> plural. <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Cat, you've gone through a hell of a lot of boats thinking about it. Yeah, this sort of conventional travel, I guess, doesn't agree with our group. You blew up a train, mm-hmm. you sunk a boat, then you crashed a boat into the Sahara Desert, then you crashed another boat full of Nyarlathotep cultists through a portal into the Indian Ocean, and then you bisected a boat with Yogsatoth. So um, it's not going well for you and boats. No, it's, it's a good job that this next phase doesn't have any boats in it. Ah, no boats. Which is why we think it's going to be a great success. It does, it, it does, it does feature one boat, but that's not our boat. Mm. It's probably not, not a boat you're on. Well, we've never crashed a plane. How are you getting to Kenya when you're done here? By boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of chances in the future, but we've got to sort this one out first. Well, um, I am sure you'll all do wonderfully. I haven't looked up how it goes, so um, I'm sure it'll be great. It would spoil the surprise. It would. I mean, you could always turn up at the island in three or four days to know if we did it or not. Um, probably not a good idea. No? I mean, I don't like to take my time clock anywhere near High Priests of the Calling Chaos. Sensible. They're always like, ah, oh, we shall steal your mad, marvellous device. And I'm like, no, you won't. And then I have to have some sort of wizard duel. And, ugh. and Titus has to turn up and save the day. And, no, we, we don't want to go down that path. That, that, that timeline is much too adventurous 
for all of our hearts. How is Titus anyway? He is off somewhere with that wife of his having adventures in time and space. What's a time clock? Um, that's my transport device. Um, oh, never mind. <laughs> Why do you keep talking about timelines? I am a time traveller, Mr. Katie. Oh. Can't you take us all to the point where we've we've done all this stuff and save the day and then we can just get on with our, no- our normal lives? No, that would be a paradox. And oh. we avoid them. Last time I created a paradox, I had to cut a deal with two gods and give them an artifact of ancient power to fix it all. All right, what what if you take me back in time so that I can kill my own grandfather? I liked him a lot. I just think it would be really funny. You would poof out of existence. Ah, but then I'd never have travelled back in time in order to do that. Ah, you see, that's where the paradox comes in, and the universe will just decide that you never existed. (laughs) Story of my life. Aww. (laughs) You must understand, time is only one of the relative dimensions of the universe. There are other dimensions congruent with all the others. What are those? Um, I'm really not going to list them all. You've had a trying Cowboy day, world. and you need to keep your um, your mental fortitude up before you go and face an evil cult on their secret volcano island lair. That's how secret it is. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have that piece of uh, pigs in blanket. Spock mm. steals the last pigs in blanket. Everyone glares at him. <laughs> no one just takes the last one. Who is the real enemy? <laughs> He's French. Oh yeah. Well, we apologize to the people of France. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now I just need an unnecessarily racist accent. <laughs> so considering you don't like uh you know uh, a little silly idea of the diarrhea, going back to uh to, to what they were talking about, uh, you know, this our primary plan. Mm. Yes, what about your primary plan? I mean, it sounds like you're going to sneak in, cast the eye of light and darkness, disable their evil, calling chaos powered magics, then storm the island and win the day. I mean, right. what could go wrong? So many things. But it I'm does not- reduce conflict, which is probably what we want. Mm. I quite have some more food. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, pass me the roast potatoes. Oh, oh this um, this yeah. duck in aspic is uh, edible. Question <laughs> I mean, of all the best. I suppose this is why Chai and I wanted to talk with you because pretty much, it's probably going to be a terrible idea. There's a good chance we're all going to die unless we have some sort of backup plan to get out of there. We have none currently. Well, surely the backup plan would be to get back on your plane and fly away. Mm, what if the plane no, gets destroyed? The plane doesn't have enough weight limit to carry any extra fuel. Ah, that is a problem. If we bring the boat, if the boat, if we could get the boat to come in, though, with the with the people that are following us up, they could bring the fuel on the boat. If we're already trying to get the fuck out of there, we've probably failed to cast the eye of light and darkness, and the deep ones are just going to swarm the boats and kill us all. I mean, if you want to be a pessimist, sure. 
Well, I'm not sure how I can help, Zetti, and I can't come and collect you. No, no, uh, we didn't expect you to come and collect us, but we did have a tip that you might still know some sort of spell or something that might potentially be able to be teachable. We're not asking you to stick your neck out, just wondering if there's any information exchange that could happen. Um, I can teach you how to open a gateway. Gateways are probably too noisy and take too long. Do take about seven hours. Couldn't we pre set up a gateway while we're waiting for the iron light and darkness to happen? <laughs> Too noisy, they'll notice it. Noisy in what way? Like noisy magical way. Magical <laughs> noisy, okay. I mean like you could open a gate here in your house to your reef and then you wouldn't have to fly in. But I suspect if you open a portal through time and space, um the cult of the Arthur are going to notice. Yeah. I mean, Etienne, it sounded like um, there was that... I don't know if you knew any more about um, Liza's boxes. Um, I sort of know of them, but I don't know very much. Oh, the Vanish spell. Mm. That's that's what Liza called it. Okay. Who's got the lowest luck? Hugo. Hugo. (laughs) (laughs) It is me. Roll your luck, Hugo. It's too much green on the screen. It's going to be red. Yeah. Yeah. 50 50, yeah. Yes, yes. No, I remember Liza built one, but it, she was very upset when it got turned to ash during a little accident. Um, so I talked to how to summon them drive the time clock. Hmm. Well, it wasn't so much her one that we were wondering about. It was more a case of do you know how it's done? <laughs> No. There we go. That's all we needed to know. I have a magical clock that lets me travel through time and space. I um, I I always have an escape route. Such a shame we can't borrow it. Uh... Oh, you see, all we've got to do is uh, is drug him at the meal, uh, borrow it, and then return it before he knows it's gone. Uh... Or... Would it be possible that you could just pop back a little bit in time, borrow Liza for five minutes to bring her here and teach us, and then put her back? <laughs> Liza is now congruent with all time and space. I can't just pop back and bring her here. Can... She has always have always been what she is. Ah. Can you can you can you imagine that conversation though? Like you know, she just appears and we're like, "Hi, Liza. Um, we're some people you sort of know, know, and some people from the future. Could you teach us a spell? Don't ask questions about where you are, though." Sort of still being alive at this point. If if that's, I guess, sort of the line, you could just contact them. Oh no! Oh, oh I've got no. an idea now. I've just had an idea. I mean, oh, I could just not call going, Liza. Says we're not going can. to Grey Dragon that, Island that today, are we? We're not going today, are we? But what's your idea, um, uh, Chai? Uh, my idea was just call Liza, or rather Yogsotov as a whole. I don't know how to call her specifically. Yes, none of you have actually learned how to just contact avatars of Yogsotov, have you? No, it's been on the to-do list, but we've been busy trying not to die. Yeah. Well, I could, in my estimable wisdom, 
call her for you. That if we think this obvious. is a bad idea, a good idea, or a bad idea. It takes a sacrifice, doesn't it, normally? <laughs> I, I lean across the table to Mateo, and I'm like, don't worry, this isn't a ritual. <laughs> I have something she, or at least part of her, will want. Bubbles? I think the sacrifice has to be yours rather than... It is mine. It's in my possession. Ah, ooh. Hmm. Um, I'm an archaeologist. This is how possession works for us. (laughs) Possession is ten-tenths of the law. (laughs) Etienne frowns and is like, what do you have? Felix S. Walker's writing case with all of his notes in. But that belongs to Felix, not Liza. Who is also part of Yogg-Sothoth now, right? But that means you'd end up summoning Felix. Can we give it to Liza to give to Felix? (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. works. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Perfect sense. You you need to get the sacrifice of something that belongs... I mean, we could summon Felix. Doesn't he know the spell? Uh, Oh, he does, actually. We could just call Felix instead. You stole Felix Waters' unpublished final writings. I found it on a beach. I didn't steal it. And you haven't given them to anyone acting on Felix's behalf? I've been keeping hold of them (laughs) for when I can return them to Felix himself. Didn't return them to his next of kin. Because Felix is still fine in a way, always and forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, so Etienne... I can teach you the spell if you don't already know it, and then if you have an item that belongs to Felix, you can steal Felix. Okay, that works. What's the spell called? Summon Yogg-Sothoth. I've got Summon Yogg-Sothoth. I just no, need I mean, to know how it works. I mean, what, what, what's the spell you want him to teach you? Contact Yogg-Sothoth, colon, Felix. No, I mean, what? Why? what is the spell you want Felix to teach you, which is the oh. reason you're summoning him? Vanish. That, right. the, the spell Liza taught him. Because I don't think he knows it. He definitely <laughs> does. All right, well, it's not, it's not in his list of spells, but okay. That is your fault, then. It's gone. <laughs> it's vanished. How do you oh. open these without casting them? Oh no, oh no, it's called something different. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it. it. What's it called? Bodily Evaporation. Bodily Evaporation, okay. He always meant to get around to creating one of them boxes. Yeah. Although it wouldn't have helped us in that final scenario. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, Etienne drums his fingers on the table. Uh, well... Why, now that dinner is over, uh, who is summoning him? I guess it's got to be Miss T because she's got his um, This yep. has turned into an exciting, exciting dinner party. I say. Right. Well, um, Miss T, why don't you and I go to another room and I'll explain to you how to adjust the spell to work? <sighs> mm-hmm. Oh, could I come along, Eddie? And would that be okay? Do you need to know how to summon Felix? I'm guessing she wants to try and modify it for Liza. I'd like to have a sense of how modifications work. It may, it's more knowledge that may come in. Very well, Kat. Uh, why don't we all go to the clock? Okay. 
The clock? Oh, yes, my darling. He folds arms with you. We're going to the clock. Yay! The time clock. All clocks time clock. (laughs) (laughs) Would this effectively remove me from the current space-time continuum going into this thing? As long as I don't move it, no. Okay, good. Um... Because I think Thomas might need to be with us if that's even slightly possible to happen. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't want to think what would happen in that situation. Okay, let's take Thomas with us just to be sure. We're a bit close. Okay. If you hadn't already sensed it. <laughs> uh, he leads it out. <laughs> I one. genuinely hadn't crossed my mind. <laughs> there is a very large, almost octagonal-shaped... At first glance, it looks like an octagon, uh, a coffin shape, standing upright, with a weird clock face in the front of it with too many clock hands. Uh, but then you realise it actually is not octagonal. Um, it's just weirdly shaped with the length of the sides. And Etienne just opens the front of it by touching it with one hand and invites you all to step into the thick, dark, grey fog inside. Oh, wow. Um... I guess we step into the thick, dark, grey fog inside. Okay, you all roll me your pal. Take a deep breath, and I can't find my mouse. Nice. Jesus fucking Christ, (laughs) cat. What are you worried about? Cat just poofs herself to the 1640s. <laughs> okay, they've all fucked off to the time clock. Um, what's everyone else doing? Walter has shaken his head and uh, is emptying the table to the kitchen. I'm probably I've, thinking, I thought we'd seen the last of SEN. <laughs> As Rebecca, I'm just not that surprised because yeah. I know Cat. <laughs> I, I, I sort of want to go into the future to get a copy of uh, Walter's memoirs. <laughs> my life dealing with constant bullshit by uh... yeah one and two against the adventures of Naomi Trelaw just <laughs> fighting at the top of the, the booksellers list <laughs> I'll go and help uh, clean away the dishes as well and do the washing up and uh... mm-hmm. you are cleaning up the dishes Uh uh, so Mitch has gone to the kitchen. Uh, what is anyone else doing? Uh, well, my MP has been annihilated, so I think I'm going to go and sleep. Okay, you go to bed. Uh, Rebecca, you're just... What are you doing? Uh, I'll see who's about, but I think if everyone's retiring, I'll do some more reading. And Well, Hugo around. and Matteo, what are you doing? Um, I would be probably relaxing after the day I've had, so... You're going to go have a relax. Yes. Good idea. Well, actually, I thought it was reading. What am I reading? <laughs> Maybe I'm actually looking at spells. Yeah, I think I'm doing that. Which spell are you trying to learn? Uh, contact the goddess of cats. Uh, okay, roll me a hard intelligence. Yeah. Hard intelligence is that one. It not is not hard. hard. No. But you've got all evening, so you can roll twice. Uh, and it's also not hard I'm afraid you are starting to read through it and work out what you need to do for it but it is going to take you a while to learn okay Okay, what time are we on Mr Hedgehog friend Uh, 
one hour and thirty minutes. <coughs> okay. If you were if you were planning on ordering something for dinner, you need to do it now. Yes, that's. What I was just checking for people. It's my uh, my my own chef is sorting dinner out right now. <laughs> Have you whipped a? Mm-hmm. Uh, I see. A dinner is going to be some bottles of wine then. <laughs> he doesn't drink that much wine anymore. Oh. You, uh, you, you've taken up the uh, the slack, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Duty calls. <laughs> it's weird. My webcam thinks it's much lighter in here than it actually is. Yeah. It's like the middle of the day. <laughs> you know, it's dark. I'm struggling to see my remarkable. I know. I just turned my light on as well, but on. my webcam looked like it was normal. It's because yeah. uh, uh, Michelle has a, uh, an infrared light in there that shines on him. Why would you want to see me all the time? That'd be boring. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, Liza, I need you to make me a hard intelligence roll, please. I think you mean Chai. Yes, her. Chai. <laughs> I need to take it out of edit mode to do... Ah, you've done it. Not even close. Yeah. Etienne has given you the instructions on how to adjust the summoning of Yogg-Sothoth, uh, but you haven't learned it to the point where you could cast it yet. Cat, you have just mm. learned it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> With ease. I mean, Cat uh, could just come with us to Grey Dragon. Is Island. there any bonus die for the amount of people learning with me who are smart? Um, Plus no. Mind Link. <laughs> well, Soul Link, not Mind Link. Uh, you can have a bonus dice for Thomas. Okay. Etienne won't help you learn it. He has taught, he's given you the instructions. That was all I needed. Uh, but yes, working with Thomas, you are able to learn it. Does that mean only Chai has learnt it? No, you were helping. You have learnt it too. I'm just going to add it to people's character sheets. Thank you. But yes, Kat, you have learnt how to adapt and edit a spell uh, by watching this. Uh, It's quite... It's it's not that complicated, but it is very precise, the changes you have to make. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I spend one luck to effectively get an extreme and also learn that? No. This is beyond your ability to comprehend. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I also, is, there, is the rule that you can't luck a roll that has already passed? I'm not sure I've heard of that, if that is a rule. Just, I, I, I've never seen us luck a roll that has already passed. You, I just I'm pretty certain I've heard that you can upgrade successes. Yes. Yeah, okay. You can ask me is it worth me upgrading it to right. uh, X? Yeah. And I'm saying no on this one. Uh-huh. I'm afraid it is just beyond your ability to comprehend. Uh, he's essentially written up the edited spell and given it to you to learn. For now. Okay. I'm just adding this to Thomas. Uh, so Felix went to bed. Hugo was having a relaxing afternoon. Uh, evening, so he's also gone to bed. And Matteo was just chillaxing, and Rebecca was trying to learn a spell. 
Okay, uh, Mitch, roll me your thing. The thing that you roll to do the things with the things. The thing. Cooking. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you finished making up, uh, you made up half of the supplies you think you're going to need for uh, this upcoming trip. So you're going to have to spend tomorrow finishing off the rest of mm-hmm. the rationed food. And that's it. Uh, after a few hours, Etienne offers to drop you off back in Halifax if you'd like, Kat. Uh, ooh, that would be that would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Yes. It would. Thank you. And we can, yeah, spend we a can more catch time up. together. Mm. Okay. Uh, the, the, they shuffle you both back out of the clock. Chai and Thomas wish you the best of luck, and they'll speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. just vanishes. Oof. We kind of expected that to happen, I think. Yeah. Total success. <laughs> well, that's step one. Yet to be seen. I mean, I've only been chasing this thread since we started playing today, so we'll see where it goes. Well, you've you've given us the backup plan, Creep. It's all good. Oh, I missed my chance to give like a, a rousing speech because it's probably the time we'll all be together. But hmm. all you have to do is travel back in time to when well, yeah, you were given still the with speech, Etienne, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, time is no longer an issue. True. Like that time it took you to Switzerland for four months. Mm. And you were all gone for like 12 hours. <laughs> Having a spa month. <laughs> yeah. Cat had a baby. <laughs> yeah. And they checked Liza into an asylum. Because she was a bit murdery at the time. I am sad that they realised that. I was really looking I know, to, right? To Craig just starting to murder people. <laughs> I was so close. Oh, yeah, you nearly killed Aiden. I nearly killed Felix you before did? I actually did. <laughs> it all turned out fine in the end. So after you two get back, you have to go to bed because it is late. Um, the main room has been set up for bedrooms and everybody sleeps per chance to dream the dreams of dreams can I do some dreaming actually Uh, you can if you want okay I just want to make I'm just thinking I could do with being able to like do more practice so uh, what do I have to do Roll dreaming first to see if you can dream yourself to the dreamlands. Ooh. You dream yourself to the dreamlands. Cool beans. Um, in the dreamlands. Where do you want to go in the dreamlands here? Have the dreamlands <laughs> map. Are you dragging what? anyone with you? Uh, I did not say that. <laughs> I don't think he is. No, my plan was to basically I want to be able to practice what we're going to be doing to fly. I, I basically want to try dreaming up the plane, the situation, the hard water landing, and then, uh, you know, basically going through it several times in the dream. So I'm well practiced. 
Roll Dream at Extreme. Dream at Extreme. Yeah, you're dreaming up a very large scenario there. Well, you know, a plane would be a start. Oh, Ooh. oh you luck. Luck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luck that by three. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> the dream refuses to make technological objects. Guns become crossbows. Planes just refuse to exist. Um, you have to mould the dream into a shard around you that will accept a technological object in this world that ah. doesn't accept technology beyond, like, a basic water wheel. I didn't know that. I didn't well, you know that. you didn't know that because your dream law is shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, whose fault is that? Yours, for not studying hard enough. Uh, yeah, you can roll me your uh, intelligence... You spend the evening practicing landing with this plane uh, several times. Uh, roll me your piloting. You crash. <laughs> it's still a pass. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Roll it again. You need a hard pass to land this thing properly. Crash. On your second attempt, you crash it again. This is why I'm doing it. <laughs> again. Hey, this time you land. Not great, but you land. Uh, roll one more. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you land with style, and you can roll one more aircraft before you run out of dreaming time. Eee. So you think you've got the hang of it. Three out of five ain't bad. Mm. Now you just have to replicate this again in the real world. See, see, <laughs> look, I'm going to use, I, I, I'm using the dream for practical purposes. The, yeah. You know. Right. Other than that, the night passes uneventfully. You may tick your aircraft twice, Nido. Oh, if it's I've... still going to be tricky because it's a 92, but still. <laughs> yes. No. If I've got a bit of time left, I've just been reading about bast and cats and so i probably also try and grab something to feed a cat just because i'm feeling in that sort of mood before i go to bed you feed the cats yeah yeah feeding the cats they appreciate this good and then you sleep Hmm. and you all sleep quietly throughout the night you've got one more day of preparations before it's time to leave it's Sunday, the 6th of September, 1925. Uh, you have all slept. Some of you have had magical dreamlands adventures. Others have had shared dreams where both of you are in the same dream every time one of you has a dream. Um, you probably don't need to ask who that was. <coughs> Chai and Thomas. Did I have a good night? You slept. Good. Like a reporter dreaming of the big scoop. I dreamed of lots of sushi. Mm, it was weird. It was you and Thomas in a sushi bar. And then and then you had a dream about Thomas on some sort of romantic date with a lady you'd never seen before. And, and then just... I had some sushi while watching them intently <laughs> on their date. 
Now, you were kind of just floating around, like, hovering in the background, like you were always there in the back of each scene. In which case, I used my dreaming to dream up some sushi. <laughs> hey, roll dreaming. I fucking will. <laughs> I've just I've got so much to make up here about what everyone's been doing for the past six months. Fucking hey. sushi! Uh, yeah, yeah, it was nothing but sushi. See... See, the thing is, is that when you said Nile was dreaming of the big scoop, I just assumed that he was dreaming of a giant ice, ice cream. Ice cream. I was going to say, I still want some ice cream. I'll have some ice cream, honey. I'll get it out of the freezer. Oh, that's a good idea, honey cakes. Mm. Okay. Uh, Jack, you dreamt of um, murdering <coughs> kittens. And how do you regret that? I don't, I don't do that anymore. I have a certificate. Uh, but it is the next morning. It is the last day you have before your exciting adventure is due to begin. Adventure. You gather in the breakfastorium. Mitch is in the kitchen singing happily at the top of his voice. Uh, song, song about lollipops. Yeah. And buttercups. Which, which specific song about lollipops? Uh, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. I'm Googling when it came out. Look, he's a magical uh, toot wizard. Does anyone have any idea where I can find a tower that is at least 10 yards high? Towel? Tower. That makes a lot more sense. (laughs) 10 yard high towel. (laughs) What are you doing? Drying an ocean? It's a big towel. Song will not be released for forty years. Look, he's a toot wizard. He's invented it himself. In forty years, someone's going to find it in a drawer and be like, "This is catchy. I'm going to steal it and release it as my song." Uh, so, Chai would like to know if anyone knows where a uh, ten foot high, ten yard, ten yard high tower might be located in the city of Shanghai. <laughs> Oh, there's Mount Crancross. <laughs> I don't think that counts as a tower. It's a mountain. Yeah, well, what counts as a tower? Would a building do? There's got to be a 30-foot building, building somewhere. Would do, probably, yeah. Uh, um, well, water, well, Hugo still needs to navigate and plot us, of course, to Grey Dragon Island, so he probably shouldn't go with you on your tower hunt. That's fair. As he's not yet worked out how to land on a tiny rock in the ocean with no lights. Well, we're not landing on the rock. We're landing in the water very next to the rock and then getting... You kind of need to, need to land close enough to have momentum to slide up. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Well, uh, here's a map of Shanghai. Uh, see if you can think of any of those buildings that might have a tower. Uh, temple oh. might, but I'm not oh. sure they'd really appreciate that. Oh, God, Mount Crancross. Yeah, climb to the top of a temple and summon Yogg-Sothoth. Like, <laughs> hashtag, are we the baddies? <laughs> oh, museum weirdly, weirdly, this temple fucking vanished. <laughs> 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 again, a monastery might, but again, I don't think they'd appreciate it. And considering uh, that's uh, Matteo's home, he some, might. And Matteo wouldn't either. 
I'm not sure. I mean, the the sort of Mount Crane Cross is specially constructed. It's got stones in it. It's going to be ten yards high. <laughs> Sorry, which was that? Oh, Rebecca yeah. really wants to climb the volcano. Apparently, <laughs> I don't. It just seems to almost kind of meet the requirements. <laughs> it meets all the requirements except one. It shouldn't be completely full of lava. <laughs> anyway, um, where where are they measure where are they measuring ten you know the height from? Is it from the ground? Because then we'd need to build a tower on top of the volcano, which seems even more dangerous. <laughs> Quite often, hotels actually have a bit of a tower. I mean, they're multi-story, so that might work for top floor of a hotel. What a great tower do you summon me from? The Hilton. <laughs> can, can, we call, can we call the British consulate and ask what buildings in Shanghai have a, have, have a tower on top we could go and look at? Uh, you could, yeah. When, uh, when, when was general tourist information invented? Uh, Any time someone really rich called the British consulate and wanted to know where something was. I, I wander off to make a phone call. Okay, roll me your credit <laughs> rating, Jack. Hello, uh, I'm, I'm quite clearly mad here. <laughs> uh, you managed to get through to someone at the British Consulate on a Sunday morning, which is quite a miracle. Is it Sunday or is it Monday? I, I thought it was Thursday, so... Um... No, it is indeed a Sunday morning, uh, and you managed Sunday to get... Morning, you said. Sunday the 6th of September. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad I've got through to you. I have a very important question. Yeah, we clean. Oh God! Unnecessarily yes. racist. Yes, yes. Um, that's a bingo. <laughs> that is a bingo. <laughs> what okay. accent were you trying to do there? Because that was definitely Swedish. <laughs> that's what I was going for. <laughs> I didn't know. You got the Swedish cleaning lady at the British consulate in Shanghai in 1925. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually got a British receptionist. Uh, but you got a bingo, Flinty. I got the bingo. Uh, what's your sanity looking like? Uh, 80 <laughs> out of 99. That's not bad. Yeah, I know. Given Mess, him lift, given Mess him up. Mess him up. One, one, of, one of my bingos was lose a whole bunch of sanity. I picked me. <laughs> uh, get three sanity for your bingo. Also, we apologise to the people of Sweden. Sweden? Yeah, <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> no, plus, we apologise uh, for the, put the Swedish cleaner back on. She's got a really interesting backstory. I want to know why she's working in Shanghai. <laughs> for the British. Yeah. I am a spy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she committed some murders and had to flee Sweden and uh, murders. ahead of the police uh. um, with the artefacts she looted from the museum in Oslo. Which I know is in Norway, but you know they had to flee the whole of the Scandinavian peninsula, and now she lives in Shanghai, <laughs> working for the British because no one would ever expect her to be working for the British. What's her name? Uh, Hilda. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, what's her surname? Uh, classified. She won't reveal that. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh. Uh, put the receptionist back on. I'm done with you. <laughs> Hilda, the Swedish murderess. <laughs> And artifact thief. <laughs> okay, uh, you get. Is there, is there anyone who's in Shanghai for like, you know, a, a not Legit. notable reason? Did they not? Uh, is there anyone in Shanghai who hasn't done a high crime? Um, not many. Sorry, Shanghai. 
we apologise to the people, to the people of Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is a fictionalised version of Shanghai. From the 1920s. Yeah. Uh, yet you get through to a receptionist. She wants to know how she can help. Oh, hello. Um, me and my friends, the Vanderbilts, are um, going on a little tour of the city, and we, we really like to find... Um, oh, they, they like taking photos from very high, you see. We need, we need to find the building that will let us in that's about at least 30 feet tall. In Shanghai? Yes. Um, what about the naval fort? Uh, what about it? That probably has the tallest building in Shanghai. It's on top of a little hill uh, up the river. Uh, do you think? Do you think they'll let us uh, pop in there to take photographs for a small concession? Um, possibly. Uh. I mean, you'd have to call them and see if the commandant would let you in. But as mm. long as you're making a donation to, like, I don't know, the naval sailor widows and orphans fund or something. You've been most helpful, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. She gives you the number for the uh, naval fort, the British naval fort, here in Shanghai. Uh, which isn't on it's, the... It's not on the map, but it's not here. numbered. Oh, okay. It's here in the Poktunglet district, which is where most of the docks are. What's the purple bit? Uh, that's the assignment. Uh, that, that's Nido. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Uh, I, I I hang up and I'm like, operator, put me through to the, the naval fort. Blah. Roll your luck to see if there's anyone in the office there on a Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning. Well. <laughs> no. It just rings. The operator informs you, no one is picking up. No. Uh, probably on manoeuvres, I guess. Uh, thank you for your time. Or church. Ah, yes, yeah, probably manoeuvring in church. You're right. <laughs> well, have a good day, sir. Uh, if you want to get through again, please call us back. I return to the breakfasting chamber. You return to the breakfasting chamber where you discover everyone eating breakfast. They're finishing off the last of the bacon. My God, you fiends, you didn't save me any bacon. Judgment of Grand Cross. Um, I am... I have made the discovery, fellows. Oh, what discovery is that, Jack? Uh, the A building in town that's at least 30 yards tall that will probably let us in is the naval fort, the British naval fort in the Poktung district. I thought the military tended to be quite, you know, secure. I, I told them that we were, um, well, uh, I, I spoke to the British... Sorry? Okay, Jack? Uh, yes, uh, I think someone just got a bingo because my computer just made the bingo noise deafeningly loudly directly into my ear. Are you sure that was not just delayed? It, it was probably delayed, but, um, <laughs> oh god, my brain. Um, yes, I spoke to the British consulate and they said that we could probably get in there if we offered them, you know, a little something for their... Uh, charitable causes. I'm guessing whoever's doing the requesting is probably going to need to be British. Mm, I told I told them that we were uh, 
that we were tourists and they uh, probably assume we're mad, so that, that'll okay. help things. I didn't actually get through to the fort. I rang them and uh, I didn't get through. I, I guess I could try again. Mm. See if we can... Yeah. Hmm? But you see, I've helped. I'm not a cultist. I helped. No, that's that's good, Jack. It's good. I never thought. I never accused you of being a cultist again. Can I have a gold star for the chart? Mm, silver star. <laughs> All right. We can upgrade it to a gold star once we're at the naval fort. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a silver star on the wall chart of things I've done, which I, which is non-cultist behaviour. <laughs> And there's on the other side a series of upside down red stars yeah, stained and with blood. <laughs> the one, other ones. There's one, one week on the chart that's all black, and we don't ask about that week. <laughs> so I, I, I just pat uh, uh, Jack on the shoulder, like I wouldn't settle for silver either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, Thomas, Thomas got sucked through a, a dimensional portal to Australia, but has his gold medal on him at least <laughs> somehow <laughs> I mean if you had owned a fucking gold medal I'd wear it all the fucking time they're really heavy yeah. no, one of those reinforced wet training yeah. they're really heavy and, and not that much gold yeah ironically you were saying Rebecca um oh it was something silly about oh, yeah, Jack Cady almost in the positive Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a lot closer since you had Bast burn away in Yalfatek from your soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Walter sticks his head in and checks up on you all. Um, sorry, I mean, pops in to say hello to you all. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, hello, Walter. I don't know what your plans are for today. Mitch says he's going to get to- high. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yes, I can probably recommend some safe opium dens, Miss. Not opium, high, height, and go up high. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Hugo really should finish navigating, plotting your course rather than flying you up in the plane. He's not going to be flying. I need a tower, Walter. Oh, um, good luck with that, Miss T. Indeed, I'm Walter, trying. Walter just doesn't question it anymore. <laughs> Um, this is why we like Walter. Uh, who's going out? Me. 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 <laughs> Thank you, honey. I want ice cream, too. Huh. I've got your ice cream here in this bowl. I'll keep it safe. So, um, Rebecca, are you going on the tower adventure, too? Uh, I could do. I mean, do you need someone who's British to actually get you through the door? It may uh, Possibly, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> Hugo, are you going on this little adventure, or are you going to stay home and finish doing your job? Um, I Remember, guess they're I all guess. going out to do a ritual, so... Um... I guess I should stay behind. It's fine. I didn't need to do a ritual anyway. I'm going, I mean... to, I'm going to shoot Mateo's like, nope. Well, I'm going to go and ask Mateo for the anti-scrying device. Yeah, I was going to say, we need that. <laughs> While uh, um, while Rebecca goes off, I I, I turn to uh, Chai and I'm like, does she not know I'm English? Um, I'm guessing not. The problem is, Jack, you have to remember we picked you up in Australia, and I think they're just attributing the country we picked you up in to you. Wow, which seems a bit racist to me. 
That's that's kind of hurtful. I mean, I've, I know, got this, right? I've got this clear British accent and everything. <laughs> it, it's so clear. Oh, well. Don't I worry, mean, Jack. We know you're British. You probably are classed as cultist in Rebecca's mind still. <laughs> nationality now. Nationality cultist. <laughs> she not seen the wall chart. Yeah, she still has doubts about that black week. <laughs> I said I was sorry. So many orphans sacrificed in the alphabet. Um, right. Um, I don't know whether Matteo is going to give you the anti-scrying device, so I'll be Hugo. Hugo, w- would you like to plot a course to Grey Dragon Island that both takes into account when you need to turn the engines off, weather conditions, and landing in the ocean at the right point to gently scoot up onto the rocks without killing everyone. I figured I might do something along those lines. Roll me, navigate. At hard. That's my character sheet. Come back. This is really nice ice cream. Why is my character sheet just gone? Uh, I think World 20 is having fell over because we had a long break. One second. Never falls over for me. Well, if you leave it open long enough, it falls over. It's been open all day. I think Nino's uh, just busily turning on his Roll20 hat box. Which uh, skill was it, sorry? Navigate at hard. Navigate. Yeah. Gasp! No, that's, not a, that's not a hard pass. Then I didn't do it. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nino, the problem you have is um, you're not going to be able to see because you don't want to turn any lights on, which you know you can sort of like fly in that direction. And you know it's X miles away, and you need to turn the engines off X point before you reach the island. But actually, determining that in the dark with no points of reference is going to be very tricky. Mm. Could we use... I mean, my even though I'm no longer Wibble, I could still, in theory, calculate the timing based upon how long it takes us to get there, although that, that will depend on how accurate the instruments are. Um, yeah, it's a hard navigate role to work that out. Can I try again? Uh, you can. No. This is very hard. It is very hard. Problem is, it's like you can do it all on paper, but you're like, how do I know when I've flown that much distance in the dark with no points of reference? Your, your plane only really has a how high you are, how much fuel you've got left, and how fast you're going. If only I had some kind of... Wait... Could I use like astral navigate? What's the weather going to be like? Uh, oh, I'm going to look at the weather for uh, when we're planning the trip. Because well, if it's clear night, we can do astral navigation. Well, you're luck. Why? <laughs> it's going to be lightly raining. Mm, so we can't astral navigate because it's going to be cloudy. Okay. Um. Mm. Well, your intelligence for an idea. Hey, 
You might have better success if you use the navigation rooms at the airport. Hmm. Well, I'll have to wait till the people get back, because apparently, yeah, otherwise I'll just be set upon, like, a horde of angry bees by cultists the second they step outside the door or something. So, I will wait till people get back. But I will continue working what I can, yeah. Okay. Uh, roll navigate hard one more time. No. You could spend 13 luck. No. <laughs> Matteo, you have finished breakfast and are assiduously avoiding everyone because they're going to go out and do a ritual um, and you don't want to go with them. Uh, when Rebecca tracks you down using her hunting skills of opening doors until she finds you. Hi, Matteo. He speaks at you, but does no sound come out. For he is furious with you all and refuses to acknowledge you with sound. Or he's on mute. Rebecca? Rebecca. I was wondering if I could pick up the anti-scrying devices. We're going to head out. Oh. Um. Yes. Ah, thank you. Where are you headed right now? Uh, we're off to the... Naval fort, uh, owned by the British. Hmm. Of which I am one, question mark. <laughs> I need to find some cats still, I suppose. Okay. Um, but I don't suppose I'll need the scrying device for that. Um, yes. Okay. I'll hand it over. I will take it. Thank you. Hey, Matteo hands you the anti-scrying device. And you, Jack, Thomas, and Chai depart. Who's driving the car? I can't drive. I can. Did we did we try and call them again? Because that seemed important. Oh, no, 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 you haven't tried to call him again. Yeah, I oh. did say I wanted to. I thought Chow, uh, Chow, Chow was on that. Yeah. No one answers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess yeah. we can just rock up down there and I can take a good chunk of money with me. Good idea, yep. The receptionist, I the... The telephone operationalist I spoke to suggested they may be at church. I imagine there'll still be someone on duty down there. (laughs) Otherwise, we can just let ourselves in. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we thought we'd pop in for a lovely wander around. Okay, you get in the car, Rebecca, while driving toot toot. Uh, Question... GM. Yes, What's the weather like at the minute? Cloudy and drizzling. Stop the car. There's no point going at this very minute. Okay. <sighs> Do we know of anyone that can make it be clear skies? Um. Yes, you do. Roll the intelligence. I remember. I'm asking because I didn't know if I knew in character. Uh, you don't. The others do. <laughs> So the others need to roll their intelligence then. Oh, no, no, I, I think remember. Rebecca knows she was there. 
Yeah, um, that's something that Mitch could help with. Let's go talk to Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I turn the car around. <laughs> I never drive up the, the forecourt. <laughs> Mitch is in the kitchen cooking. There are bubbling um, pots full of sweet-smelling things. Mitch, hey, Mitch. you might have a problem. No, we want to survive for three days on a rock in the middle of the ocean, so I'm making food. Oh, carry on, carry on. On the note of surviving that whole thing, if things go wrong, we need the skies to be clear, and we've, Rebecca thinks you can help us with that. Oh, yeah, sure. He picks up his harmonica. What weather do you want? You want uh, stormy, thunderous rain? Ideally, we need clear skies for the next oh, half a day, I guess. If anything, it'd be nice for it to then be overcast again by this evening. He tootles on his tootler, and he plays the song of the summer skies. <sighs> which he can only do once a day because it costs him ten magic points. Uh, but yes, he tootles a little tune and seems to command the very clouds themselves to roll off to the south and the sun comes out and the hot, humid air starts to bake the water off the streets of Shanghai. Perfect. Right, let's go. Thank you very much, Mitch. Here, try this before you go. He hands you a small uh, case. Is it a fried pavlova? No. Okay, I'll try it. sort of... (laughs) It's some sort of um, uh, peanut brittle. Except it's got something other than peanuts in, hasn't it? Yeah, it's mostly peanuts and caramel, but it's not mostly. just peanuts. It, it's different kinds of nuts. It's peanuts. Okay, I, I try it. Nuts. I try He's crushed it. them all up and made this sort of like... Peanuts, walnuts, really kangaroo scrotum. Mitch hasn't become um, the old lady from uh, Vicar Dibley, has she? Yeah, yeah <laughs> he, he came up with all those disgusting recipes. He sure is making things that will be easy to transport and dense with calories. Is it nice? Uh, it is really nice. Very good. Roll your string. I try some. He hands out little little bits for everyone. I'm strong. You managed to pull your teeth apart. It's really, really caramelly. I like up. I like the idea of just like, you know, we accidentally cause a dentistry accident by. Uh... Uh, <laughs> it's a sweet treat. I have to try it. <laughs> oh, we can't go and perform can, the ritual because we yeah. need dentistry. Okay, just, uh, so, Mitch, you can summon the weather. Can you summon a dentist? Uh, yes, here, he picks up the phone. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, roll strength if you're trying the deliciousness. I'm good. And, and Thomas? <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Don't fail, athlete. <laughs> Where is... Oh, there it is. Good, What good. about you, Jack? Are you going to try some of this delicious nut brittle? Oh, no, I'm... 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of green we've had, I feel that was a good call. <laughs> hey, you pile back into the car. Uh, Hugo, roll me navigate hard. Uh, Matteo, roll me feline and charm. Uh, can I roll you what I rolled last time? Yes. I thought it was charm. It wasn't charm. You can lock that, Nido. Uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 
Well, that was... It's on, uh, it's on your head, Plenty. Disaster. Well, considering if you don't succeed, we probably die. Oh, we got over 50. You didn't need to roll, feline. Oh, right, okay. You can speak it fluidly. You do still have to roll me your persuasion or charm or fast talk or convince cat. Whatever it was you used. Finally, right, okay, hard success. You meet a a, um, set of young triplet kittens who are homeless and are really excited to go on a trip with you. Oh, I'm one of one of them always tells the truth. The other one always lies. What does the third one do? Uh, it alternates. Be- it alternates between telling lies and the truth, which means that you can't solve the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to like fool the, them into it. I, I want no, to. Like... No, they they know straight up what you're offering, but they get mm. to have a home, and all they have to do is go on a little trip with you. Yes. Little, extremely deadly trip. Nope, no more luck for this. You need three more cats to go with you. Uh, Hugo, did you spend the luck? Yes. You have the bare basics of what you think is the correct uh, um, maths worked out and annotations and directional guides. Now all you have to do is stick it on the day when flying and follow your itinerary to the letter. So, in other words... uh, don't cock it up. Okay. Yeah, fine. Good. We're gonna die. <laughs> if, you, right. if you could simply not kill us, that would be grand. Who's driving the plane? The tra- plane? The train? The, the car? The car? <laughs> <laughs> the the Peter, Peter, go into the room and administer the medicine quickly. <laughs> He's having one of his episodes. Uh, that reminds me, I didn't take my medicine at three o'clock. Neither did I. Well, it's, a bit, it's a bit late now. Yes. Right, Rebecca is driving the car. She doesn't trust the cultist to drive the car. Can the cultist drive the car? Cultists well, I mean, can drive cars. Well, I mean, I've, I've got a drive auto of 46. Untrustworthy. I've got one of 61. <laughs> then, then you will drive the car. <laughs> drive the car. We'll drive car. Oh, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> the car implodes. On a three? Yeah. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> it's for the best. So if there's three cats, don't you just ask the same question twice? Okay. You drive to the fort. Well, you drive to the river, and then you have to get a ferry to take you across to the fort. It's a large colonial-era stone building. Uh, it does have towers. It's got several very nice-looking towers with guns on um, for blowing up things that try to invade Shanghai up the river. Um, oh, don't worry, we've got the blowing up covered. Roll me your spot hidden, everyone, who's there. Well, I've got to grab some water. <clears throat> Are we going to get shot? <laughs> Only if you're good. Nope. Well, there was a linear line of success. Hard, normal, not. <laughs> <laughs> we just needed an extreme and a crit with us. I guess we'd need two crits because we need a good crit and a bad crit. Either way. Either way. I think this iced cream might catch on. Does it have cream in it? I guess. 
Does it have ice in it? I guess. I don't know. I'm not a wizard. You're a sorcerer. There's a difference. Hmm. Chai, uh, not Jack, and Rebecca, not Rebecca. Uh, Thomas and Chai, you spot this. I'm going to send you a little note. Oh no. I don't want to be shot. The whole reason why I'm going through this rigmarole is to not die. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, quit your learning. Fine. Oh. 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 Interesting. I, I, I'll voice it out loud. Yeah. Anybody else notice that all the flags are at half mast? Yeah, who died? Huh. And which of you was responsible? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if this is the one year anniversary of the formation of the volcano. No, it's not been that long. <laughs> has um, I don't know. It's has something happened to the royal family or anything? Can I roll my intelligence? Uh, you can. Would I know the circumstances under which that would happen? I'm not there, but you're not there. So I'm pretty but, sure but I'm, I wouldn't. I, I'm not there, but I, w- I want to know whether I would know. You wouldn't know, no. Mm. I mean, the flags are half mast because someone has died? Question mark. Mm. I'm extremely Some- successful. Someone has died. Um, you actually now remember it was in this morning's paper. The uh, commandant of the local Royal Navy Task Force uh, passed away uh, last night. Oh my god! What excellent timing. Oh, yes. What? It's almost as if someone rolled a 99 on something. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Did you accidentally do a, did you accidentally kill somebody by uh, rolling luck? We're not responsible for what happens in the background. No. <laughs> it depends um, if our action snowballed to something. Oh, we should probably turn around, I'd say. Why? Uh, I just remember reading in the paper that the camp commandant died last night. Is that um, maybe a good excuse to go and pay our respects with a donation, though? On top, <laughs> on top of their tower, forty-five minutes. It's a very long no. donation. It, either way, uh, unless we've got another tower we can use. Are there not any towers that are just open to the public? Yes, there are. It's the temple. I mean, looking across Shanghai, you see these beautiful Chinese wooden buildings with the shingle roofs stretching into the distance. We need a stone tower. Mm. You need a stone tower. Roll me your spot hidden everyone at hard. Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm not even close to hard. Uh, we're missing Jack. 
Oh, I was scratching my ear. Sorry. What? 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 what Spot hidden that hard. Come on, Jack. You can do it. I can do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. On this public ferry crossing the Wangpu River, you can just see the tallest stone buildings. You can see the fort. Is the fort? Um, You can make out the asylum, um, and you can make (laughs) out several other um, buildings like the post office and the British consulate. And um, the library, but none of them are towers, they're buildings. What about the British consulate? We go there, we tell them that the, the receptionist, the fort was closed, we give them a donation. I, I get the impression that they don't open on Sundays. Yeah, but they've at least got a receptionist that took some sort of conversation from us. Jack, right. you very much got the sense that she was passing her phone and picked it up. I don't. I don't think they're going to be that. What I think we should do, oh. and Chai, you know, because of how the spell, a building is not going to cut it. You can't go right. and stand on top of the five-story British consulate and declare it's a tower. You need an actual tower, which the fort would have comprised of. Then, yep, you can see the fort's towers. They look lovely. Um. Okay. Here's the thing. What we should do. I think is is going and ask. I mean, it may be disrespectful, yeah. but we're here and we can probably muster some Vandercash to um We don't need Vandercash, we've got Chai Cash. Oh, oh yes, I forgot that you're independently wealthy now. <laughs> yes, I forget too quite often. It's understandable. <laughs> but yes, we can do this. Splash the cash. Let's keep going. Yes. You finish cost well. You haven't got much choice. You're on a public ferry. Mm. You can't really turn it round unless you hijack it. <laughs> uh, you arrive at the other side on the dock side and make your way up to the fort. Um, there are British flags hanging out front. There are more flagpoles with flags fluttering at half mast. The big doors are shut, and there are two guards standing outside on duty. Mm. And um, the older of the two looks at you and salutes. Um, Sir, ma'am, he completely ignores Chai. Um, How can we help? (laughs) Wow, racial. Uh, Hello, I say, and then I look desperately at uh, Rebecca. Hello. Yes. So... We are here to see the sights, really, although Ah, I'm not sure if it's the best time. Well, no, um, I can give you some directions to some of Shanghai's more prominent tourist locations. I'm happy to do that for you. Uh, You might want to visit Hongqiu Park. Well, I'm sorry, let me just stop you there. We... um... We love taking photographs, and we love taking them from very high places, and we saw this place, and we were rather hoping we could pop in and take some photographs from a high place. Um, The fort is currently closed, I'm afraid, sir. Our commander passed away last night. Oh, no. How how dreadful. Yes, he will be much missed. He was a good old chap, but I'm afraid he's lying in state in the chapel. Uh, I couldn't let you into the uh, fort right now, even if I wanted to. Um, I could go and get the sergeant, and you can talk to him about it if you like. Uh, that might be a good idea, and and we 
we understand. I mean, we understand the difficult situation that's arisen here, but we'd be prepared to make some sort of donation, perhaps to his orphan and/or widow. You could have just family. <laughs> the soldier gives you a very odd look, and but he does go inside. Look, I'm, I'm carrying this. What am I doing? <laughs> I, I would help, but I, yeah. <laughs> they don't. They have no interest in me. Yeah, you're clearly just their like servant girl or something, you know. The power behind the throne. Ironically, the richest of us. <laughs> And the most powerful. Uh, It's about five minutes before a a naval sergeant walks out. Uh, He salutes you. Sirs, ma'ams, good morning. I hear you wanted to gain access to the fort for photography reasons? Yes, Uh, that's right. Yes, I'm afraid the Commandant's second-in-command has ordered the um, fort closed whilst we are in mourning. Uh, but of course, if you follow me, he, he he leaves his men and starts leading you down the side of the uh, fort. Um, we can, of course, offer to help you. It would be oh, a hundred British pounds to one of our towers. Sorry, Craig. I, I think you're breathing into your um, uh, mic. That better? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oops. It'll be a hundred British pounds for access to the tower. Oh gosh, I say, patting my pockets. Well, if if that's what you think, I, I just reach into my pocket and go over to to Jack with a slightly stern glance. Your money, sir, and hand you a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, slave. <laughs> you are going to shit yourself later. <laughs> she can make you. Uh, yes, the, the sergeant takes the money off you, Jack, and pockets it and leads you through a side door that is mysteriously unlocked and uh, gestures to the staircase. Uh, straight up, take as long as you need, and when you're done, come back down and go through this door. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. Oh, ooh, what a great day for photography, I say. Uh, like, trying to at least look like I've got a camera about my person somewhere. Um, <laughs> Rebecca does own a camera. Uh, I do. I might even have it. That might that might <laughs> have added a touch of verisimilitude to the thing. Uh, the sergeant nods to you all and he goes about his day. He's more than happy to take a bribe from rich weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad we didn't just walk away. Right, let's get this show on the road, shall we, people? To yes. To yes. To the up. We to go up. to the up. We all get in the lift. There is no, no, lift. no lift. There's one of those spiral stone staircases that climbs uh, about 60 feet into the air. And at the top, there is a very large cannon. It's not currently manned, however, or loaded, in case Jack's feeling... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Aim it down into the fort. <laughs> <laughs> that was their first mistake. Uh... Hey, you're at the top of the tower. Right. It's time to cast a spell. Ooh. Ooh. Which one? Uh, <laughs> we all know which one. Uh, I, mm, I don't think the voice sign would have any effect on this one. No, it wouldn't. No, so I will just go straight ahead with... Loop. Yeah, and I support... Hard success. Yeah. 
Nice. This for sign. Uh, so that is 1d6 sanity. So I will roll the 1d6. Do I have oh, to no, no, it said, it said on it, it did that. Five. Oh, uh, wow. Everyone well, taking part has to do 1d6 sanity. Oh, so I'll just take the five off that, or my own d6. And then it costs five power as well. I'll just pay Hang that. on, Craig. Craig, you're, okay. you're running ahead. Sorry. This Sorry. doesn't work like a normal spell. You shouldn't okay. have rolled it yet. Oh. Did not know this. I mean, it says that right at the beginning, the chance of contacting the deity... ...is equal to half the caster's power, so... 75. A million to one, she said. Okay. After who, the power cost, though. Who is taking part yeah. in this ritual? I think it's only you, uh, Chai and me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless Jack wants to. Oh, I, I'm, I'm on board. I, uh, I aim for a penny, board. in for a pound. Rebecca? Uh, what do I do? Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do know what to do, Chai. You start teaching them what they need to do yes. to take part. Okay. All of you must pay five pow. Ah, my bones. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, that's not a good idea for me. It's too late now. You've already said yes. <laughs> <laughs> not that exactly know the price. <laughs> now our warning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay the ferryman, etc., etc. Right, who is taking part? Chai? Me. Right. What's your yeah, new power total, Thomas? Uh, 124. Are you taking part, Jack, still? Yep. What's your new power total? 75. And, um... Rebecca, are you taking part, or are you going to stand out because of the power cost? I'm going to stand out. Right. Roll me a D100, everyone who is taking part. (laughs) This is your sand cost. (laughs) (laughs) I've done rituals before. Okay, wow. that is a good set of low numbers. That is. Okay, uh, you chant. Uh, you chant the words. You hold hands. You give up your essence of magical energy to the void. And now all four of you must roll one d six. Okay, one d six. And this time it's an actual six this time. Uh, you can keep your original D6 roll, Charlie. Okay. I will permit that. It's only one better, but uh, one is always nice. Uh, you start as they start chanting, Rebecca. You literally see the outside world flicker. At one moment, there is the beautiful wooden docks of Shanghai. Then there's fields as if the city is missing. And then there are tall, towering buildings of brick. And then there are towers of arching metal and glass reaching to the skies. It's And then it's back to the field, and then it keeps flickering. It's almost like time is not standing still outside the top of this tower. And uh, the other three, as you're standing together, whispering the words of this chant and praying gently, and Chai offers up the item to be sacrificed, the writing box full of Felix's notes and um, 
stories and half-written works and the final book of Antoine Delamere, who was Phoenix <laughs> Walker all along under <laughs> Dom de Plume. <laughs> Uh, the air itself seems to ripple in the middle of the circle like you can literally see spheres of colour forming and then they'll pop and they're bubbling gently as if the world is on the air itself is boiling and the sunlight from the clear sky is lancing through some sort of shimmering haze and everything is getting very very weird incredibly strange uh, definitely uncomfortably unusual. Uh, at one moment, uh, Chai is an old lady, grey hair tied back in a bun, wearing a severe business suit. Thomas mm. is a little baby. <laughs> Jack is suddenly bones and a skull lying on the uh, deck. Rebecca, Stop it, Jack. <laughs> He chose looks, poorly. Rebecca looks like an older version of herself, but heavily pregnant. And then suddenly she's young again, teenage. Jack is suddenly a 10-year-old boy in a striped uh, swimming costume. Chai is suddenly herself again. Time is unstuck. The universe is revolving. And then... A large sphere of light seems to engulf the entire top of the tower and the view of Shanghai vanishes and there's just a dark star-filled void with the roof of the tower. And standing in the middle is Felix Sheringford Walker. Hello. Hey, Felix. It's been a while. (laughs) Um... I sort of blink and then I, I, I take a couple of steps and look down at myself. This is so limited. <laughs> yeah. Who has brought me here? Why? Hey, Felix. Chai, we met for a while, remember? For our first little adventure? Getting the girls back? I remember you. In all of your various forms. All the potential futures, all the pasts. Yeah, you probably know a bit more about me now than... Mm. So mm. hard to think in five dimensions. Hello. Hello. Um, Who are your friends? Okay, so we've got uh, esteemed Olympian uh, Thomas Langford. Kennedy. Kennedy? Where did I get Langford from? <laughs> For fuck's sake. I mean, we're soul-linked and you can't remember my name. I can't remember most people's names. Get over it. We have Rebecca. Wow. Uh, Congratulations a very on the 1941 Olympics. Huh? Uh, oh, really? And we have also with us Jack... Katie. Katie. I was going to say Causey, but that was not right. (laughs) Hello. I don't remember last name today. Jack Hello, hello, Jack. Uh, Hello, hello, Felix. Uh, May I just say, Felix, you're the most handsome man I've ever seen. Oh, (laughs) endure yourself, Jack. What a 
cutting figure you cut. You are both <laughs> fine specimens of masculinity. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> this is not the conversation we have. <laughs> it's been had. It's canon. It's done. Do you think time matters here? <laughs> you have a telegram message, Jack, uh, Felix. Oh, which which one of me is supposed to read it? Arona. Oh yeah, yeah. Which one of me is supposed uh. to read it? <laughs> oh, uh, a nice arrangement you've made recently. I say to Thomas and Chai. Uh, um, look at, look at Jack, and I say, sorry. <laughs> what? what did I do? You know what you did. Uh, <laughs> what, what did he do? I could replay it for you if you like. And Jack's like, that, no, that won't be necessary. Not that necessary, is. yes. Um, yeah. I think I think Chai and our relationship was unintentional, but we're making it work. Mm. I think he might be implying the Bast connection as well. Twined together forever until the end. Yeah, I want that end to be a long way away, which is part of why we're here today. That's one of your possible endings. It's the ending I'm gunning for. <laughs> I, uh, I I touch both of you on the shoulder. And I'm like, your children will be beautiful. <laughs> I'm not sure that's where we're going, <laughs> but that's lovely to know if we do go that way. You know what they say, familiarity breeds... Well, never mind. Just um, breathe. <laughs> just breathe. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, scribbling notes. This is fine. <laughs> ah, the writer. Hello. I was a writer too when I was in a limited mortal shell like you. Now my pen is the stars. My paper is the cosmos itself. All of space and time. That's you still have deadlines, though. Yeah, that must be stressful. <laughs> Publishers. <laughs> why am I here, I say? Anyway, the reason why you're here is, as I alluded to earlier, we're basically going into a situation where I don't think we've got massively great chances, and I'm looking for a plan B for our team. And that you plan like to know team, your chances? No. Never tell me the odds. I'd much rather just have the backup plan, which I'm hoping you'll be able to help us with, because we believe there's a spell that Liza taught you, which allowed the rapid egress from one location to another predefined location. You drew me from the center of all things back here to the limited human realm to ask me a question about a magic spell? You have no idea all the other leads. Actually, no, you should know exactly the other leads I've been chasing for the last (laughs) few days. And we need this in a hurry. (laughs) I raise a hand and the background flickers a bit and I'm like, well, it seems like libraries still exist. They don't all just <laughs> stock arcane tomes. Uh, what are they labelled, clearly? I believe we're also trying to finish what you started when you were mortal, Mr. Walker. Oh, that's a very good point. 
Uh, well, okay, it seems like you have asked me for a favor. And uh, I, in turn, must make demands of each of you. That is the way of this. If you, uh, if you're prepared to bargain, I can uh, make an offer to you. Uh, but if you aren't, then I will not be able to teach you anything. Uh, I'm perfectly happy to hear the terms, at least. After all, we've brought you here, so it would be rude not to at least engage in the conversation we brought you here for. Uh, I, um, I am infinite, uh, timeless, and without time, and... I still find that there is one thing I miss from the human mortal realm. I miss writing. I miss writing in published works. From time to time, I will inhabit your mortal frames, and I will do my work through you. That's Mm. the first part of the bargain. Well, considering me and Thomas are, in theory, going to be around for a long time, that should work out quite well for you. I'm hoping to get my money's worth out of this one. (laughs) We can tell. (laughs) Maybe put some parameters on that from time to time. Just saying... And me, meanwhile, in, in across town, Mateo's like, I sense they're doing. I sense a disturbance in the force. I sense I made the right choice in not going. Either way, we're listening to the terms before starting negotiations. I sense, yeah. I sense an awkward one sided back. <laughs> I'm so glad that my task was to collect six cats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, collect six cats. Give me your soul. Um, <laughs> very well. That is the price that I set for that one particular item of my knowledge. Now, sadly, transcended beyond this terrible limited sphere. I sent you I would... another message, Hedgehog. I didn't see the other message. At the bottom. Don't take these backsies. <laughs> uh, just some fun flavour to throw in whenever you're ready ah good yes okay um, I would like to make you a counter offer well this is bold I've been called ballsy <laughs> <laughs> I think the word they used was reckless that too <laughs> <laughs> so for starters you need to be able to have a body for your published works what about if we just provide you a body, which isn't necessarily one of our own, but one in decent shape? I don't think you can make that sort of deal on someone else's behalf. I didn't say they'd be willing. Um, yeah, that... <laughs> I stare at Shai. <laughs> Therein lies the problem. <laughs> N- no, it's harder to take a host who wants to fight you. 
you have to be willing at least at first mm. don't don't dwell too much on that at least at first <laughs> yeah too late i'm already dwelling too much on that. <laughs> don't worry i don't need avatars on earth uh uh mother has those not going to ask who that is. <laughs> Moving onwards. Um, just how often is from time to time? Oh, uh, it's so hard to think in these time units that you use. <laughs> <laughs> how? Uh... <laughs> what's, the, what's the small one you use? Um... Century? Yeah. <laughs> century. That sounds about right. How, uh, yeah, once a century would be fine. How long? How long do humans live again? Uh, no, <laughs> no, don't answer that. I know exactly how long you live. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not convinced you do. Not completely to, human anymore. To the atto second, if you like. Um, I think that perhaps no more than once a month for mm, no more than 12 hours each time should be enough 12 hours a month in perpetuity for a single gift of knowledge you ask too much would you be rotating between the four of us yes yes I, i i only need one host and there are so many of you and there is so much time I'm certain this won't come back to bite you in in any sort of way. <laughs> yeah. So that basically works out as one 12 hours every 3 4 months per person. <laughs> if you agree, of course. I think for such a tiny request from us and after we gave such a great sacrifice it should at most be once each. What great sacrifice did you offer? I gave you back your missing possessions. Something that no one else could have got back to you. I could have just sold it to the highest bidder, and you know that's in my nature. Hmm. <laughs> I must check with the central thoughts about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I sort of go all two-dimensional, and the sky starts flickering, and scary shit starts appearing. Everyone roll their spot hidden. Oh, God. Oh, I very see. <laughs> I only see a little bit. Oh, God, hang on. Which of my character sheets am I? Um... You need Jack this time. Aye, aye, aye. The one with nines on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Hooray! very sees. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> if one of my characters drives the other character mad. <laughs> no, passing the spot hidden check means you manage to stare at the floor quickly enough. Oh. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> and you're just staring at the floor of A nice solid floor. I mean, it's not solid. It seems to be rippling with strange rainbow shimmering colours, but it's better than what the fuck is going on out there. <laughs> Nice semi-solid floor. <laughs> One hour each. But uh, we may be able to renegotiate this later in the future. 
One hour a month each. Is that yes. the offer? I only I only need one host, so uh, he, he, it'll so be one hour every four you. months, effectively individually. Sure. That was far too. Hmm. Did I miss something in that exchange? Are you, is that is that a question you're asking? <laughs> it's a question I'm asking Thomas and Jack. <laughs> um, and Rebecca, Jack's like, oh, <laughs> I'm a little overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be overwhelmed after this, but I'm pushing through right now. Yeah. No, so you need one hour from us each. That's it. Uh, yes. Yes, one hour each for the opportunity to negotiate for the spell. So one hour each, just the once for us yeah. to negotiate for the spell. Uh, one hour each, once a month. I'm not made of linear time. You've you've just added the month again. It disappeared previously. Out of character, the 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 deal is one. Uh, I I inhabit one of you uh, for an hour um, once a month. Okay. Okay. Um, Tell you what. Why, why don't Why don't we tie it to the full moon? There we go. And then at least you'll know. I you would... won't know which of you it is. Additionally, in that hour, our bodies remain at a writing desk, and all you do with our bodies is write, and you don't communicate with anyone, and if anything happens in that hour that could threaten our mortal existence, you give control back to the host. Mm. How about this instead? <laughs> I, I, I need to gather information and uh, uh, some other some such things. I, I will, n- of necessity, have to lightly travel and uh, uh, undertake things that may lead me to move away from the writing temporarily. But I will do nothing that endangers the life of the host. Surely for such research, you would simply be able to rifle through our memories. And then there's also the fact that you're an omnipresent being present through time, all time and space. You don't need to go anywhere for research. You have to do these things properly. The more we talk, the more I just think this is a bad idea for a single <laughs> spell, and I've just wasted the last ten hours. <laughs> well, um, you don't have to accept the terms of the deal. Anyone can. That's true. Oh, yeah. I, one hour doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> I'll try not to make it during the middle of the Olympics. <laughs> Just halfway through, he just stops and walks off the court. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, and the fact that he's thrown in the renegotiation as well doesn't mean we're locked down to this. If we if we find that, you know, maybe if we have overlooked something, then we can bring it up in the future. How about I drift around Thomas? Speakily. Me and you are kind of linked anyway. 
Yep. I'm inclined to say no at this point. You sound like you're inclined to say yes. <laughs> if we're going to be effectively platonic or maybe less than platonic or more than platonic life partners anyway, Triplets. I will keep an eye on you through the hour each month. That's not if a bad you idea. Accept. What a perfect arrangement, I say. We'll be best buddies, <laughs> won't we? Yeah, I mean, we get on pretty well. <laughs> and then, of course, once you know it, because you've accepted, that's the point when you can try and teach it to the rest of us. The bonus being for you, it's burned straight into your brain, so you just know how to do it. And then the rest of us will just have to learn the boring old hard way. Ooh, the GM's writing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Russet is typing. <laughs> uh, I think you'll find the spell copy protected. <laughs> uh, you can try, but I don't think it'll work. Um, you will be getting access to a tiny proportion of my limitless power along with this, so... It's knowledge taken directly out of the quantum substrate of the universe. So the implication is only the people that are here to accept are going to be able to learn this anyway. Uh, in this form, yes, you may be able to learn it from a book, which means that you wouldn't have to disturb me from uh, creating a stellar nursery. Look, I say, gesturing at the sky. No, well, you can't. Well, you can't see it, but in a hundred million years, the light will reach this fetid earth. I'm still inclined to say no at this point, personally. If other people want to agree, fine. It's a no from me. The number of caveats and codicils is making my, my senses twitch. You keep, I, yeah, you keep, you, it's, be, it's because it, it's quite a simple deal. It's just that you keep wanting more and more specificity. It's not, yeah. the, the thing is, it's also, and it, it's, it's just madness for the tiny amount that we're asking for. Absolute madness. So, uh, no, I'm afraid we're just going to have to have had this lovely chat and mm. catch-up session and I, uh, move on, I think. I just don't like the idea of having spent the entire session building towards this, only to no, then No, I hate it, it as well, Flinny, but this is how it's gone. You, uh... You, uh... You need this. You need this in order to continue. Yes, Probably. Without this, you are in grave danger. I know. That's why I went through all this. Your terms are too steep. I'm not unreasonable. (laughs) Not convinced anymore. (laughs) Chai, I was your friend. I know. That's why I'm so confused. Why are you being like this, Felix? Can you not sweeten the deal? What a strange noise. (laughs) There are are terrifying noises in this strange place. How about this? You're asking for literal, complete control of our bodies. Why not a writing partner? Instead of literal control of our bodies for an hour, 
will give you the full 12 hours that you originally asked. But the caveat is we remain in control of our bodies and you're our voice in our head and are able to see through our eyes for those 12 hours. That way you can ask us to write what you want. You can ask us to go and see what you want. And if at any point any of us just renege on the deal, you are a fucking god that can make us pay for renegation on it. Ah, uh, it's good that you mentioned that term, because that was the one I was going to add. Uh, <laughs> access to the mortal world, and uh, you do my bidding in the form of writing, of course. And, uh, um, form of writing. Should at any form point, I, yeah. I think you're not putting mm, the appropriate amount of work into this, uh, I will mm, renegotiate the deal on my own terms. Bear in mind that we are still saying it's just for the writing, and at the same time, if it intersects with any point where we are in mortal peril, we can do what we need to do to save our lives, because that way we can keep honouring the deal for longer than if we die. Oh, don't worry, I don't want any of the hosts to die. How does that sound, everyone? Well, where, if... where is that microphone? <laughs> yeah, me. it's not me this time, because I can hear the... Yeah, sorry, that might have been me. Um, do, I, well, do I have any more feedback on this, uh, Yogg-Sothoth? Uh, not currently from Yogg-Sothoth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I've, spoken to my, I've spoken to my supervisor, and this is the best <laughs> deal that we can offer the you at this I time. But yeah, I, I, I just nod at a child. Just say, if you think that those terms are better for you, you, you. This is my first time talking to a god. Okay, I, I'm not good at this kind of I, stuff. I know Thomas, but I value your input, your partner, not just a follower. For now, yeah, hmm. I get. I Rebecca, any thoughts? Oh, not technically, actually, actually in this, are you, uh, Jack? Rebecca's in it. She's here. Oh, oh, she is in it because she's here, even if she didn't take part in the ritual itself. Okay, Rebecca, what do you think? I'm still no. Still no. That's fine. Jack, what do you think now? I'm going to take the deal, said Jack, for uh, for no for no reason. Um, I, I've we need this knowledge, and to be honest, given the number of times I've tried. The number of close scrapes I've had escaping from the cult before, uh, I feel like it would be very useful to have this. I've nearly died twice in the last month already. <laughs> I've been at death's door twice. Yes. Now, if we get if we get this spell, we have to actually use it. Not like in most Call of Cthulhu games, where you keep thinking, "I should really buy a box," and then someone eviscerates you. <laughs> yes. Agreed. And I want to get back home, so I'm inclined to agree as well. Okay, so just to rehash what the stated terms are, because we need this to be right, because Felix is our friend, but Yogg-Sothoth, who is also Felix now, is an omnipotent being who we are just specks of dust to. So you, You matter a lot to Felix, but simultaneously you matter not at all. Exactly. So we need to be specific, not because we think Felix will take advantage of us, but because we know the universe itself 
doesn't care enough not to. Yogg-Sothoth is supremely indifferent to this world, um, exactly. as, they, as they are to all worlds under their care. Um, but Felix likes this world because all his stuff is here. That is a sentiment I share. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're saying the full 12 hours, once a month, cycling between the four of us. However, it's as a co-writer, as you're effectively uh, along for a ride in our bodies, not in control. And we will follow your guidance and do what you ask so you can effectively keep writing because we will effectively be writing for you as you speak into our minds. If any situations occur which would put us in mortal peril, we can stop listening to you for long enough to get ourselves out of that mortal peril. And there is the opportunity to renegotiate later. Yes. Are these terms acceptable to you, Felix Sotoff? Oh, wow, I'm I'm my own I'm my own mythos entity now. Um, <laughs> yes, why not? I feel like I'm at a meeting with one of my contract lawyers. <laughs> Rebecca, um, you are a no. Yes, I'm um, no. Rebecca, you are a no. Yes, Thomas. I'm a yes. Jack. Uh, I think it's necessary. Me. Yes. Very well. Um, before I restructure the matter in your brains, um, I... Uh, I have access to other information and I have other costs that I could impose upon you in exchange for more knowledge. More spells. Things that would help you. If we survive, I guess we could look into that one day. But we would have to cast again. What he's getting at is we're here now. We've already paid the cost to meet. However, Felix, you may be an omnipotent being which doesn't really care about time anymore. But I'm pretty sure even you are getting a bit bored with just how long it took us to arrange that one last deal. Oh, don't worry. These have set costs from the GM. (laughs) I guess we should at least peruse the list. (laughs) Come with a trolley and you get to pick from... (laughs) I mean, something else on the on the shelf might interest Ooh. Rebecca. He's typing at me. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> What's behind door number? <laughs> <laughs> What's behind door door number E? <laughs> door number pie. It's gonna be it's gonna be great for Mateo when everyone comes back and they're a fucking sorcerer now. <laughs> Oh, those rituals. I hate them so much. You never get anything good out of them. <laughs> ah, I I, I, for the record, I would have been a no. Whilst we're only reading my last message, meanwhile, um, Hugo, uh, well, what are you doing? You've got the bare <laughs> basics of a navigation course. Would you like to work on refining it? 
Uh, I, I get, or, I get. Or have you given up for the day and are like, it's good enough, it'll be fine, I'm going to have a whiskey sour? Uh, why not both? Um, I've made an attempt. We could make further attempts with a whiskey oh, sour. We've got a whiskey sour and the navigation tool. <laughs> why not? I'm getting fed up with this. Oh, well, <laughs> well, navigate it hard. <laughs> I mean, I can't possibly make it any worse. I mean, you could. I don't make it worse, I just don't improve it. <laughs> I was really hoping that was a 96, because uh, like, you have made the perfect navigation course. Uh, yes, you're, you're working oh no. away. Uh, um, you go, you're tweaking it here and there, but yeah, you're not really making much headway in making it better. It's The last thing that's really going to clinch it is the weather. <laughs> And, and that will determine how effective this is. But Matteo, roll me your Persuade or Fast Talk or whatever one it is you're using. Let's try again. Oh, I should tick that as well because I succeeded. Not this time. Uh, I'm, you you chatted with a few more kitties. I may spend some luck though because I feel I'm running out of time a little bit. Okay, if you want to spend luck on it, you will pass. And I've got some luck to spare at the moment. Go for it. How much luck would I actually have to spend? Like... 25. That's a lot. That's more than I thought. (laughs) You can try Um, again. I'll try again. That's That's more more like a... I'll luck that. Okay, you unlock it. Uh, You find three more cats after some explaining of the plan and what you need their help with who sign up. And you head home with six kitty cats, well, six more kitty cats, who are willing to come on the death suicide ritual quest. Okay, I just want to make it clear that I fully explained what's going on to them. (laughs) The kittens are like, yay, adventure! There was paperwork and everything. There was a whole contract. Um, oh, don't get me started about contract. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, you got the three kittens and the three other older cats, and you return home to find uh, Hugo having a whiskey and staring at his navigation charts with Raymond. <laughs> oh, that, that's what you want to see your pilot do, just staring despondently. <laughs> Uh, Raymond is here. Uh, Nido, roll navigate with a bonus die because your engineer has turned up and he knows some stuff about navigating planes. Fifty. Yeah, you're you're still making tweaks when Matteo walks in, absolutely covered in kittens. <laughs> Help me! I, I just sort of, I just sort of regard this. Half man, half kitten. Whiskey sound? <laughs> no, or maybe we'd prefer a glass of milk. Um, <laughs> a drink would be fine. How about we split the difference? Walter, fetch me a Bailey's. <laughs> Are you well now? Ah, uh, well... We'll certainly get in roughly the right location. I'm working on narrowing it down somehow, yeah. which is hard 
when you can't see where the island is. <sighs> you may deposit your kittens at the local kitten depository. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let them roam, but don't go far now. Okay. Or I'll fucking cut you. No. <laughs> they will remember okay. that. Meanwhile, back on top of the roof of a tower somewhere. In time and space. I'm not even sure it's in time and space, just somewhere yeah, outside. Just somewhere time and right space. now. Yeah. So, pursuant to Codasil 3B. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over the translation again. <laughs> very well. I'm very pleased that we can move to the next stage of the negotiation. The tea and crumpets? You have uh, you have paid the cost to initially summon me, I say, gesturing to my uh, collected works, which are floating around. And you have paid the cost to negotiate for, uh, negotiate for the spells. Now, now the real negotiation begins. Oh, God. Uh, from each of you I will take one thing and uh, in addition to what we've already negotiated and then I will give you all the knowledge you want uh the uh the de- the deal here out of character the deal here is uh i i will give you an additional thing to pay and you pay it and then you get the spell you want and two random spells okay let's hear the costs right <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure I, i'm not sure how much longer i can role play as a god <laughs> i can always take over um uh, 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 who who's in? Who's in overall? Jack, yep. Thomas, Chai. Right, All right. Chai. Two thirds of your fortune done. Uh, Jack, the lure. When you're done with it, uh, um, what do you need the lure for? Its uh, presence here is an aberration, and. Uh, Removing it simplifies things downstream. Um, oh, oh, okay. Just to check, by when he's done for it, I'm assuming you mean when we're done with the whole... When you've saved the world. Yeah, that, that thing. Yeah, mm. just checking. Uh, uh, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. Your gold medals. Well, I only have the one. Uh, you'll get more. That's what I thought. <laughs> and and to be two. honest, given the, the sort of threats I've been under lately, there's, I've learnt there's things more important than just gold. So I, I like them. They're shiny. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm sure, as you say, I can get more. So, sure. Anything that can keep us alive. Mm. Deal. And uh, Rebecca, 
uh, you're not part of this deal. No. Okay. Uh, was that it? Is that the three of them? That's the three of them. Oh, mm-hmm. All right, good. That's good because Rebecca's one is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. so, just, just to be clear, GM, mm-hmm. uh, three, two thirds of my wealth that leaves me with one million still. So I'm good yeah. with that. You can grow that into more monies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, everyone who is having the knowledge of the universe downloaded into their brains, roll uh, sanity. Yeah, that was always coming, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, a few. All our rolls are so close, Craig. This is scary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I like the idea of Arona driving himself insane. Uh, is this a scenario yes. where I can cast Bliss on Jack? No. <laughs> okay, I tried. Uh, Jack lose three sanity. Uh, Chai and Thomas lose one sanity from your manatees as the knowledge of the universe is downloaded into your brains. It gets burned into your head, fresh and crisp and clean. Sweet and clean now. Okay. Was it one, did you say? Yes, one from us. Okay, I right. don't feel like the last ten hours have been wasted by me yeah. now, at least. Are you are you going to pick from the spell list, Trussett? Uh, roll, uh, Chai, roll a 1d29. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, slash roll 1d29. I feel like I feel like they should be able to re-roll ones um, they already have. Yes, yes, they will get to do that. I did do that right, didn't I? It is actually legitimately one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the worst spell. <laughs> Who knows? Hang on, I'm just having to move. Oh, roll 20 is being a pain. I'm sad that Null came along and didn't get any magic spells. But also uh, didn't get some sort of um, Cost. permanent brain parasite. Hmm. Yeah, the permanent brain power site is going to be interesting. I'm going to have great fun when the full moon happens in the middle of an exciting boss fight, and <laughs> and, and one of you is just like, "I leave now." Mm, that comes fighting. under the mortal peril clause. No, it doesn't. Well, they just it also does. Now you're safe and sound at home on your writing desk. Well, well the, that the, person's safe at least. So the, fir- the first full moon, none of us are going to be at a writing desk. <laughs> Yes. The first full moon, we're going to be on a bloody reef. <laughs> okay, so the first spell... Okay, uh, try. Okay. Uh, try, roll it again, please. Slash roll 1d29. 29. Yeah. So wow, on a, d, on a d29, you rolled 1 and 29. <laughs> One and three. Roll it again. You've already got three. Oh, just copy paste it. I should have copy pasted it, but I didn't. The first couple. Seventeen. Seventeen. Ooh. Count, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's an exciting one. I don't know if so. Oh. Absolutely fucking useless. Or maybe not. 
it's fairly useless. Okay, that for me. Shy now for Thomas. Twenty-nine. Hang on, let me add uh, bodily evaporation first. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, roll a twenty-nine, please, Flinty Cakes. Twenty-two. Oh, that's not a bad one to have. Oh, I don't like the name of that. Why do I always get those kind of spells? Mm. The screaming willies. It's fine. Read the spell description, Flinty. It's not as bad as you think. And roll once more. 24. Just don't roll 17, guys. It's a fucking lemon. (laughs) (laughs) Literally just a lemon. No, an actual lemon would be more useful. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you want to talk about lemons in the context of Call of Cthulhu? Mm, <laughs> oh, don't start me on the fucking lemon, man. <laughs> right, Jack, you get um, bodily evaporation. Yeah. I love having my bodily evaporated. Sometimes it's got to be done. Oh. Right, Jack, roll 1d29. <laughs> Everyone thinks need a... 202. 22. Oh, is that one? these. Ah, that one. Roll again, Jack. Ah, I'm afraid that's a bit of a lemon I don't like lemons there you go Jack and Rebecca darling 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 Rebecca hello uh, roll me 1d29 please okay huh Lots of 20s. Roll 20. Hey, wait, I thought Rebecca wasn't in this. I'm guessing some residual bloop just went bloop. You can't meet an avatar of Yogg-Sothoth and get out of this unscathed. Mm -hmm. Yay, scathed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what the heck? And once more, please, Rebecca. Aha. Once more with feeling. <sighs> the most seven of all the numbers below 30. Seven. I just checking, is that first number correct in the end? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to read my second one a lot more. All of you scream as the world seems to shatter around you and shake and the whole universe seems to shudder and you feel yourself literally coming apart yet holding together yet new knowledge is bubbling up through the very essence of your soul as Felix 
and his items seems to walk off into the distance. Rebecca seems to be having the worst of it, clutching her head and screaming, unprotected as she is by any deals or uh, contracts. Yes, Jack? Uh, this is a Felix thing. I, I, I'd like to do them one parting favour as I leave. You can. Uh, I, I want to return them to the safe house. You want to return them to the safe house? Yep. Well, that's nice of you. So they, don't, <laughs> so, so they don't have to, you know, get that ferry back. It's quite long. <laughs> uh, that that is very very generous of you giving them a freebie like that because you know they could have become unstuck in time and wound up anywhere they were about to have to make rolls to not wind up in you know time and space yeah but he's our friend uh, but you all land in the courtyard of the garden in a heap and uh, Matteo and Raymond and um, uh Hugo emerge from the various rooms they're in to see what the fuck that noise was. And you guys just see those four lying in a heap in the garden. Sad. Well, maybe uh-huh. I should have been invited. Walter, more whiskey sours. You, you, would, <laughs> you would not not have liked that, Matteo. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm not even going to ask. It sounds like it wasn't for you either. It was um an experience we're not going to repeat in a hurry. Look, let me just ask you one question. Is the world less likely to end now? I think so. I we think have a chance. so. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Jack? I think, oh boy. Yeah, that's kind of what I think too. Uh, Walter is like, well, if it helps, I have a whole bunch of empty uh, suitcases and travel uh, trunks that I just uh, had delivered. That might actually help. Um, Let's just check the description. Hmm? Box you can fit in. Yeah, that'll do. Um, I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, I can't actually remember what I was told to do with the cats, except that there was a statue. You have to take the statue and six cats, and when yeah. you've once you've carved the eye of light and darkness into a rock, yeah. you've got to set the statue up, and then the cats will take part in the ritual with you to cast the eye of light and darkness. Okay. You don't know what else is going to happen beyond that. Right, okay. Um, can, can someone else remind me as well whether I have explained the whole deal with the cats to anyone? I can't. I just can't remember. I, I, I think you no, did. I don't think you have. You've just said we need to take some cats and this cat statue. We just all kind of agreed. <laughs> right. Okay, in that case I say, I, I, I say because it will make some sort of sense... I I have found enough cats to come up with us to the island now. That's oh, that, that's amazing. Oh, that's Excellent. Yeah, I was there, so I know I I remember what this is about. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course you were. Yes. What? Oh boy, what a what day! Did we need the cats for? It's part of how we will actually do the eye in a way that. 
makes sense and is dedicated to best. Well, Walter folds his arms. Um, well, I got you some large travel trunks that you can all fit inside, like Liza had back in the day. Um, I guess you should do whatever it is you need to do to them. Yeah, well, it's like an arts and crafts workshop. <laughs> um, it will cost you five MP and five power. Uh, you can't teach the spell to other people, but you can cast it and have them you donate their power to a box, so it will now work for them. Okay, that wasn't made clear. I might. We should probably note that on the spell. Uh, oh yes, this is like the deeper understanding of the spell because normally you can't do this, but because you bolt it off Yogg's top, he's given you the better version than the version Liza had. I'll update it. Uh, oh, I'm typing I'm, mine in. Yeah, I'm already typing as well. Okay. Is it just their the other person's pal, not their yep. MP? Yeah, you still have to spend the MP to cast a spell, but you kind of cast it on the person, and then they touch the box, and then their power goes into the box. Because normally you'd cast it on yourself mm. and touch the box, and your power would go into the box and link you to it. Um, but now you can cast it on someone else, and then they have to touch the box. So, who would like to set up an emergency escape box? Making a box. Making a box. <laughs> I guess I should make a box. Uh, we are at two hours. Yeah, I was just going to have people make a box and then I was going to stop for the day. Let's make box. All right, if you're making a box, cross off five pow. I'll make Hugo's Wait, box pow? for him. Yes. Yeah. yes, you need to spend five of your pow, Hugo, wow. if you want a box. Okay. Are you? Do you still want a box? I'll have a box. Rebecca, do you want a box? Mm, it's, it's it's not a small power cost for me. You don't have to have a box. You don't just, have to. Please mm. don't be sad when everyone else is like, Whiffly! And then, <laughs> yeah. you just, and yeah. then leave you behind to get eaten. Mm. These boxes are also, uh, like, they, they don't run out, do they? So, no. you know, it doesn't matter where we are in the world, it. we can use the emergency escape box. Yeah. So in theory, I could have this box and have it shipped back to my home in Australia. The problem with that is if you have it shipped back to Australia and then you need it while it's mid-shipping, it's going to be trapped in a big <laughs> shipping block of cargo and you're going to be trapped in there and die of hunger and starvation. Yeah, and hydration. Then, you know, remember, you don't have the best track record of hiding in luggage compartments. <laughs> you're leave, we're leaving this box. Luggage boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> leaving this box somewhere that um, is safe is quite an important part. Of it. Yeah, I mean, this house we'll... is safe. Yeah, Walter's yes, going to stay here with your with your boxes and Raymond and be like, "We've got your boxes. I'm going <laughs> to look after them." <laughs> yeah. Mateo, got... are you having them making a magical emergency escape box for you, or are you just going to be like Rebecca and not be a wimp? Take it lying down. Wait, w- were you asking me? Yeah. It's just you call me Matoyo. Um, Matoyo! I, th- I think you could have figured out that, that who was talking to. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to take part in any... Um... It's not a ritual. They literally cast a spell and then you touch a box. I mean... 
little bit rich. The only problem is it cost you five pow, and I think that's the thing you've been most... No, no more my pow. Yeah, I mean, I've already done it a couple of times, and I... And that's my dumpster. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'll, I'll have to ask Mitch if he wants a um, magic box. Magic box. Do, 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 do. Well, so if you're having a magic box, please write it on your possessions list. Uh, escape box. Adding a possession. So, quick question. Mm-hmm. Let's say I want to and I've already crossed my and my MP appear in my box. Do I have to cast the spell again and pay the, the MP and POW? No, no, you don't need to use the POW, just the MP. Just right. the MP. Thank you. Magic escape box. So you put it under treasured possession. Well, actually, it's uh, I'm not sure if you can see the nameplate on these boxes. I like the idea that um, Walter just puts a selection of objects on top of each box that will so smash it with a particular sound so that when one of us arrives, it opens the box and be like, ah, so and so. <laughs> little bell dangling on the outside with a different um, chime. Apparently, there are, uh, there's a box for Jack, a box for Thomas, a box for Chai, and a box for Huggo. All those boxes are going straight in the fire. <laughs> See, this is Hugo's box. This is Chai's box. This is Thomas's box. And this is Jack's box. Do we get like little little icons that we can put in the box? Little yeah. airplane for me. <laughs> little little uh They've got everyone's names on, but I don't know if you can't can see, see them, them. now. No. I just like the idea of like, you know, everybody gets a little icon. Can you see Chai's name now? Yeah, I can see my name yes. now. Chai's box. Okay, yeah, I worked out how to make that. Hugo's box. Oh, I can but. move my box as well. Jack's box. Can you? <laughs> yeah. I can't move my box. I can. I can move Hugo's box. Oh, I can move Hugo's box as well. That's the only. Yeah. Oh, you should go. be able to move your box now too, Thomas. Let go of my box. Put my box down. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Yeah, everyone has become boxes. <laughs> my box is going over here. These are no. not small boxes. No, they've got to be big boxes for a person in. They're bigger <laughs> than these double beds. <laughs> they're, they're, they're proper travel trunks. You see how big those are? Uh, like we said, I'm going to put my box on top of Jack's box. <laughs> thus trapping him inside so when he inevitably turns on us and tries to flee we could trap him here no being I mean, saved no. all of your lives <laughs> I never should have given you guys access to your boxes yeah. okay um, and we are at an end it is the end of the day you Ooh. have your six cats. You have some of you have oh. your cowardly escape routes. <laughs> Look, I just wanted to make sure it's not going to be a fucking party wipe when a single roll causes this to go completely tits up. Yep. It is now Monday, the seventh of September, and you're ready to fly mm. the Grey Dragon Island. Dun yeah, dun dun. Ooh. Say the thing, Peter. 
Join us next time for the exciting continuation of The Rite of Kring. <laughs> yeah.